Hey everyone, Tabitha here, just popping in to let everybody know that yesterday was our favorite Leo, Teresa's birthday. If you haven't already, hop on over to our social media and wish her the happiest of happy birthdays. Happy birthday, Teresa. We love you. You have never worn those. I've worn I these agree. every time that we've recorded. No, you I haven't. I need to see the silver headphones in question. You've never okay. worn those green okay, headphones. I have the silver headphones. Hold on. I don't believe you. I think she's fucking with us. These are the silver headphones that I have. Mm, those don't look like the same That I ones. use a lot. But they're Bluetooth. No. So I can't use them for the recording. I've used these Maybe. every time. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. <laughs> no, you haven't. You lie. I'm, I swear. So you is lie. Tabitha in a different reality or is I it I think us? so. I think probably. No. Wait, no, I like this reality though. I'm going to say though. Okay. Like if that's, if you, if, if new reality you has green headphones now, like, okay. I mean, I, the same, it's the same reality that I've been in. I have two words. Time. Two words. Oh no. Can you guess what those two words are? I can, but I Hail want Cern. you to say it. Hail Cern! Yeah. <laughs> she was gonna say it anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, had these headphones this whole time. I got them at five below like months ago. Wow. Were they below yeah. five? No. Five they were or five. below? Five. They're exactly five. Because Delaware doesn't have sales tax nice so that is nice five dollars that's a good investment and they still work great yeah honestly five below does not have bad headphones they do have some that are like 10 or whatever so they're they're sign lies but yeah um, (laughs) no these are these were five bucks and they were fine they work they work all right great (laughs) rachel but I literally bought them months ago. Like I've used them this no, whole time. No, you didn't. Time. You not. <laughs> you lie. I'm not lying. Maybe you guys came into this reality because whole time. Whole time. No. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Because Teresa no. and I, no, this, do we have a wish version of Tabitha right now? No. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this that's funny mm-hmm. no no wish versions here just me mm-hmm. all right i don't know it's a little darker in the room you only got yeah, this a whole... face light going i don't have my i don't have the overhead lights on i just have the the lamp <laughs> i don't trust you i don't know who you are <laughs> but i don't trust you <laughs> It's funny. It's so weird. I. It's so. It's crazy. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Same headphones. Let me see your fingers. Okay. For one All second, right. I thought your tattoos were on your other hand. Me too. And I was like, <laughs> No, my finger tattoos are like my finger tattoos I, are still there. I got all my tattoos still. <laughs> all right. I would have sworn you had both hands done, but I. Maybe it no. is me. No, I did not have both hands done. 
Teresa was there with me when I was getting them touched up, so she should remember that. But yeah, I, right. I can remember one the one hand. Yes. Yeah. I also uh like just last week realized that Margot has her nose pierced. <laughs> I too re- noticed that recently, not too long okay. ago. So, so maybe it I'm- is me and you. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? I feel like yeah, I feel like I remember her having her nose pierced. Maybe not. Maybe it's yeah, you guys. It's not us. You guys came into a different reality, Hilser. I don't care what you say. Those headphones are <laughs> sus. <laughs> Fucking sus. 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 Well, I did have that really crazy experience last week that like made me feel like I was in a different timeline. So maybe it is me and and Rachel. Right. You dragged Rachel into this too. I've been. I've definitely been uh feeling like weird in weird spaces. And I've just, I've, I've, I've been feeling like I'm just going to burst into tears all day. Mm-mm. Oh, man. I just feel it. But my eyes haven't broken yet. Mm-hmm. They're, but they're ready. They're getting, they're gearing up. They're ready. Mm-hmm. They are. Well, maybe we can make you cry today. <laughs> I'm going to cry. That's basically what I'm saying. Aww. That's what I'm saying. Well, as long as they're tears of joy. If mm. not, though, that's okay, too. They don't have to be tears of joy. Yeah. Mm, Hopefully, I I would prefer the tears of joy over tears of stress because I'm assuming (laughs) it's probably not helping. Mm -hmm. Assuming that the stress level is probably up. Like it is, but it isn't. Good. Good. Like, I don't know. It's different stress at different times, like Mm -hmm. different levels of stress, depending on how close we're getting to the date, plus all the personal things you have going on in your life. So how it works. Yeah. And it's like I go and I I have this app. I love this app. It's called Structured. And Mm -hmm. you the day before you go in, you enter in all of your stuff. And you're going to do the next day and then just sets you your little reminders. And uh I didn't do like any of the things today, <laughs> but I did a lot of things today. Right. Like, I've been like running around doing stuff. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do all the things tomorrow. And then I realized that I've been driving around with an expired license since my birthday. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, it looks like I'm going to be sitting in the goddamn DMV all day tomorrow. That's all right. I made an appointment, but I can't do it online because it's already expired. Mm-hmm. It's just like all these things That's that I'm annoying. just like. I'm just like my eyes, like I'm just like I'm about to just cry. <laughs> Delaware <laughs> has the nicest DMV people ever. That's like they. I like feel like we've had this. Yeah, you I and I like have had this conversation, yeah. but it still blows my mind because like the first time that I went, it's just like the nice, they're the nicest DMV people. That's nice. Like I walked in, I walked in ready to fight somebody because you feel like <laughs> you, you, know, you feel like you have to. You like walk in, you're like, all right. All right, I just have to go get my license, you know, picture. I have to get my license switched over, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there's a lady at the front desk and she's like, hi, you know, hi, how are you? Hi, hi, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> I need to get my license <laughs> thing. And she goes, okay, here, just go take a number and go sit. They'll be with you in a few minutes. And like, they were really nice and it was really creepy. And I left so- confused. Tabitha is in the different reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's all of Delaware because I have not met a mean person at the DMV who does not enjoy the job. 
Yeah, um, there's like there's like this small DMV by me that like not a lot of people know about, and I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna say where it is or anything like that because yeah, it's like don't. never busy. It's like the in and out, but yeah. then there's like this big one that's right by me, which is the one that I have to go to because that's the yeah. only one that like you can do the license renewal at. It's right. first world problem. It's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. But why? I just find it weird that you have to go in when you could just do it online. And I understand that your license is expired, but like, why are you going to torture me like this just because I forgot to renew my license? Fucking rude. Yeah, I, got, I got other things going on. You didn't pay your money. So you didn't give your money to the government, so they have to make your life difficult. That's At least we have the ASMR of your Starbucks cup to, to get mm-hmm. us through. <laughs> But nice, it is. Listen, 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 listen. You can go to Starbucks if you feel like you want to treat yourself. Today, I felt like I wanted to treat myself and get your strawberry acai refresher, but Mm. do not get lemonade. Get green tea instead. Ooh, you're welcome. Fancy. Fancy. (laughs) Ken's about to come inside. If you want to pause for for a couple of minutes, if you don't mind. We back. We back. Yeah. Back in the same reality. We're gonna be we're gonna all be in the same reality this time. (laughs) At least for now. At least for now. (laughs) Listen, if your headphones are a different color next next time we get on here, I'm just gonna fight you. That's fair. That's fair. You can fight I mean you can fight fight my headphones. I will (laughs) you can fight my headphones. Okay. I will. So what are we talking about today, guys? <laughs> Why don't you tell us what we're talking about today, Ryan? Yeah. We're talking about right. my baby. The Your baby. baby. We're talking about my baby and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> the porpoise. The porpoise. We're talking about the porpoise. We're talking about our cult. <laughs> Wait, please do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it got cut out. <laughs> I grew up in Florida. I could definitely make a dolphin sound. <laughs> That's amazing. She is a porpoise. Beautiful. It's my porpoise <laughs> in life is to be a porpoise. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys want to be mermaids. Porpoise. <laughs> porpoise. I actually had a friend who uh just bought a nice like plot of land down in florida on the water and, was, and he like pitched that he was like you should do one in florida call it anahata's porpoise and i was like you <laughs> bet my guy <laughs> fucking bet yeah don't tempt mm-hmm. me yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would just be nervous about alligators though no okay. you run in a zigzag you guys learned that <laughs> the other day and as long as you're not a small dog or a child you'll you'll be fine I'll fight it. I got you, (laughs) Teresa. Thank you. Thank you very much. You don't don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about them gators. Not like... Well, I mean, some places you do, but... (laughs) Not there. Not at the porpoise. When we went to Disney, we were in the airport, like, going to baggage claim. And (laughs) we were on, like... The Orlando airport, you have to take like a tram from like one part to another part. And Anthony happened to look down and there was a little pond and there was just a gator just chilling in the pond. And Anthony was like, well, we're in Florida. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's it. There's a gator just chilling in the pond. And we were like, oh, 
Am at I the airport. Business? All right. Uh-huh. Very cool. When I went to uh, New Orleans, we did a Bayou tour. And that Ooh. was really, really fun. Yeah, and see, like, that is where I would be scared of gators. But you're in a boat. Yeah. No, there's, no, they have that cat there. They have a cat at like in New Orleans, I think, that like fucks up the alligators. Like they'll <laughs> come after her and it, like, you haven't seen this shit? A cat? There, it's a cat. It's a stray cat that lives in like New Orleans or something on an alligator like bayou f- tour, I think. And uh, this cat will fuck up these alligators. I believe it. It's on YouTube. You have to. I I, I swear. She's, I'm, she's no, going. I believe you. I'm just really excited to see it. It's amazing. <laughs> we'll believe you on this, but not on the headphones. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Oh shit! Yeah, you Here, see it. Cat it's tries to pick a fight with hungry alligators. Yeah, you know the alligators hungry. It was on. Um, Animal Planet used to do like Cats 101 or like Dogs 101. Do you ever see that? No. Yeah, I used to love Animal Planet. Yeah, I used to watch like Too Cute. Too Cute was amazing. Cats 101, Dogs 101. It's a lot. Of, it was it was really cool. But that cat was featured on there, and that was where I first saw it. Cute. Right. It's just a stray cat that just every time an alligator gets too close to it, it's like no motherfucker. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I, like it. I respect it. Yeah, I'm telling you, pussy respect on it. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and just pussy respect on oh, it? Oh my god, put some respect on it. Yeah, mm. indeed. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, cats that beat up alligators. Obviously. <laughs> and talking, New Orleans. We're, we're talking about Anahata's dolphins. <laughs> Indeed. I saw dolphins this weekend. I would like merch. <laughs> I need to focus. I would like merch that says Anahata's dolphins, please. <laughs> okay, I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> right now uh, all right only if right, like it could have like a little speaker attached to it with you go doing the dolphin noise oh yeah you can, like push the button, like a button. <laughs> well what if it was like a card that opens up yeah it's like a dolphin that like jumps over the anahata sign and it just makes yes. my dolphin sound yeah with your dolphin sound not, yeah. not a real dolphin, dolphin sound, sound. yeah a real dolphin <laughs> sound no my dolphin sound. dolphin sound yeah yeah who out of the hey listeners hello uh do any of you work for hallmark <laughs> uh not the tv channel hallmark that one like the card you gotta work for that division do you work for that division if so hit us up this could totally be a shitty hallmark <laughs> i've got an, i've got an idea for you <laughs> it could get turned what? into it it could be, totally be a hallmark movie it could totally get <laughs> two people into meet it. at anahata's porpoise and fall in love <laughs> yeah 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 that's what All it right. is two people yeah in a in a class where they resolve their deep-seated trauma Oh, shit. In confronting the shadow, in confronting yeah, the shadow, and, <laughs> and then they go over to rhythm metrics and start like getting into rhythm with each other on yeah, the drums. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they and just then they, you know they look, they're just looking at each other while they're hitting the drums, and they're just staring at each other, and then that's that's it. Just love it first. No, no, there's so much more. Beat. Then they like you know they go up to Hammock Village to for like the late night fire spinning show and they find out yeah. they're in the hammocks right next to each other. Oh yeah. shit. See? And See? then they take a late they, like, they, like, walk. They like go to adjust go the, the hammock river. and their hands touch. Yeah. <laughs> See? And they're I'm in the cafeteria you. and their hands like, reach for the same But fork. we need some drama. Like one of them lives in Alaska and the other one lives in like 
Florida. Texas. So it's so Florida. it's Florida. Deb. Florida. There you go. So it's Deb and Melanie. Well, <laughs> Deb and Melanie. <laughs> this, is, this is the love story of Deb and Melanie. <laughs> I like it. See Hallmark movie. So if you work there for Hallmark in any any way, shape, or form, it <laughs> doesn't matter what side of Hallmark you're working on. Yeah. We Probably have ideas. Makes sense to a bunch of people. No, <laughs> not no, at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the people. All right, I need to focus. Let's you start. To, you start with the beginning. Why don't you start? Why don't you tell us about how Anahatas came to be? Okay, I can do Anahatas. that. Anahatas. There you go. All right. So we got to go all the way back to Little Rachel. Little oh, baby. baby. Because there's some things I haven't shared on other podcasts, but you know, here we're gonna share things because it's Aww. it's out. You see what I'm saying? So I have shared though that my aunt's a medium. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's internationally known medium. She has books that she has written. Blahzy blahzy blah. She got me my first deck of cards, which does not have to be a thing, but she just happened to do that. So she's had me in. I've been in it. And then my mom actually put this together. I didn't even put this together. But when I was spending my times growing up in Florida, guess what my first job was? What? What? I was camp counselor. Oh, oh, At a Jewish summer camp. The JCC, Camp Horashemesh, the Camp of Sunshine in nice. Florida. <laughs> in Tarpon Springs. And yeah, my, like... My mom brought that up and was like, go figure, like, your first job, like, you were a camp counselor, and now you're, like, running an adult camp. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you're an actual. Yeah. Also crazy that that was in Tarpon Springs. I feel like we had to have, like, been at the same place at the same time at some point in our childhood in Florida. Because I used to go down to Florida every summer. What? My cousins lived in Tarpon Springs. My grandma lived in Clearwater. Then they moved and they were in Newport Ritchie for a little while. Wow. Where did they live in Tarpon Springs or in Clearwater? In Clearwater, my grandma lived. Oh, fuck. I forgot the name of the street. We do this every time. I have it somewhere. I could try to find it. And in Tarpon Springs, they lived in like a development, but I don't remember what it was called. What was it near? It was on a busy road. I don't okay. remember. I was really young. But, and unfortunately, I don't have anybody I could ask that to, but. It's probably all 19. Yeah. Most likely. Was Hold it on. Fox Chase? Oh my god, I think so. That sounds really familiar. Did it have a golf course in there? No. Okay. But there There's is a, a Fox Chase course. up here in Jersey that has a golf course near it. <laughs> that's, but... also a, that's also a hospital, isn't it? Fox Chase? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have there to was... we'll have to circle back. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Okay, so little baby Rachel, little baby Rachel, being a camp counselor, and then you know having an aunt that does all the medium stuff and would have like small retreats, right? So like that's just backstory things in my life. Um, and then I went. There was these festivals that started popping up in the Pine Barrens here in the Dirty Jersey, uh, and I would go to one called Camp Jam. And then everyone's like, you got to go to Beard Fest. Like, you would really like Beard Fest. And I'm like, but Camp Jam, bro. And they're like, yeah, but do both. And I was like, all right, fine. So I go to Beard Fest. And I'm like, this is dope. This is super dope. I want to do something like this. At the time, I had my own shop in Philly. Uh, It was beauty-based because that was really what I did forever. But I was turning it more wellness-based. Like, I had gotten my Reiki certification. And I was starting to have 
people come in and teach classes and stuff like that. And uh, I was just sitting there with someone else and just talking and we're like, let's do this, but flip it because Beard Fest is like all music with like workshops throughout the day, but it's like one workshop that's happening at a time. Um, Like if you miss it, you miss it. And like, it's not like there's people that go, but to put it in comparison, Beard Fest has probably like around four times the amount of people that Anahatas will have. Right. And the class sizes will be the same. Okay. So like people are really there for the music and to party in the woods. Right. Yeah. It's on the water Um, too, Beard Fest, right? There's a lake. Yeah, there's a lake. Um, And it's called Paradise Lakes is the campground. Meet you at paradise. <laughs> but I was just another thing, and this was obviously like coming from a judgy point. Uh, but I was like, you know, I feel like people shouldn't be doing classes and workshops like this, uh, and then go and get in like blasted, hammered, right. shammered. But again, that's really fine. Everyone's on their own journey. But at that time, right. there was judgment there, right? And I was sitting there going like. You shouldn't be doing some kind of energy class and then just like taking all these drugs and stuff. And that's whatever somebody else's that's someone else's vibe. But for me, I was like, I don't want that. Right. I'm gonna flip this flip the switch. I wanna do more classes, a little bit of music, and I I wanna I wanted it no alcohol. Um so I started it actually, I had a partner. And after the second one, we had split ways. They decided that it wasn't really for them. And there was a compromises being made because they did want there to be alcohol and stuff like that. And there was a little bit of, dis- there's some disagreements there. Some disagreements. Um, I love the no alcohol policy because I truly feel like you're right. Like it helps with the the adjustment and the healing and like for things to like really get in and like sink in because without that, like, for example, last year at Anahata's after I did the confronting the shadow class, like I was an absolute mess. If I were to go and get like fucked up after that, it would have just made it 10 times worse and maybe like yep. exacerbated a bad situation. Like yep. this is about like actually facing what you need to face to move forward and heal. Like it's not about yep. masking it. So yeah, I love that. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, I like when I first found out about it, I was a little disappointed. But then after like going there and like experiencing it, it was absolutely. I was also drinking a lot more, but <laughs> then. But yeah. no, it makes a lot of sense. And like you guys just said, the no alcohol policy helps a lot. And I feel like if there was alcohol, I don't think it would be as relaxed and yeah. Well, that was even it was even something that like attendees and facilitators were coming up to me and being like, you can't have the word retreat on here and like have all like substances. And I really didn't want any substances. Right. But I definitely did not want alcohol. Weed doesn't count. Right. I don't I become a paranoid person, so I can't smoke weed, but I don't count weed as a substance like that at all. But like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so. That person backed out and it was kind of, I think what ended up being the thing was the person liked the idea of saying that they ran a wellness retreat, but didn't really want to like do it. Right. right. You know, like you got to also like walk the walk. Take you the steps You can't just be well. like, I throw this uh, and I do this. It's like, no, 
Uh, and it was actually, it was really difficult too, because I have a hard time with delegating and I would just kind of do stuff. I would just do it. I would just do the things. And then, yeah, it was just, it wasn't balanced. It wasn't balanced. Right. But then, well, we, we split ways, but we had already started selling tickets for 2020. So I kept the beer, I kept it as beer and wine. And now we finally have gone the whole no alcohol, but all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. So at beer fest, sit in there. Okay. Let's do, let's do this, but let's flip it. Let's flip the switch. Uh, our first one got home within a week. I would come up with the name I'd found the place and I created the website nice. and the tickets and the pricing. It was like just a fucking download. Yeah. Like the universe was like here. Uh, and we've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. It was really crazy. Colleen on her podcast, Soul Magic, Soul Magic podcast. Shout out to Colleen. Mm-hmm. She teaches all the tarot classes. She was asking me about the purpose and she was like, how did you come up with the name? So uh, I told her, you guys know my extensive collection of Oracle and tarot decks that I have. And that's like mm-hmm. my thing. Yes. I like threw them all on the ground. <laughs> and I was just going through cards and picking cards. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like it must have looked absolutely insane. Cause I'm just sitting there with like cards all around me. And um, I'm pretty sure it was one of this, the cards that said by purpose from the deck that my aunt got me years ago. Right. So she get, got me that when I was like 15, my first deck. And then I had like a chakra deck which was Anahata's. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, and like flipped them over and was like, that's it. That's the name. That's the name. Right. Perfect. I found the place by going on Airbnb. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. They do Um, that kind of stuff? No. Well, they have. (laughs) So when you search, you can search 18 plus people. So Mm -hmm. I just searched for like 18 plus people. And I reached out to this one place and they, you know, actually had like 45 beds and then a couple cabins cool and they were like in a, in a cryptid way in the message they were like here call me and they like put some were the actual numbers and some were words so i guess airbnb wouldn't pick up on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah um, that's funny yeah so we went and met them and they were fantastic the place was fantastic i missed I missed that campground. I'm going to try to get back there for the mini retreats from now on. Cool. Yeah. So we were there for all but last year, but it got to a point where the grounds couldn't hold how many people we had. Like they didn't have enough bathrooms really is what it was. Positive problem. It was a positive problem, but it does, it hurts my heart because so many people have not seen that, that property and it makes me really sad (laughs) because that property I love I love Camp Anaba. Don't get me wrong, but Camp Oak Hill, like it just—it was the start of it all. Plus, yeah. you know but, the land and all of that stuff. I mean, the land—it's on a serpentine quartz veil. You can just find serpentine and quartz crystals all over. Oh, There's that's like cool. huge chunks of quartz that are like coming out of the ground. That's crazy. Yeah, where is it? It's in Nottingham, Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it's my, it's my favorite. I love them. I love that whole family. They're so great. And they have a freshwater spring pool there. So it's like super cold. But if you think Ooh. about it, the grounds of the fucking Serpentine Quartz Vale. So you're getting yeah. all of that. Yeah. That place. Don't get me wrong. I love me my Campanaba. Campanaba is also like four times like bigger. Yeah. Than, yeah. 
Campo Kill. But yeah, so then I was like, all right, we got to find a new location then. Uh, and it was funny, too, because I had to call them, like, both the owner and I were, like, had his call scheduled. And I knew that, like, it, the grounds weren't going to support the size, and he knew, too. So we were on this call, and it was like, I said it first, and he was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't know how to say this. And, and, and oh I was like, God. okay, I'm like, I'm glad that we're, like, on the same page, because I don't know what to do. But yeah, so then I just started looking up campgrounds, and campgrounds? Campgrounds are crazy. Yeah. They are so expensive. Mm. So I searched around, like, to rent out the entire campground. Like, one that's, like, right. like yeah. Yeah. They get you with, like, food. Mm-hmm. That's really the main thing. So having John, having someone who owns a restaurant, who is a chef, I yeah, I found a campground that would let me rent out everything and the kitchen. We're actually the only people they've ever rented the kitchen to. Wow. Wow. They've had the property for, like, hundred years they've never rented out the kitchen wow wow that's crazy wow well thank goodness that wow. they do because john's food is just yeah. it's heaven sent so yeah. Good. yeah 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 and that's you know we're very big on like leave it nicer than we we found it and they you know they keep that place tip-top shape yeah so yeah and then i guess it's just evolved and evolved and evolved over the years was that a good description of how this went down i don't even know <laughs> Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's and now we're here, 2022. And like a month away. And my eyes are just going to constantly be in a state of watering. (laughs) So this is year four? Year year four? This is year four. It was 2018 was the first one. But we did one in November. So it was a four-month turnover from the idea to it being the first one. We did it in four months. It was only like 40 people. Okay. So it was small. Still, that's a decent uh, amount, though. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. There was a lot of friends supporting us, and it was really great. Yeah, it was really it was really great. And then, so we did November, and then the next one was July. So it wasn't okay. even a full year after that one. Right. And then the next one was September, but that was like the 2020, and then we just had the one last year. But we had okay. the mini retreat this year. So it's the fifth one. This will be the fifth one that's happened, but. Right. Yeah. Technically, it's the fourth big big one nice are you planning any other mini are you planning to do more mini retreats you think i will um i've reached out to the campground the one i was just talking about right uh, i have i have all the plans but i don't share all of them okay i was just curious <laughs> we can cut that out i was just i was just being nosy no no it's totally fine to keep that in i'm not gonna tell the things i'm not gonna tell right just keep them in her back pocket yeah ideas pocket. are most vulnerable in their infancy also, it's hard to, uh, you know, you got to create with the universe. Sometimes things don't go as planned. That's true. I so feel it's, that. It's good I feel to that hard. Have goals, but like have them loosely because sometimes it changes. Mm-hmm. Expectations are hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. Hey, Rachel. Yeah. You dropped your pocket. I did not drop my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to say it closer to when we were talking about pockets. I know. But... I remember. But that was just really weird timing, Teresa. I like it. I like the weird timing. Chaos. Bring you it. said something I'm... that made me think of it, but then you guys were talking and I just, I needed to say it. I wasn't going to be able to move on if I didn't say it. That's amazing. 
Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else uh, do you guys want? I'm having such a hard time talking. About, I don't know why. I think it's just because my eyes want to tear. So why don't you tell us about this year? Yeah. Or whatever you want to tell us about. Go ahead. Well, what's cool is it had like the idea started at Beard Fest and now one of the three executive producers of Beard Fest partners with me and he does the music. Nice. Nice. So he yeah. like runs that and handles all that. So it's just kind of cool how the universe works out that way. And like at that time, like I knew Jeremy, but I didn't like know him that well. So just cool how that um, has unfolded. The other person who uh, partners with us, Jess, her and I, so I went to Beard Fest the first year and then the second year I was like, okay, I want to be a part of this because if I'm going to like be conceptualizing my own version, like I want to be working with these people. Like I need to be making, building a community with these people. So Robin Mello is the woman who uh, runs the workshops for Beard Fest and she will actually be coming and teaching classes this year which is really really cool cool. Uh, she's a teacher the first one um, but she's coming this year to teach but jess and i were robin's assistants to the workshops and now jess yeah runs all the volunteers and jeremy runs the music so it's kind of cool how it's become like this off branch Right. of our community so it's like they overlap a little it is different communities but there are a lot of like overlappings now which right. is really neat um because you know the podcast community that we have here is completely separate from that community yeah right. we have 35 different states coming wow yeah yeah that's yeah. exciting it's super exciting and we have someone from canada coming we're officially oh, international that's awesome. that's awesome is that the first time yeah, they were going to come. Well, there was somebody that was going to come last year. We might have two people coming from Canada this year. There was someone who purchased their tickets last year, but then, you know, the Panini happened. Mm-hmm. Or in 2020, and then the Panini happened, right. and we just kept pushing it back. Right. But I don't know. I think that, that, yeah, I think that that's a thing. And it's just, it's cool. It's fucking cool. It's cool how it's evolved. It's wild out in these streets. <laughs> and it's just crazy it's a crazy thing to be there and like seeing it all happen yeah yeah in my like from my perspective have you ever looked up the birth chart of anahata's purpose uh i have not i don't really know when i should do that we can do that if you know the date i wouldn't have the time and i can only like guesstimate the day Okay. But it would be so, over a weekend. Probably that's Saturday. Let me see. Let's let's go back in time, time, time. <laughs> I have the echo. You want me to do the echo? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, do it, do it. No. <laughs> so it would probably it would be the day before my thirtieth birthday. Okay. So it was June sixteenth, twenty eighteen. So it's a Gemini. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And where were you? In the Pine Barrens. Should I just put the Pine Barrens? (laughs) (laughs) The Pine Barrens, New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, the Pine Barrens, New Jersey. I I put like Wharton State Park. Okay. And I'm just gonna just gonna do noon. Or we could do a different time if you have a different time, you think. Probably a little later than noon. 
probably like after dinner time. I know we were like chilling or I don't know. Maybe it was around dinner time. Okay. We were just hanging out around the, the campsite. But I remember it like being daytime. But yeah. So like 647? Sure. That's nice. probably too late. No, that's fine. That's probably 647. Fine. I like it. I don't know why. Let me see. Or I could do 555. 555. Absolutely. I mean, but isn't that kind of faking it though? I mean, the only thing that it's really going to mess rising. with is the rising right. sign. I'm going to see if I can figure out when I started the website. Okay. So the chart of Anahata's purpose. So we'll start out with the sun, moon, and rising sign. So uh, Anahata's purpose is a Gemini sun. Just like me. A Leo moon. Just oh. like me. Oh. And a Scorpio rising. Okay. Ooh, right. I like that a lot, especially because your midheaven is in Scorpio, Rachel. Mm. So I feel really? like with your midheaven being in Scorpio and like with the retreat being a Scorpio rising, I feel like that just matches up a lot. Also, don't you have a, uh, is your Jupiter also in Scorpio, Rachel, or is it Taurus? Taurus. Taurus. Okay. Can you refresh my brain on midheaven? So the Midheaven is the highest point in the chart. It's the MC uh, is what it'll say on a birth chart. And that's kind of like the mark that you're going to leave on the world, your legacy, things of that nature. So the fact that it's the rising sign, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. And kind of blows my bird just like this much. Okay. Just a little bit. This much. <laughs> okay. Slightly. So now moving into the other placements, you have a Cancer Mercury, which I feel like That's makes fitting. sense. Yes, Aww, very much. Me too. And a Leo <laughs> Venus. So okay, also like you, Tabitha, as well. <laughs> um, and Aquarius Mars, which I also think makes a lot of sense because Aquarius is very much like the humanitarian, the community-based person and with mars being like the planet of action and done. like the warrior planet and like all of that stuff it's kind of oh. like i whenever i think of aquarius i just think of out of this world like rebellious things that would like would be that kind of way and i feel like the way that you do things with anahatas is a lot different than somebody way that somebody else might do it yeah. so with having the aquarius mars it just shows that unique type of work ethic and that unique work that goes into it and then we have a Jupiter in Scorpio, but it's in the 12th house. So I feel like because it's in like the house of the subconscious, like the expansion that comes from it may be a little bit slower and maybe a little bit deeper. But at the same time, like it's it's it also applies a ton of passion to that expansion as well. So it's just going to take some growing. And like, obviously, that's exactly what it's doing, starting from yeah. 40 people to now almost, I mean, potentially selling out this year depending on how the rest of the ticket sales go i think that that's pretty yeah. amazing yeah and then we have the uranus in taurus neptune is in pisces which i think is super cute also <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh you have your pluto in capricorn uh so it is it is a gen zer your your Anahata's purpose <laughs> belongs <Yeah>. to Gently. <laughs> and the North Node is in Leo. 
which I feel like also makes a lot of sense too, because it comes from all of this. So that means the South Node is in Aquarius. So all of the things that the purpose has already learned is this community atmosphere, is the rebelliousness, is all of that uniqueness. But what it's in what it is going to turn into is a thing of self-confidence and uh, passion and like brightness, like all Leo qualities is like what it's what its destiny is. So I think that that also makes a lot of sense. And then lastly, the midheaven for Anahata's purpose is Virgo. Uh, So I feel like that also makes sense because Virgo is very much the healer of the Zodiac. So with the MC being there, I feel like it shows how much hard work that you put into things and how organized it is and how like put together it is in certain ways, but it can also be organized chaos, like anything that big that you're planning is, you know? It is definitely organized chaos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like that's so perfect. How do you feel? It's crazy. It kind of actually, it just, that just made me feel like a lot better about all of the things. Can you send that to me? Just send me a screenshot. I'm going to put it out here at my desk. Hang on your wall. Yeah. So you can stare at it. Absolutely. Yeah. I do love that it has the same sun and moon sign as me though. I love that too. And and that the whole crazy, rising yeah. midheaven thing is just I love it. Yeah, what a that interesting how it ties together. Pretty cool. All right, I just sent it. Yeah, what would happen if you changed it to the time that you first said? Six forty seven. Yeah, what Let's does the see. rising end up being? It would probably end up being Sagittarius in that case, but let's see. But it's not too fur- like much further from the original time. It's only 47 minutes, but that that can- doesn't really mean anything. Are there set times throughout the day like it'll move from one rising to another? It's two how how many how long is it? Is it 2 hours? It's 2 hours, right? It's about 2 hours, sometimes a little bit more. I don't think there's a set okay. time. I, I just didn't it's... know if it was like, you know, at at 10 it's fucking Not to my knowledge. Not that yeah, I've found okay. in my studies thus far. Okay. Just <laughs> curious. I just happened to. That's a great question. I'm a nosy bitch. Yes. The only thing that would change is that it would be a Sagittarius rising. But I also feel like a Sagittarius rising could work for it too. Uh, because but literally, like if it's the conversation started that day and went into the night, like the next yeah. hour is Capricorn and then it's my big three. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> exactly (laughs) like the conversation started i mean the name wasn't made then it was just the idea was starting that evening yeah so we could even just call it your big three i mean yeah seriously might as well my big three well shit i'm I'm blown away blown away yeah that's kind of cool that is pretty cool rachel Rachel, I have a question, Rachel. Yeah. What are you most excited for about Anahata's Purpose this year, 2022? I think I'm probably most excited about the fact that it's probably going to sell out. Yeah. That's just wild. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited because I feel like there's a lot of people that have wanted to come over the past two years, but haven't because of the panini. And now they get to show up and be there. And that excites me. I feel like that's amazing. And because of that, it really is going to be like a party. 
<laughs> it's going to be a big yeah. party. It's going to be, be so big. many reunions and new meetings. It's a trauma and... party. Exactly. <laughs> it's a trauma party. <laughs> sexy trauma party. Yeah. It's just the only way I said se- the only reason I said sexy was because of your little, My little, your little wiggle. I liked it. <laughs> The sexy trauma party. Wow. We're clearing trauma. Get in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. That's really cool. So how how do you feel? Like that's amazing that it's it's most likely gonna sell out. That's big. Big news. Yeah, it makes first heard here, folks. Mm, It makes my butt tight. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go get your tickets before they sell out. Well, this is going to be out in like a minute, right? August 11th. Next week. Yeah. So when this comes out, it'll be less than a month. Yeah. That'll yeah. be the last day that we're there. September yeah. 11th. Yeah. That already makes me sad. Hopefully. <laughs> we're not even there yet. You're already sad. I don't believe yet. Yeah. Well, when I was like playing around with my schedule, I was like... I don't even want to look at Sunday. I don't want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm upset with it. Yeah. I am super happy that the schedule is done and knock on wood, like done. I think it's done. Like I think yeah. it's done. Like the only thing that'll be if if like a facilitator can't make it for some reason. Yeah. Like other than that. Ready done. to rock and roll. Yeah. And is this the first time you've gotten it done so early? Yeah. Nice. What I would do is I would do it early and then I would just, I would post it. And then like people would be like, I need to change this. I need to change that. But I would like make it into this, like a Canva image. So I have to go back in and redo this Canva image. And it was just like the bane of my existence. So that's why it's a Google Doc now. Because I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Honestly, that. It doesn't matter. it looks great. It yeah, looks great. I love the color coat things. Yeah, no, it looks great, and I feel like it's really easy to read and very like understand, like understandable. Like it's perfect. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I absolutely agree too. And that way, like people can check, like when they're going on the way to the class or whatever. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go make sure. Like, you know, you can live update yeah. it. Yep. Because that was that was I really enjoyed that last year, like double checking to make sure. Yeah. Cool. That the class was still like where it was. So. Yeah. This is the one time that we're going to choose function over fashion. Yes. <laughs> one time. That's it. That's all you get is one time. Yeah. There is too much Leo among us. Yes. That's why sure. it had to be color coded still. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you got to make it fancy somehow. But somehow. I mean, I did put in that event retreat planner that I made. Which was really, really cool. I like yes. that a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm glad. Okay, cool. Because yeah. that was like on a whim. I was like, I'm just going to do this. It's cute. All right. Yeah. Well, I haven't yeah, that was- messed around with that yet, but I'm going to. Okay. That's cool. I got my whole schedule planned. I'm ready. Coco and I took some extra time at the end after after our interview to go over what we were gonna, what our schedules were gonna be. Nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of similar similar class similar classes. Cool. Which means that we'll probably have a lot mm-hmm. of similar classes because I think, cause I think Coco I'm- and I planned together. Right. I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the whole thing uncomfortable, and I'm gonna do inner child movement. It's so fun. 
It's I'm... so fun. It's really not as scary as you're thinking it is. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it's good. not. It, it's but... a lot of fun. The only yeah. thing that might be uncomfortable is like at some points, like he'll make you like go back to back with a stranger or like hold a stranger's hand, like stuff like that. Oh, uh, that doesn't bother me. I don't, yeah, I no. don't, that doesn't bother me too much. The inner child movement classes, it's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. And it's, it's okay. not that it's not as scary as you think it is. Okay. Cause I was picturing something completely different. So no, it's literally like, let's dance around like children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and have a have a blast, but also like people cry. Yeah, okay. I cried, but people cry like yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if we can use that. We as... should see. Hold on, hold on. I sent you that bumper sticker. Did I just send that to you? Sent it to me. I just sent it to you. Oh my god, I gotta show you this bumper sticker. Hold on. I thought about purchasing it for Teresa. <laughs> hold on. This lady has the best bumper stickers, I swear to I, God. I looked through her website the other day. It's amazing. <laughs> Honk if you're crying right now. That's, that's perfect. Uh, so what were you going to say about the inner child movement class, Rachel, about Jacob? So Jacob's a part of the dance Philly Medicine, like the ecstatic dance group. And he just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but he cracks me up. He's great. He, He's so funny because he just has this total like SoCal surfer dude vibe, but he's like really deep. But he talks to yeah. you like, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, he reminds he, like, me make- of Bam Bam from the Flintstones. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. He's a very nice guy though and like him and his uh partner that he had with him last year I think his name was Nick. He was amazing yeah. too. They yeah. were both and they had the mm-hmm. gong. It was really really cool. Yeah. It was a okay. great way to start. It was a great way to start uh the retreat for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jumping right into all the shadow shit. So, I figure I'm going to go I'm going to be uncomfortable this year. Nice. I like have a lot of classes I really want to do this year, and I'm really sad about it. Which can ones? you do some of them? I did one last year, two. I did the Hermetic Kabbalah one, which I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do the other one of Joe's class because Joe is just like I don't know life goals for me. And I did the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we did the Bean Meetup where I cried, and then I had to get called away because right situation i had to handle mm. yeah i love the medic that you had last year you're having the same medic this year. yeah 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 he's great med and security together fun fact they're brother and sister other fun fact kevin that's the security med guy's name has a fan page from peach fest if you guys have ever heard of peach fest um because he is a med there or security or something but he's known as like the dancing security guy. Nice. And <laughs> That's funny. You have to look and see him dance because he is, okay. he likes to dance. We'll just say that. I think I saw like, him and I think uh-huh. that's why I'm like, I, I I really like took a liking to him. I never even met him, didn't mm-hmm. need him, knock on wood for anything last year. But like, I just right. remember his presence was really like welcoming and warm and inviting, you know, like Amazing. if something yeah. would have happened, I would have felt safe going to him, you know? He saved somebody's life with a tampon. He now will not not have a tampon on him because he literally wow. saved someone's life 
with a tampon oh, on the shit. side of a mountain. I won't get graphic, but they hurt themselves and he mm. plugged it up. Yep. Plugged it up uh, and yeah, literally saved his life. Like well, if he didn't do that, the guy would have been dead. The real well, it makes sense because it opens up and it puts pressure on whatever is bleeding. Uh-huh. Like that's why a lot of people use it for a bloody nose is because like it'll. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. That all yeah. you need is a tampon. So also, if you just need a tampon, you can just go to him. He'll have them. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah. Yeah. So for the number of tickets that you're selling this year. Like, if you sell out, is that the maximum number of people you can have at the event? Or that you want to have? Yeah. Uh, not including day passes. Right. Okay. And we might get to a point where we could add some other... Ca- like, if somebody shows up, like, we're going to try to make it work. <laughs> right. Um, but we can't promise anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be like, we got this one... We got this bed in this room that you could... Like, we don't have camping available. Camping right. is like gonna go quick yep i so prefer camping i love i i uh did not camp last year and i'm a little nervous about camping for the extended amount of time that i'm going to be camping Mm -mm. don't be don't be last year was my first time like can't tent camping i almost said that backwards um uh i like to camp tent uh, yeah, camp, camp, camp. <laughs> I love a good camp tent. But yeah, last year was like our my first time like tent camping as a, an adult by myself, and I was really, really, really nervous. And I haven't camped in a tent since I was a kid. But honestly, I so preferred it. Nice. I low key want to set up my tent. Like I want to. Mm-hmm. You can but... have the option. Set it up outside of where you're staying. <laughs> well, I think my my friend's gonna use my tent instead because she's driving in and won't have space in her car so that's nice what a kind soul oh oh i'm so nice (laughs) you're so nice i'm like really nice you know (laughs) you're like you're like the nicest like the nicest it's like so So. nice why'd you go fuck yourself okay DJ, go fuck yourself. Oh my god. So, what are you hoping? What do you, What do you want to be different this year compared to past years? Aside from selling out, um, if there is anything, I hope the music goes really well. Yeah. I mean, I know the music did go good, but I know there was the one first day that it wasn't like as much. And I really, you know, I feel like the music is really an important part to all of it. Definitely. And I know that. A lot of the beans are going to end up all being beans together. <laughs> and I really want them to like branch out and meet these people uh, because I can just see how everyone is going to compliment each other so well. Uh, and that's like how we build big communities is by merging yeah. similar ones that are very close to each other, you know? Absolutely. I met a lot of great people last year that weren't beans that I yeah, still too. keep in touch with from time to time. You know, there's cool. really great. There's ever, yeah, all the communities that come together are just really great. And you're right. We do vibe really well together. I feel yeah. like because we're all there for the col- uh, common purpose, you know, yes. yeah. and, and Anna's purpose. purpose, the purpose, 
the porpoise. We're all there for the dolphins. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Save the no, dolphins. I really, I really liked. Um, oh God, I can't remember her name. But uh, the henna, the girl that was doing henna. Oh, she's not going to be there this year. I know. I love her. Florida with the porpoises. Ugh. Nice. But she was. She was, she was great though. Yeah, Elise. I think it was Elise. Yes, Elise. it was Elise. Yeah, she, she was, was amazing. Yeah, and she was super camped cool. like right behind us, and she would just like hang out with Sabrina and I. It was amazing. I loved her. Yeah, she was super cool. She is super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was super sweet. Yeah. I'm really sad that she won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anything else you want to add to that uh, answer, Rachel? About things you want to be different? Are you ready for another question? I'm ready for another question. What kind of growth do you think you will get from this year's, or are you looking to get from this year's Anahata's Purpose for you personally? I feel like for me, my growth happens after. Okay. Okay. Of course, I'm like learning things and I'm in it, but like I'm not, it's like all, the off time is when I'm going through all of my shit. Right. I'm gonna, I'm, right. When I'm at the porpoise, I'm just like porpoising, you know? <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> Just running around making crazy dolphin noises. <laughs> if you don't run around and make crazy dolphin noises the whole time, I'm going to be so mad at you. All right, fine. Jeez, okay. I'll make a purpose noise. Crazy dolphin noises. We'll do it at the podcast. We'll do it at the live podcast. Nice. Um, Sounds good. That, that's just what we're doing. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, we're doing a live podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, yeah. Um, but that's actually super exciting for me. Because I have not gotten a chance to teach a class at the purpose since 2019. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been able to like, other than the opening closing circles and then just holding space for people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, things definitely happen to me during, but I don't really know. I don't really have like an expectation of what I want to get out of it. I just right. know that it has so profoundly changed my life. I am such a different person. I am such a different person from yeah. the first one till now that I would just trust it and just let it do its thing. Nice. I'm just like, hey, universe, fuck me up, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here yeah. to get fucked up emotionally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going. That's where I'm good. That's what I'm doing this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck me up, fam. Fuck me up, fam. <laughs> cool. Well, that definitely makes sense because you're probably just so like on and focused during the event that like you don't really have time. It's like a wedding. Yeah. Like it just goes by in like the blink of an eye. It's a four day wedding with 400 people. Yeah. (laughs) That I have to keep entertained at all times. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But also understand that they will keep themselves entertained, but also worry about making sure that everyone is entertained. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was is. nice to also have the downtime with nothing to do in between, like the emotionally, yeah, you know, crazy yeah. classes. Well, yeah, that's definitely a thing. But like, there's the whole thing with the music too. I know I've mentioned this book to you guys a million fucking times. I don't know how many times I've mentioned it on here though. But the body keeps the score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal book. First two portions of the book is all about like trauma and the different kinds of trauma. And then the last part is about like how movement and there's like different, how to basically release that trauma from your body. And like, that's a whole other aspect of the music. 
Yeah. Like you're doing these things during the day, heavy things. Like you're having heavy fucking conversations with other people or yourself. And you got to fucking shake that shit out. Like literally. Literally shake that shit out of your body. Well, I'm excited to uh, to do more of the music this year. I went to Kufnatz's performance last year, and I was there mm-hmm. for, I believe, Thursday after the opening circle. I hung out by the music for a while. But I even like, because like where we were in Sky Hill, we could even hear the music perfectly from there. So like yeah. I was still able to enjoy it, even though we weren't down there dancing. But I definitely do want to... Uh, do some dancing yeah, this year. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get down there and wiggle. Wiggle. wiggle Especially the, the days that you do heavy classes. Yeah. Even Saturday is like gonna be 30 minutes. You know? Shake yeah. it out. Yeah. And and Saturday night's mum's the word and Kufnots and Christina Lee. So like Saturday night and then Friday night's the ecstatic dance. But there's also the Cheddar Boys Friday mm-hmm. before ecstatic dance. So bluegrass music. You can all I love that. Yeah, I'm here for the bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love bluegrass. Same. Cool. I didn't used to. I do like it. I do like. I love. I love music. Mm-hmm. Bluegrass. Yep. It's just the instruments are so great. Was that an orb? Did you just see that? No, I didn't. There's an orb. There's definitely some sort of orb or like dusty thing that just flew past your stairs. You lie. <laughs> I don't trust you and your goddamn green headphones. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to trust me. There's an orb. <laughs> Then my headphones are green, and they've always been green. <laughs> I have questions. I'm ready. I have answers. Hit me. With your best Get shot. Get your face away from that microphone right now, Tabitha. No. <laughs> With no. lying headphones. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so, like, what was your first imp- What did you think Anahatas was going to be? And how did it differ from what it actually was for you? So I went there with the intention of just wanting to meet Charlie and Macy, honestly. Like I knew that there were going to be some really cool classes and I knew that there was going to be music. So I had intentions of like taking a few classes, listening to music and just kind of just being there. I'd never been to a wellness retreat before, so I really didn't know what to expect. And what I was met with was completely different and more than I could have asked for. Um, The first thing I did when I was there last year was the inner child movement class, which we were talking about earlier. And I feel like if I didn't open my weekend with that, I would have had a completely different experience because it really just opened me up and allowed me to be vulnerable and have fun and just be myself in a safe space where everybody else was opening up their hearts too. Right. So I really loved that. I loved just being outside like pretty much the entire time other than like for the couple of classes that were inside Bethany or to eat lunch, which you could have ate outside if you wanted to. And uh, honestly, just overall, it was an amazing experience from being in the cabins and just spending time with people to taking these really deep classes to, like I said, just being outside in nature. It was more than I could have ever asked for. I went in really not expecting much other than to meet two people from a podcast that I like. And I left with a family, honestly. I mean, yeah. I talk to you guys more than I talk to my own family. So, Same. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. 
So you you were literally just coming to be a fangirl. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I was. <laughs> and I was a fangirl. When I met Charlie for the first time, I was like, <laughs> I turned to my friend Danielle that was with me. She's not a bean. She just, she's a, a yoga teacher. She's a Reiki master. She's very into wellness and healing and all of that stuff. So she went mm-hmm. for that aspect. And I did go for that aspect as well. But when I saw Charlie, I was like, <gasps> it's charlie she was like teresa they're people i'm like i know but it's charlie like i listen to her every wednesday (laughs) i don't get it um and uh i was wearing my uh sun earrings and charlie was like "Ooh, i really love your earrings and i was like oh thank you you know the leo (laughs) (laughs) two leos meet (laughs) yeah that's awesome I I don't know I wasn't really expecting anything crazy like I guess I wasn't sure what to expect I mean like I wasn't I was expecting it to be a lot more uncomfortable I was expecting to feel a lot more uncomfortable than what I did because I'm not I don't know like you know we were still kind of in the pandemic and like you know I hadn't seen people hadn't spoken to people like in person for a long time and you know it was just like it was you know it's that awkward feeling of like getting back out into society (laughs) but it wasn't I was not expecting it to be as comfortable and as welcoming as it was if that makes sense yeah we got the DMV beat yeah absolutely you beat the (laughs) shit out of the DMV (laughs) don't get me wrong those people are nice (laughs) (laughs) but are they as nice as Rachel because Rachel is so nice nice. oh my god this is gonna be a thing now (laughs) <laughs> are they every time we're like, oh, that person's so nice are they as nice as Rachel <laughs> every, time. every time no <laughs> no but yeah no I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting everybody to just kind of welcome with open arms because like I I met obviously I met a lot of beans you know we all connected in the, after that on Marco but like a lot of the people I wasn't even paying attention to the bracelets like I wasn't looking like oh you're a bean like I was I was just kind of yeah, I don't know. I was a lot more comfortable talking to people than I thought I would. And I think that was because of the environment. I was also not expecting to leave the grounds and just like a brick wall. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That was, and I know like Macy, Charlie, and Kim and Lyra were all in the car with me and we were all like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was, and I was driving and I was like, what is happening? right we are leaving the this portal yeah this no that's insane. literally what it felt like it, it, was, it felt yeah, like that i was not expecting to be like i don't it wasn't even like it was exhaustion like i was tired but it was just like okay we're back in pennsylvania now like it was, yeah. it was yeah. weird i was not expecting that i always personally love that people say that and i'm gonna <laughs> tell you why <laughs> oh god because I am always the first person on the grounds, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. at the old location. And I spend like a solid hour setting intentions and barriering up the whole place, like right in my mind and like doing that. So nice. I always love it when people are like, it's a portal. Like, it's just like, you just go I, into a completely different yeah. dimension and then you leave. Like for me, that just makes me happy. And again, that's just like a, like, a thing but i also um there's like there's some magic stuff that i've done there down by the water specifically and i just i feel like if there's any 
magic things I've ever done that have really fucking worked, it's those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally believe that because when we were there, it felt like we were like time was moving so slow, but also too fast at the same time. Like the days were extremely long. Every right. day was so long, but also it felt like the weekend just went by in like the blink of an eye. So yeah, right. I just, I love that. And when we left, I literally was like looking around, Danielle was driving and I was in the passenger seat and I was like, where are we? Yeah. How did we get here? What just yeah. happened to me? Well, and I took, yeah, I took ahead, off sorry. of work. Like, that's okay. I took off of work two days after Anahata this year. Cause Good. last year I didn't take off of work at all. And that was the worst mistake yeah. I've ever made in my entire life. Right. Yeah. Maybe I should send an email out about that today. You might want to yeah. uh, take an extra day or two off work. So well, yeah. Cause recover. I think also somebody, I forget who it was, but someone was saying that like, I should tell people like, don't make any crazy life decisions like two weeks after the event. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was like, we, I mean, there's definitely people that have left the purpose and then like have changed crazy things about them, which also it's like up to them, like right. living their best life and doing whatever they needed to do. But I guess it's just kind of like, you know, when you break up with somebody and then you change your hair and then you regret it, like, just think about it. Think yeah. about it. Do you really mm-hmm. want to cut up all your hair and go red? <laughs> yes. Just wait. <laughs> Give it a couple days and see yeah. how you feel. Like that's definitely something that I think I need to probably include more this year is like after mm-hmm. Anahata's care. After care yeah. for Anahata. After care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I yeah, I think that'll cause... be helpful. Cause I didn't ex- I, I just wasn't expecting it, honestly. I yeah. was expecting it to be tired because I was like walking right. around all weekend and like yeah. outside, but like no, the post Anahata's drop is real yeah. <laughs> it is it's like a um, hangover yeah. almost yes but like in the best way yeah <laughs> like it's well i think it's one of those things another person another attendee has brought it up to me in a way of like you know you go to this place and then you realize what life can actually be like yeah like what it could really be like like what humanity and community can really be like yeah. and yes. then you leave and then it's just you know capitalism consumerism politics right all the bunch of people not knowing what to do with their trauma all this shit and it's like damn if people would just like sit down and open up yeah and hold space for each other to do that like this Mm. this could be a thing that we experience all the time yeah yeah and it's bullshit (laughs) yeah indeed it's not yeah it's yeah i don't even have words for me it was really like what made you go like what was your reasoning to go i so i had heard about it on wabob yeah and honestly if it hadn't been i grew up my high school is five seconds up the road my my sister lives like 10 minutes north so it was Mm -hmm. you know for me it was like oh like let's go can't like i i know i know inaba like i I fucking know all that shit you know but i'd never actually been to the grounds but i knew of it yeah because like summer camps and shit they do the summer camps there and um, there's Mm -hmm. a couple other campgrounds in that area but i was looking for more like i wanted to do the wellness part of it when i was going i i i was catching up on waba and it was the 2021 where they ended up like not going because of the panini and i was talking to sabrina and i was just like hey 
do you want to like go do this wellness retreat like it sounds like honestly like a little bit of a getaway we both have kids we both have two kids um yeah. she's got twin boys so <laughs> like <Yeah. Double laughs> we needed a getaway um yeah. but no like you know i was like let's go let's just go check it out you know a bunch of beans are probably going to be there like i mean it'll be it'll be you know a good way to get back into society and um when i i was planning on doing i did i wanted to do more of the um the herbal classes because i was really getting into herbalism at that point in time and i did i did a lot of the herbal classes which were very helpful but but i wasn't really ready for the uh shadow work aspect but no yeah we were just it was more about the healthy like getaway retreat cool thing because it was something like i've heard about other ones and but this one was just like it's home and that was yeah that was kind of what made me go was the fact that it was right down the road (laughs) from where i yeah so and that was a big feeling that i like i stepped out of my car and immediately was just like i'm home Mm -hmm. like i get that feeling every time i drive up 100 and you know there's the trees and stuff and but like i stepped out of the car and it was just like this overwhelming like okay like i am home yeah (laughs) yeah well, it definitely does just carry that vibe in general too. Like um yeah. that you know, where I'm from is very different than that, but just the uh intention that is set for mm-hmm. that place, like it just it feels like home in general. Yeah. To to yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good to know that it's not like just me and it's not just because like that's where, you know. But yeah. I say it all the time, like those mount and I've felt that hard since Anahat is is like I am meant to be in those mountains. Like those the Appalachian Mountains are where I am supposed to be. And I think that's like yeah. It just it Anahat has really hit that home too for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. Are the tears coming? No, no they're not. They're not. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm just making a face. <laughs> I'm just showing you my top thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that kind of went off on a tangent. No, no it was perfect. Good. Yeah, I always uh, well, that was one thing. Like most retreats to me are like intimidating. Like the idea of going to a retreat is extremely intimidating. That was another yeah. aspect of this. Like my my aunt has done like mini retreats, you know, and it's just all about getting to really be able to learn about your intuition and develop your psychic tools your medium tools but she would have like 20 people and it would just be like for the weekend in cape may very cute but that was one of the things that always stopped me from ever going on a retreat was like well there's the whole omega aspect of it that i feel like i've explained a million times where it's just there's some that are just elitist they're too much money it doesn't yeah. it's not right. accessible to everybody so there's that yeah. aspect of anahata's too where it's like okay we're doing this because wellness should be affordable to everybody absolutely and then there's like you know i have my 200 hour yoga teacher training but i do not have your typical yogi body you know Mm -hmm, and a lot of times when you look at some of those those retreats and things just don't look welcoming at all like they just look very you know there's that whole there's that whole saying where it's like you know the person says to the universe like well they don't look like a healer and the universe says well i don't need an actor Right. Yeah. That's like, you know, like there isn't this one look to someone who heals and like heals. It's everybody and it's all these things. And just sometimes when I see 
a retreat and everyone looks cookie cutter, like exactly the same. Like, I'm just like, that's a cult. That's an actual cult. That's a cult. (laughs) That's a a cult. Um, But I know a lot of people that go to these retreats and like, and even run them and they're fantastic people, but it just doesn't, I personally have not been able to feel like, okay, I could go to this place and not feel self like conscious about anything. And like, I needed, like for me, that was like such an important thing with the poipus is to make it be a space where it's like you can go through the photos and like you can find yourself in the photos. Mm-hmm. It it's good be... vibes only versus real vibes only. Real vibes only. Exactly. Right. Like, don't come at me with a good vibes only bullshit. <laughs> oh, I know. I know for you. An hour and a half. <laughs> it's the real vibes only. I'm saying vibe. the other retreats are the good vibes only, where your retreat is the real vibes only. Yeah, is, more, is what I was Thanks. trying to say. Yeah, I think so. But I know they all have their purpose. Just not Anahata's purpose. Just not Anahata's purpose. But just, I just didn't, I didn't see myself in those retreats. Right. And I figured Wonderful. if I didn't see myself there, other people didn't either. Yeah. Teresa. Yes. You're teaching a class this year. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I do like to teach. I've been teaching for a long time. But to I know that not every single person is going to show up at my class, but to have the potential of 400 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> well, you got two. There's two class. We can't fit 400 people in nowhere. Okay, so 200 yet. each class. 200 each class. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that. I'm just saying, like, I, it's a larger scale than what I have taught before. So it's exciting, but it's also a little scary. But I am honored. And I appreciate you, uh, you giving me the space, Rachel. So thank Absolutely. you. You deserve a platform. I'm excited. Wait, wait, I found something. I've been looking for it. Okay. Teresa. Rachel. You wrote me a letter. I did. After coming to the porpoise. I did. <laughs> I did. Can I, re- can I read it? Sure. Of course. <laughs> I have it. Aww. I yeah, still have you- it. Please. Rachel, thank you so much for creating a beautiful healing space that cultivates a feeling of infinite love and community. This weekend has it was better than I ever expected. I am so grateful to you, the staff, and the whole community. Thank you for the most eye-opening perspective changing emotional and fun weekend of my life of Teresa, a fellow being and then you messaged me asking to help i just really wanted to be a part of it and this year now i am helping out stevie and mick at the coffee and crystal wrapping at the main stage on friday and sunday Uh, i'm teaching my own class both on friday and sunday as well and just going to be there in general just to help out with whatever needs helping i'm gonna i think you said that the rest of us are the welcoming committee pretty much where we're the vibe fairies the vibe fit yes i like it (laughs) yes all of the workers are a form of fae so they have some vibe fae like fairies the camping fairies like they'll help you set up camp nice welcoming fae great so we're the vibe fairies as well but yeah so i'm very excited to be teaching my class this year on mercury retrograde but Mm. let's let's get into the the questions i'm ready tabitha hit me hit me with your best shot all right violence all right Teresa. Tell us all about yourself. 
Hello. My name is Teresa Maresa. <laughs> That's my <laughs> stage name. Love my it. stage name. Yeah, Rachel had my, my government name on the schedule. And I messaged her. <laughs> and I was like, can you please change this for me? Please, sir. May I have a name change? <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, my name is Teresa Marisa. I am from Long Island, New York. Now I live up in Westchester. Uh, love it. New Yorker through and through. I have been practicing spirituality in, in, in this form. I've always been sort of religious, uh, in a way I always had a belief of some sorts, but I became who I am in my spiritual self about 10 years ago. And since then I've been a paranormal investigator. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm a psychic. I do card readings. Uh, now I am a budding astrologer. And uh, that is my main focus right now, right here, right now. And you're great at it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Thanks. You're amazing. So good. So good. So (laughs) nice. (laughs) Oh, anyway. So, yeah. So that's me. Uh, I'm excited to be a part. I'm just just excited to be here. Thanks. Mm. Thanks for having. Thanks for having me on our show, guys. (laughs) so welcome thank you so much for coming on because we know you're never here (laughs) (laughs) all right well we don't already know what is your sun moon and rising oh (laughs) oh (laughs) that was a rachel laugh uh i am you do that all the time. <laughs> you totally do. You do. See? See? <laughs> um, We're all slowly morphing into Rachel. Yeah. Facts. So I am a Leo Sun, Aries Moon, Sagittarius Rising. And I'm a party. I'm a party animal. No, I'm not. I'm not a party animal. Baby Hoopa, Jennifer. (laughs) Pooping on the party. I, uh, no, no, I definitely used to be a little spunkier in my younger years, but now I just, I love a good couch nowadays. (laughs) A good couch. Really important to have good couches. Yeah. Well, you know what I really love? Rachel's Yogi Bow. Mm-hmm. That's what I really love. Yeah, yeah, the yogi bows are amazing. Great investment. I should have just bought one of those for the poitus. Yes, I should have just done that. Next time. Next time. You live and you learn. Hindsight you twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the class that you're teaching this year. So I am going to be teaching a Mercury retrograde class, which is perfectly suited because Mercury does go into retrograde on Saturday, September 10th in the sign of Libra. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell that Rachel is super excited about it. I am. That I think is the most stressful thing. (laughs) Is that Mercury going into Gatorade? That it'll be in its shadow, the whole leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And going into the into the retrograde, but it's also great because if anything goes wrong, I can just blame it on Mercury. There you go. Mercury's in the Gatorade. I don't know what to tell you. 
There you go. And I think that uh, just maybe working with the energy of Mercury beforehand, you could uh, maybe make yeah. some pleas. Be like, yeah, excuse me, me sir. Super tight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you are ruled by Mer- well, no, because you're Capricorn, but with your all of your Gemini yeah. placements, you're pretty yeah. much ruled by Mercury. So. Yeah, pretty much Mercury. yeah. <laughs> I communicate a lot, you know. You do, you do, and it's great. We love it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I believe the way that the class is going to go down is we're going to do a little info about what Mercury retrograde is, how this one specifically is going to relate to people. And then I figure I'm going to end it off with just like a little meditation of like integrating Mercury into people's lives and the energy of Mercury retrograde and allowing it to be more of a lesson than it be the inconvenience or the fear that people usually take out of Mercury retrograde. So just just trying to have everybody get along is essentially yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. I like that though. Why can't we be friends? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from that. Like yeah. how to work with it and how to use the retrogrades. Yeah. I feel like, like I was saying, you know, a lot of it's, it's fear based for a lot of people. They mm-hmm. hear that Mercury is going retrograde and now they expect everything in their lives to go wrong. And like, that's the problem. You're expecting yeah. everything to go wrong. Right. Um, right. So right. exactly. So by removing that mentality and making it more of like, okay, what am I learning during this time? What is showing up for me? And why is it showing up that way? is a better way to frame it. And then it's put into more perspective and more learning as opposed to just fear. So I'm just trying to remove the fear from Mercury retrograde for people. I'm here for that. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) I have Hercules in my head for like the past all my life because I love that movie, the Disney version of Hercules. That's a good one. That's what, you know, that's, yes, indeed. That's like at the end of one of their songs. So, yeah. I have a hot take. Hercules has one of the best soundtracks. Oh, yes. Disney. Hell yes. Okay. Not everybody agrees with me. I love Hercules. Wait. Hold on. Holding. What would you like me to hold on to? Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Holding on to my crystal. Is that the lip crystal? No, I still can't find it. Oh, no. Did you look in your car? It's a... Rachel, you were wrong. Fern Gully. I haven't watched that in a while. I don't remember. Yeah, me either. I love her. I, I, yeah. We'll watch it again. We'll report back. Fern Gully. Yeah, but like, have you watched Hercules, Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. A lot. Half my family's (laughs) Greek. That was definitely a movie. That's definitely something that we. That's funny. Remember Leo's. Greek yes. Oh, I remember. I remember. We got from Love I've seen the Hercules. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I can go the distance. Oh. That's what Hercules is all about. Uh-huh. Going mm-hmm. the distance. So <laughs> me and my friends right. were were a little Disney obsessed. So we were Hercules is like one of our main movies that we watch. And like there's a part in the movie where like Danny DeVito's character, Phil Aftides, is like, I need somebody that could go the distance. And like Hercules had just sung that song. So I turned to my <laughs> friends and I was like, Oh my god, I can go the distance. I just sang a song about going the distance. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like something that has like lived on in our friendship forever yeah so. awesome. <laughs> this just spun out of control okay <laughs> what are you hoping that people that the attendees take away from your class this year what are you hoping they walk away with just an a healthy understanding of working with planets in general and that Mercury retrograde, even though can be intimidating at times, it's not as scary as people perceive it to be. Okay. Holler. Very cool. Yeah. Again, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from that for yeah. sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be here all week. <laughs> cool. And all that week. Facts. I will. <laughs> Speaking of facts, nice segue. Tell us a random fact, you know, or a quote. Your favorite quote. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh god. Never mind. Should I take that back? No. I'm excited. So, I'm excited. For the quote, I uh I was gonna say uh realize, realize, realize. Stop it, I'm fucking aim away message is your <laughs> it isn't it isn't <laughs> it was gonna be but i can't seriously just leave you with that that was a joke right it was yeah okay, oh my right. god oh mm. my god yeah fucking aim away message. yep 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 <laughs> There's only one thing that I'm disappointed oh, about that, and it's that you didn't say it like a gangster. Like, realize, realize, realize. Yeah. <laughs> was that more gangster for you? Sure. I like. I thought. I thought the way you said it was good because it was very emo, and that was like the emo. That's true. That's true. Away message. <laughs> but you needed like the little like I can't remember what the squiggly things are called. The fucking With the stars, the, and it had to be the like asterisks, and like yep. it had to be like in and out. Uh, like the up capital and lowercase and fucking. I just want to. I just want to start blasting, brand new, right Nice. Now. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Seventy Definitely times seven. Brand, yep. Okay. Brand new. I have Taking my quote. Back Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just Cambria. saw Taking Back Sunday. Like so a jealous. Weeks I didn't ago. even know they were on tour. And I, yeah. Neil was there, and, I, and she's like, "I never heard of this band before, but they were great." And I was like, <gasps> "They were really good. They were really good." It was. It was them and Third Eye Blind, and <gasps> I I left a little bit early just because I needed to get home, and like I didn't want to fight the traffic. But Third Eye Blind was really good for what I saw, and Taking Back Sunday was amazing. They were really good. I really liked. Like I've seen them probably over ten times at this point. I wasn't amazing. expecting it to hit me as hard as it did, but it was really good. I, I found my quote. Romance is coming to Firefly, Ooh. and that's like right down the road, and I'm really sad about it because I'm not. I'm not going to fucking Firefly. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Isn't it done? I don't think so. I think it's in August. Or I think it's like this month. I thought that or... was always like around our birthday. No. All right. I don't think so. So I found my quote. Okay. Just like the moon, your greatest magic will come in times of darkness when you have no choice but to trust your own power. Oh. I like that. Thank you. I did not come up with it myself. <laughs> Fireflies in September. I was wrong. Okay. That was really that was a really nice quote. 
I like Thank that. You. It was definitely better than the aim away message. <laughs> I just wish I was able to be serious, but I just, it's just, I just, I just don't have it in me. <laughs> I thought you were being serious at first. <laughs> and then Tabitha hit me with the aim away message. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah. I can't tell you. Like, come on, you got to. I'm not the only one that has seen that. Aim away no, no, yeah, like, no. I definitely, I have definitely had that aim away. But I just feel like my whole, yeah. my whole life was just shook, and I just <laughs> didn't know what to do. And I was like, Wait, is, she, is this really the fucking quote she's pulling out of her ass right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought I liked Teresa. Now I don't. Know. <laughs> we hang up, and Rachel's like, "Hey guys, uh, I just I, I have to talk yeah, to you." I don't it's gonna be one, be one Leo, one Gemini. I can't do this. Really <laughs> shit. What happened was realize, realize, realize. You know. <laughs> oh my oh. god! Oh, it hurts. It hurts. It's so it's too because you can't even say it like fast. You got to be like realize real eyes real lies <laughs> yes <laughs> i cannot i cannot with that fucking away message oh, i just well me up for the rest of the day thank you you're welcome yes indeed um <laughs> so my shameless plug you can find yeah, me at uh two gemini's and a leo on uh instagram on facebook you can find me at uh, lovefromwithin underscore L-I on the Instagrams or just lovefromwithin on uh, the Facebooks. Uh, my website is lovefromwithinli.com. It goes over all the services that I offer. And I think that's it. I think that's where you can find me. You can find me in the streets. <laughs> What's beef? Beef is what you need to get to sleep. Beef is when your mom's not safe up in the streets. And Rachel, do you want to tell the folks where they can uh, purchase their Anahata's Purpose tickets? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. W. Sorry, this whole episode w. was for naught. W dot a-N-A-H-A-T-A-S-P-U-R-P-O-S-E dot com. I can't. Anahotaspurpose.com. Anahotaspurpose.com. A is an apple. Yeah, N is no, in Nancy. No, 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 no. <laughs> veto. I veto that. No. A. a as in alfalfa. No! <laughs> H as oh. in hail. A. H as in help me. <laughs> uh, you can go on Instagram is Anahata's underscore purpose. And Facebook is Anahata's porpoise. It's really purpose. All one word. <laughs> um, and all of the classes are listed. The schedule is listed. And there are less than 100 tickets left. Probably when this comes out, I'm going to say probably less than like around 60. Yeah. Um, yeah. 60 tickets are left. Get your tickets, folks. Yeah. Get your get your tickets. I actually was able to squeeze some more in there. Nice. So nice. I did add a few more because I was able to merge some people into one spot that like we're purchasing tickets together. So I was able to add a few more, but when they gone, they gone. Mm-hmm. They gone. There's also, there's a surprise. There's a surprise now. Ooh. You know what the surprise is? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. 
people who are listening can now are going to start listening to interviews with the facilitators. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing thing that they're going to get to do now. Yeah. Yeah. We should have probably said that in the beginning. Why? We could just call it like, yeah. Anahata's purpose plus the facilitators or something. We'll put it in like the show notes or something. Plus the percolators. (laughs) <laughs> and a hottest purpose that's and the percolators. Yeah. Perfect. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so now stay tuned for some interviews with Ooh. the facilitators of Anahata's Porpoise. I did the wrong animal. <laughs> you did the wrong animal. <laughs> you did the wrong animal. I did, owl, I did, like morning dove. It's the dinosaur from Jurassic Park that kills oh, new men over right, the shaving right. cream. Oh, mm. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I meant like, to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Enjoy these okay. interviews, folks. Yeah, enjoy them. See you at the Porpoise. See you at the Purpose. Okay, well, for our first guest, we have Dr. Nick Atlas, um, who will be joining us at Anahata's Purpose this year. Uh, Last year, I took a uh, lucid dreaming class and also yoga nidra with Dr. Atlas, and it was an absolutely amazing experience. And I'm just really excited that you're coming back this year. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Teresa. It's an honor to be here. And uh, yeah, I remember... I remember everything about the festival like it was yesterday, and I'm super excited to to get out there again. I, I used to go to a lot of festivals, and now, um, really, since COVID times, it's just you know cho- trying to choose like the few that feel safe and feel like you know making the best possible use of of time and community. So this is it. Awesome. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to hear that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You know, how long have you been practicing? Sure. How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about this before, knowing that we were going to be uh, having this conversation. And like, I just, I'm at a point now where I'm feeling so incredibly blessed and grateful for the opportunities that I've had and where life has led me. Uh, I grew up in New York City, and um, when I was in college, uh, I had some great opportunities to study abroad and really started to open my mind, but it was some experiences with psilocybin that completely changed the course of my life. I mean, I did a 180 after just like a, a real breakthrough experience with magic mushrooms. And this was, I was about 22 years old, and it was the same time that I had started studying yoga and meditation. So I had gotten interested in in meditation a few years earlier, but I'd say it was right about that time that I realized there was just something so much deeper to life that that I hadn't been taught in school. So I started traveling the world and I traveled for about a decade. And I should mention that also a friend of mine had a traumatic brain injury about the same time. And that was also like, you know, fuel for the fire for me, Mm -hmm. kind of a reminder that life is so precious and you know, yeah. I got to gotta take advantage of every day. So I, I traveled for about a decade. Ultimately, my family left New York City and relocated to Western Massachusetts. 
And that became my base, even though I was all over the place going, studying yoga and looking for places to dance uh, all over the world. And ultimately, I went back to graduate school and I studied uh, how we heal through visionary states of consciousness and specifically through lucid dreams, but also through uh, psychedelic states, through memories and, and how we can map our emotions within our body as a means to processing our wounds and alleviating suffering. So I've basically been working on that really since the beginning, you know, about 20 years. Uh, I've learned a ton of different modalities, different approaches to meditation, different styles of yoga, energy healing, things like that. But it was really in graduate school where I started learning about psychotherapy and counseling. And, and that was, it, it put everything together. So there's lots of different practices, breath work practice, yoga nidra being a really important one, deep relaxation. Uh, so they all have kind of melded together at this point. Currently live in Western Massachusetts in the Berkshire Mountains. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really, uh, I, I love it here. Love being in nature. I think everything has led me back to nature. Yeah. And, and this, and the last thing I'll say about this is, um, I've been reflecting about it on a lot, is all the healing modalities, all the practices, everything that I've ever learned has led me to this understanding that the way we heal is by letting life pour through us. And it's, it's just a question of like how much time and space we're giving ourselves to allow the healing energy of the universe, the earth, nature to, to seep through our, our bodies and relax into that experience. Yeah, that's beautiful. I also very much love nature. I grew up on Long Island, but I just moved up to Westchester, New York, and there's mountains right outside of my window. So just waking up to that every day has just completely changed my outlook on life. It's amazing. Yeah, that's special. So I actually, like I said earlier, took your lucid dreaming class last year at Anahatas, and it totally changed the way that I dream. It was amazing. Uh, the wake back to sleep method is a method that I use all the time because I always wake up in the middle of the night. And then whenever I go back to sleep, that's when I have my craziest dreams. And I dream very crazy. So <laughs> it's very interesting to, um, to have learned that and to take the steps in my own healing from those dreams that I have afterwards. So it's very interesting. And I just want to thank you for that. And I'm excited to see, you know, what you're teaching this year. But before we get into that, since we are an astrology podcast, did you happen to look up your sun, moon and rising sign? I did. And I, I already knew it, but I just, I looked up just to make sure I didn't blow it. <laughs> once we got, we got live here. Uh, so my, my sun sign is Aries. I was born nice. on the 4th of April, uh, 1980. And my um, moon sign is Sagittarius, okay. which is also my, my father's sun sign. Interesting. And my uh, ascendant sign is Leo. Wow. I'm actually surprised by that. I would have felt, I thought some like Aquarius uh, in you somewhere because I feel like you're very like out of this world, you know, <laughs> and I get that could be the Sagittarius moon, but I, I was like, this guy's definitely has to be an Aquarius rising, but I find it very interesting that you have the Leo rising. I like that. I'm a Leo sun, Aries moon, Sagittarius rising. So we no have way. very similar placements. Whoa. <laughs> We're both triple fire. Yeah, we're like moving <laughs> into each other. That's great. Yes, that's awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, very cool. So what are you going to be teaching this year at Anahatas? 
That's that's really special. I don't think I've ever met anybody that has the exact same signs in <laughs> in different places like that. That's pretty yeah. pretty serendipitous. Yeah, and you know what? That you're uh, also that you have the triple fire. I feel like it makes you very. That's what like puts you out there to people, you know. But I also feel like you're like super chill. So like because I have the triple fire, and I'm like. Ah! all the time but also I feel like going through everything that you've been through all the meditation all of the the you know all of that kind of stuff probably also chilled you out a little bit as well I mean I think that's probably why I did it (laughs) I I don't remember much about my youth but I know I was a hothead and I know that I like had a lot of energy and didn't know what to do with it and I think that this all this whole healing journey has really been about trying to take that energy and do something constructive with it as opposed to just blowing up. And, um, and my secret of course is water that I, I like, that's probably the biggest reason I live in, in the mountains in Massachusetts is I swim, swimming, getting in cold water as much as possible. Mm, I love connecting to the water too. Definitely Mm -hmm. calms our fire for sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, to answer your question this year, at Anahata's Purpose, I'm going to offer, as far as I know, a couple of different classes. Uh, the first one is the one I'm most excited about is a class called, I, I don't remember if I called it the Circle Songs or the Vocal River. Either way, bas- that sounds ba- awesome. Basically <laughs> the same. And it's a practice in improvisational singing. Nice. Yeah. It's, you know, and I didn't mention this as I was giving my rant about my history, but ultimately, not only nature became, you know, my biggest teacher and influence, but singing and music. And um, I have been so fortunate to sing with some incredible mentors, including Bobby McFerrin, who's just wow. one of the most brilliant musicians on the planet, in my yeah. opinion. And one of his colleagues, a woman named Rhiannon, uh, not the pop star Rhiannon, but uh, Rhiannon, uh, who's based in Hawaii, and doing some trainings with them have just been uh, so cathartic. So it's it's my favorite thing to do, and and basically involves you know getting together in a circle and and creating a kind of musical tapestry with our mouths and our bodies. So for anybody that likes to sing, uh, likes to make stuff up, you know, in the moment, feel like feeling vulnerable, sort of putting yourself on the spot because you don't know what you're going to say, and yeah. so it, it takes a little bit of courage. But it, you just sort of throw yourself into the river, and it's uh, it, the music that comes out is just it's so special in the connection. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I could do that all day. Yeah. And uh, and if you see me at the festival, even if it's not during the class, just we can start singing anytime. I remember last year you were trying to get people to do it, and it was like kind of hard to like wrangle everybody. So I'm glad that you're actually teaching that this year. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah, we this year we're going to hold it down. I believe the other one is going to be a, a workshop on healing through visionary states, uh, looking especially at dreams and psychedelic experience and memories. And we'll do some uh, some conversation about it, you know, some discussion, but also some some experiential practice on what it's like to sit with uh, the body's energies and and particularly you know pent up emotional energy and how we start to release that through the use of of imagery wonderful 
I'm so excited. Um, I also just like really love listening to you talk. You have such a calming voice. Uh, when we did Yoga Nidra last year, it was we were doing it outside. You did it on the main stage and we were just laying in the sun. And that was the first time in meditation I ever flew. Because like I, I meditate a lot, but I've never actually had like the imagery or the vision of flying. And I'll never forget that. It was amazing. Just I just feel like the way that you are able to just calm people down just by the sound of your voice is amazing. So I'm very, very excited for all of these classes. Thank you. Maybe there'll be a pop-up yoga nidra in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's so cool that you had that experience. I've had that too where listening to someone else's voice has had that effect of just kind of lifting me up and out into the cosmos. It's pretty special. I don't know how it works, but it works. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what are you hoping that the attendees will get from your classes? Courage. Courage, courage to be themselves. Courage to take risks, to, to live a life unapologetically where um, you realize what you're here to do. And, and from that moment on, you don't waste any time and you just go full force into it. And it doesn't mean, you know, burning the candle at both ends so that you're like, you totally stress yourself out because you're so driven to do something. Obviously you gotta rest too, so there's a balance. But I think that I, I try to live with a great sense of purpose, you know, that every day there's, um, there's something purposeful in what I'm doing. And I hope to instill that in, in other folks, you know, and I hope they find it for themselves through, through play, really, you know, and exploring yeah. some of the more um, out there, you know, more esoteric <laughs> things that human beings are capable of doing. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Yay, I'm so excited. So are you going to go with a random fact that you know, or your favorite quote? I don't know about any <laughs> random facts. I don't think I know any <laughs> random facts. Um, Favorite quote. I don't really know that I have a favorite quote, but I did think of a quote knowing that you were going to ask me this question. It's a quote by a Japanese poet named Nanao Sakaki, who, um, he, who said, if you have time to chatter, read books. If you have time to read, walk into mountain, desert, and ocean. If you have time to walk, sing songs and dance. If you have time to dance, sit quietly, you happy, lucky idiot. <laughs> I love that. That's so perfect. And I feel like that's the perfect quote for you also, after everything we just discussed. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. And uh, is there anything that you have going on right now that you would like to share with our listeners? Whoa, so many things. Well, first off, I have a book uh, that I wrote a few years ago. It actually took me close to 20 years to finish it, but I published it a few years ago about my experiences, or at least the first 10 years or so of that. And it, it's called The Light Travelers. If you go on any of my websites, nickatlas.com or evolutionaryeducation.org, uh, you can find a link to the book, some pretty cool stories. It's especially relevant right now because I've been doing a lot of psychedelic assisted facilitation. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's like been my primary gig the last uh, year or so. And it's increasingly public facing. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like I have to hide talking about it anymore um, yeah. because there's a psychedelic renaissance taking place. 
And I'm not, you know, a full force like, oh, just everybody should be taking psychedelics. But I, I have seen in my own life and in the people that I work with how powerful uh, they can be as a healing tool if done in the right way. So I'm doing a lot of work around that. And if you're curious about that, please feel free to send me an email. Uh, I don't have any too much teaching stuff coming up. It'll probably be again early next year. But I lead some trainings, uh, particularly yoga nidra and breathwork trainings. And the biggest news is that um, earlier, well, I guess it was in late last year, but early this year, uh, I found a piece of property in Western Massachusetts that is just uh, stunning. I mean, it's like the miracle of my lifetime that uh, we found, my partner and I have found this place. And uh, it has a beautiful brook running right through it. And it's just a sanctuary. And, you know, we feel like we're now stewards of this place and we're looking forward to sharing it with everybody. So more, you know, it's not quite ready yet, but more news on that to come. But it's uh, a lot of my time and energy is is wrapped up in that right now. I'm creating a retreat space. And when we think about it, we think about Anahata's purpose and like all the folks that are down there that would be the you know great fit for this space because everybody's so respectful of nature and yeah you know all the healing that we can do out there that sounds amazing yeah when you're ready for that definitely let me know i'll be there that sounds really really nice oh, i yeah. also love massachusetts a lot like if it wasn't so cold i would definitely <laughs> move to massachusetts it's it's on the list i i just love it there so that's very cool yeah i used to resist the cold but i think if you get warm enough if you can keep exercising if you can get in a sauna or a hot tub or something and just kind of keep your bones warm and then surrender to the winter and the time of just like going slow and being quiet it's actually so peaceful because it's so still right you know there's the stillness of when it's snowing and you're out in the woods and there's just nothing happening and like the occasional bird flying by but it's there's just the energy of the summer it's great but the wintertime, there's just this serenity that, that I'm, I'm really falling in love with. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are excited to see you at Anahata's Purpose. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Again, it's an honor. And uh, I look forward to seeing you too. <laughs> we'll come sing together. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. Bye. Take care, Teresa. Much love. You too. Hi. 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 <laughs> Yay and thank you. Yay and thank you. Are you kidding me? This is such an honor for us. Thank you wow. so much. Wow. You guys are. Internal uh, screams and excite, excitement. Little internal screeches. Yes, always. There's always internal <laughs> excitements going on inside my head. A little giddy ease. Always. <laughs> I don't want to introduce you guys because I want you guys to introduce yourself because I already know who you are and you guys are my favorites. So, but go ahead and introduce you. everyone. Here's my favorites. <laughs> oh well, here we are. I'll go first. Uh, my name's Kelly. I'm originally from outside of the Philadelphia area, like uh, Montgomery County, and I've been in Philly for about eight years now. And yeah. I'm like, that's it. I'll brag about you. And you have your yoga teacher training certification. Oh, gosh. And I met Kelly a long time ago back in our retail days. And she has just always been so supportive and has helped me along all of the things and is super sweet and kind. And I am just very grateful 
for you. Because you're that, you're that, that down and out bitch. You know, you're that ride or die. And I appreciate that and you. Oh, thank you. I yes. appreciate you being uh, loving the craziness things that come out of my mouth. And I feel like you taught me with the crazy stuff that comes out of your mouth. And we just like <laughs> all together yeah. and it works. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, everyone. If this were an actual just conversation that Kelly and I were having, we'd probably just be on the phone for like three hours because we have to schedule our calls. I think we it was five hours. Yeah. Yeah. One day it was like just five hours just on the phone. We're like, I think we have to, we have to end this call now because uh, I don't know where we ended up in a completely different universe. Yeah. Yeah. What timeline is this? I don't know, but we're here. And go ahead. Okay. I, my name's Larissa and I actually met Kelly through work as well. Um, once I give a little bit more about myself, I think Kelly can give us, give some more background about us and how we met and actually how we're like tied by astrology too which is pretty cool considering this great astrology um podcast so i thought about what i would say about myself honestly like you said it's so hard to kind of sum yourself up but i thought about i thought it might be best to kind of talk about what brought me here um so how do i sum that up i think it starts with meditation for me so one of my main contributions in our workshop is a guided meditation that I do while Kelly does a sound bowl. Meditation has just been such a huge part of my life. It started, I, I found it about seven or eight years ago. Um, but once my daughter was born, I really like started to look at myself in the mirror in a different way. Like seeing another human mimicking every single thing you do, it really makes you look at yourself you know, like look at yourself hard. And I found meditation being something that helped me be my best version of myself. And it just, it, it's been so inspirational for me um, that I've taken, I've taken mindfulness meditation classes. I hope to take more classes of different types of meditation. And I hope to also in the future incorporate meditation into education. Cause I think that that's it's just, it's something lacking and I'm in the education field. So um, this is also an outpouring, like an extension. This workshop is an extension of that and just using that to help people and show how it's helped us. So yeah, that's kind of what, that's not the only facet of me, but it's a big part of me. So I wanted yeah. to introduce that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you working somewhere for like ever? And then you were just like, fuck this noise. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go do something that like really feels right to me. And that's like something that you followed along this path. That's exactly right. And honestly, as we'll probably touch on throughout our um, interview with you today, like Anahata's purpose was a big part for Kelly and I inspiring both of us to really, you know, not just learn about things, but walk the walk, like, you know, use it use it yeah. to fuel you to do something in your life so goosebumps yeah. early goosebumps <laughs> early five minutes in and here they are um big threes you guys know your top big three uh, hit me hit me of course we know rachel like <laughs> um, <laughs> um my big three cancer sun aries moon 
Libra rising. And then guess what? I got Leo all throughout <laughs> the like next four. So it's fiery up in here. <laughs> like the rest of my, so I have like five fire signs and then everything else is two, two and two for air, water and earth. So nice. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 She's got a lot of Leo, man. A lot of Leo. Yep. <laughs> I'm an Aries sun, um, Cancer Moon and Scorpio rising. Cool. Cool. Watch out now. I like I like Scorpio rising placements a lot. Uh, you know, it's really interesting. Teresa taught me this. Um, you can actually like go online and look. There's physical characteristics of your rising sign, and you can tell people's rising sign by the way that they look oh, oh send me the links on that one yeah you can i mean it's, it's i'm like a out there in the world yeah it, yeah it's out in the world um i'm a capricorn rising and it is spot on it's like nerdy with big teeth and like it even like goes into like clothing and like saying like <laughs> having a big head like i do i have a big head i have big teeth what? okay <laughs> what's like, your sign rachel my moon is leo okay yeah, so that's why the outfits come out in the evening. The outfits <laughs> do come out in the evening. They definitely yeah. do. Yeah, the daytime. I, I think that's interesting because the Libra is always about, uh, you know, the beauty and the Venus and all the things. And I always resonated with cancer so much in my life growing up or like, because that's just the one that you know about growing up, just your sun sign. Um and then when I started to find out more and more and more about astrology, I mean, the floodgates like freaking open. Yep. And then, you know, you start learning about all, all of the things. And just, I guess I, in my years now, as I get older, like, I feel like I went from a cancery as a child and then into my Aries phase with all of the fires and all of the things. Um, and then I feel like I'm in this like Libra state. I'm just really finding a lot of fun, a lot of like, uh, I feel like who I am, I'm really settling into my, my rising and into my Libra. And I, but it's like, also it's, it's like, oh, people, people say like, oh, with Libra, you're so balanced or it's like, it's not that you're balanced. I feel like it, you're always trying, you're teetering with keeping the balance and that's, and there's just a hundred million things around you that will set that off. And you're constantly trying to bring it back. And with yeah. like barely an earth in my chart, that ain't easy, <laughs> you know, and the fire is always sparking it up. So it's just, it's always like trying to like find that pace. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. It is interesting. My mom told me the wrong birth time for like ever. Oh, so wow. I always thought that I was a Virgo rising. Identity and never, crisis. And I never really felt like, I was like, okay, that works. And like my, my best friend, Kim, she's a Virgo sun and a Gemini rising. So I was like, all right, we're opposites. Like, you know, whatever, like, this is just, this makes sense. So I just kind of like owned it and was like, all right, but it didn't like feel 100% right. And I always said how I wish like I had Capricorn. Like I really just wanted some like Capricorn energy. And then fast forward like a year and a half, two years, my mom tells me that that wasn't the right time that I was actually born. That was just the time that they like put me in her arms. Whoa, and, yeah. and I looked okay. it up and this whole time I was Capricorn rising. It's like so crazy, a matter of seconds, a matter of minutes, really, yeah. right? Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, super weird. But super wow. Cool. What's that's your favorite cool. part about your Capricorn rising? 
I think it's what um, gets me to do the things. Mm. That's where everyone is like, you're doing all this stuff and you're just these things and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, my brain is everywhere. But it's, you know, your outer appearance. So everyone thinks that I'm like extremely organized and like have my shit together. But really, I'm mm. a Gemini stellium and I'm just running around screaming internally. <laughs> so yeah. I like I like that people perceive me as <laughs> my shit together with a nice outfit on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is like the perfect <laughs> Yeah. It's the perfect yeah. thing. Yeah. But no, I'm just as crazy as everyone else. <laughs> I think, and that, I think that's like where all of your humor comes from too. Like I was telling Larissa, like, you, like I, I think I'm witty and funny and that's just who I am. But like, when I talk to you, there's always a new thing that you say or like something hilarious. I'm like, I've never heard that. Or that one time I sent you that video of me grilling and like, I did the clip clip and you like said it, like, it was just, you're just so quick on it. And I'm like learning that's like Gemini stuff. So, you know, my brother's a Gemini. So I'm like always like trying to learn more and more about Geminis. And I, I love Gemini. I, my son is, um, is Gemini. He's on the cusp of Gemini and Taurus. He's got a lot of Gemini in his chart. And then my fiance is on the, on the cusp of Cancer and Gemini. So I got the Geminis all around, man. <laughs> yeah, we're a lot. We're a lot. But, I but I'm it. a lot too. I'm, I'm, you heard my three. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just a lot in a different way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we kind yeah. of make sure we meet each other in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're teaching, but would you like to share with the listeners about your class? So we're teaching, or our workshop is called Consciously Connecting. And we, it took us a couple different rounds to even come up with a name because it's hard to encapsulate what we're, we're offering to just a name. It's like a feeling and it's like a, an experience. So after going through many different thoughts of names, we landed on consciously connecting. So this is our fourth year actually being at Anahata's. Uh, but this is our second year holding our Consciously Connecting workshop. Essentially what happens is it starts with a guided meditation from Larissa and a sound bowl experience at the same time from myself. And it kind of gets us all grounded and all together, kind of shake off any nerves or just really settle in and do what you need to do before we open up. After we do that, then we break out into our main activity, which is essentially uh, a few rounds, a couple different rounds with different themes of questions in each. I don't want to give everything away. So that's all I'm going to say about it right now. But that's essentially how it goes. Again, we have a, we had a hard time like really describing what the class was in the description. So I hope everyone gets the gist of it, but you'll have to truly be there to experience it just like again like you saw the pictures and just like being like i know i shed a tear like being it like being in the moment or trying to be in the moment i it's you know the anahata's bubble that happens that i know everyone experiences but yeah it's just a beautiful experience and i'm just excited to bring it back the second year larissa what, what else am i missing oh my gosh you're, you're not missing anything but 
a lot of times when we talk about the class, we have different pieces that we kind of kind of connect with and want to talk about. And I think for me, one of the one of the one of it's not that we're teaching, it's almost like we're guiding and 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 providing a space for connection. We just felt like and I'm sure a lot of people feel there's like a collective desire to reconnect. Like we've had a few years where we were more alone. We were less connected with people that we loved and we had a chance to reconnect with ourselves, recognize, re-recognize what our priorities are, what's important. But then coming back to reconnect with others has been a little bit tricky. You know, so so we felt inspired to to create a space where we can practice. Anahata's purpose is the best place to practice opening up to yourself and opening up to other people and just being vulnerable and taking a risk to be vulnerable and also being a good listener, practicing these skills that are so important to really connect with someone, not just this surface bickering and all this stuff we see on social media of showing the best parts of ourselves, but like really coming back and connecting. And we just felt so inspired to use our, our, our friendship as like a, like a model almost of, of trying to have this experience with everyone at Anahata's Purpose. And it has been last year. It was so beautiful. Honestly, it was, it's so nice to just sit in front of someone and just with the intention of having a deep connection and a deep conversation. It's it's a beautiful thing. And I, we really can't wait to share this experience with everyone who's interested. The cool part about the classes, or I should say the workshops every year, is if you took last year's workshops, it's going to be completely different than this year. It's almost like a make it your own experience. So maybe some things that you were working through or had some shadow work going, you know, that you were working with. It's like that spiral. It's like, how will you come back the next year? Maybe, maybe that you've completely overcame what was happening, or maybe there's a new set of things that you're working with, or maybe it's a chance for you to feel really proud of yourself or feel really accomplished that things feel or look so different than the place that you were in. So it's like a cool way to, you know, check in, with yourself, have your finger on the pulse again, but then also like meet new people. And it's just, it's just no two experiences are the same. And I think that's like the beauty of this. Yeah. Well, I think it's even cool. Cause I know from almost every facilitator, each class was different. Even like if they did more oh, than yeah. one class, just each class was different because it's different uh, according to the people that show up, mm-hmm. what people are putting into it, which everyone's pretty much putting their all into it. But exactly. even something that like my aunt will find when she does her, who's the medium, who does like her group sessions, people who show up, like they all have something in common that they're working with. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of the way that spirit or the universe sets things up. Right. So I do always find it so interesting how things just work out the way that they're supposed to. The group show up the way they're supposed to. Um, and I do think it's, I like that you brought up about how it is different. Because if you did take it last year and then coming in this year to do it, it can also be a gauge on like, how well did I incorporate this into my life over the past year? What other things am I seeing now that I can, when I get back to the real world after mm-hmm. the purpose like, what can I change up a little bit more? Um, or even, you know, like you said, being proud of yourself, having a moment where you're like, wow, that was really difficult for me last year. 
And now this year, I'm. This is so much easier for me to open up to somebody. Uh, and I just think that's dope. I think it's dope. We did yeah. also add in a couple extra little, little components to kind of extend and amplify what we did last year too, which we're excited to see how that extends the practice. I think it's important too to like talk about like our inspiration behind the class. I mean, I can talk about it for years, but I'll give like a little like behind the scenes too, because it all started with Larissa and I's friendship when we started working together many, many, many moons ago. It kind of start goes ties back to astrology, really. You know, I had always been into astrology since I remember looking up at the stars and just like having my wondrous imagination. And, yeah. you know, I would do like self-study and like I knew there was more than just the, the the sun sign and the moon sign. And I would like buy books and stuff, but like I didn't really, wasn't really into it. Then I met Larissa and oh my God, like that's how we connected, like instantly on astrology. And like, I was sucked back in to a place that I'll never get back out of. Like, it's like, once you go, you're, you're never getting out of it. And like my interest was like peaked and that's all we would talk about. And I bought even more books. I had my notebooks. Uh, I wonder where it is. I can't find it right now, but I have like uh, one of those like little fat little guys and I wrote everyone's chart down in there. So, I mean, Larissa really kind of like re-sparked that interest for me. And from there, it was that was what we connected on. But, you know, through knowing each other through the years, Larissa always had a wonder similar to how I did. And I always love like learning about I, I always crave to learn about people. So astrology kind of helped me get to know people on a deeper level. When I met Larissa, she always carried this book around with her, the book of questions. And that's like the first time I'm like, who carries a book with them? She's ready to whip that thing out at any moment in time, whip it out, pick a number. So, and that, that book of questions helps you think about things that maybe you would never think about in your life. Some are like real crazy. But some questions get you thinking. So our friendship started on just asking each other these questions. And then it just kind of evolved. And from that, essentially, I mean, again, I could go on for years and years. But Larissa, jump in at any time, too. No, no, you're good, girl. I was just going to say, I think it's funny. I think a little funny tidbit, Rachel, is that we used to do the charts for our customers because we worked in a customer service realm. And we would literally like do their charts because we could we could get you know, their birthday and stuff. So we would do that so that we could better understand our customers. Like we, <laughs> we both could see how it would give us insight, you know, and, and it's just, just a little funny tidbit. I actually completely forgot about that. So that's hilarious. That Not on everybody, but some people were just like, I need to know. Well, that's the other thing. Like it brought that level of compassion. Like you can be mad at somebody. You can be like, yo, fuck this guy fuck this lady, I hate this, blah, 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 blah. Like you can pop off. I know I wanted to pop off, but having like understanding charts was a way for me to like be compassionate. Yeah, yeah. Before, I really knew like the depth of compassion and understanding. And like, that was a way for me to be, me to be like, all right, I'm going to conquer your ass. But also <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm going to conquer this crazy relationship. You know what I mean? But you know, it evolved to really like harness like a, a, a level of compassion again. I thought that was super interesting. And we both kind of carried that through our, our friendship with each other and through your journey, Larissa, and then my journey and all the things we've been through in our in our lives. I feel like 
it kind of brought us to a place of cre- co-creating something using the inspiration from our friendship. And then this class is kind of born. I think that's one thing too that a lot of people don't realize is that co-creation and creating things like this class is a lot easier when it's a form of when you're just really self-reflecting on your life on important things that have happened in your life and then how it's impacted you and then how you can share that with other people exactly it's really the class was formed about something that you're now gifting to other people so that they can incorporate it into their lives Um, exactly and that's i think the most impactful kinds of classes is when you've gone through it, you've seen it, you have your own ways of relating, you offer the education to other people and they can do with it as they please. I don't know if you guys listened to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour episode that I was on. Uh, and I spoke about your class on there and talked about how it's really about like being vulnerable and yeah. just opening up with people. Charlie, one of the the cousins on the podcast was saying how I don't think that they went to your class, but how it seemed like your class is exactly what Anahata's purpose is. Like it's it's, like, it's, (sighs) it sounds like it makes sense. Like it's something where you're supposed to go to Anahata, you're supposed to be vulnerable. You're supposed to do these things. You're supposed to connect with people. Those are all the things that you're doing. Like you're going there to consciously do that. And this class is literally the download of what your experience is supposed to be in like two hours. Wow. I think that that's just important. So I just well, that feels it. good to hear. Like, d- yeah, like kind I of agree. distilling it, right? Distilling it, and that's what we were thinking too. Just we're giving people the opportunity to practice a lot of the things they're learning at yeah. Anahata's Purpose, or taking other classes about things they're doing internally, and then you get to use those skills, you get to use that knowledge in a practice in a safe space. I mean, really, the safest space, and it's just. It's so beautiful to see what happens with that. I'm just grateful you guys are in my life oh, and in you. our attendees, in the attendees' lives, because they they need it and it's good. It is good. It feels really I'm good. You in our life, and thank you for trusting us to you know share this workshop. I mean, we're, we're we don't have certifications and the things, but we're here to provide a space and, and inspire because we were inspired and. It's all about the ripple effect. And that's really what we hope to to do is continuously pushing out those ripples. You know, yeah. you can open up and be vulnerable. I guarantee your shine, your 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 light is going to ripple on somebody else to maybe give someone else that courage to maybe be a little bit more vulnerable. And, yeah. and it continues. And yeah. it might not feel good at first in the real life, but when you have place, safe places to practice, it be, again, with practice, things become a little easier. So yeah. I hope that that we can just give a little bit of inspiration with being vulnerable and that it, it'll all be okay. And it will be. This is something that I'm sure there are certifications, quote unquote, on things like this, but the best kind of certification is when you've gone through it and you've been able to impact other people with it. Mm -hmm. And then just being able to have that platform to share it with. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. 
there might not be a certification, but I know every one of us here has been in an educator position right. role That's right. uh, and a teacher. And as long as you have, you know, I saying like the self-reflection you're willing to share, uh, you can make the big ripples. Um, yeah. yay. And just yay. That's all just yay. Yay. Random fact or favorite quote about like you guys got any any random that was a total gemini thing by the way i saw that number i was like i didn't come up with that one (laughs) you did it leo did oh my gosh yeah oh you stumped me you stumped me (laughs) go ahead cal you go first well there was like random fact or random quote i guess a random fact is that all of my, all of my, in my family, like my immediate family, my mom, my brother, my sister, Zep, my fiance, we all have Aries moons. So that's oh. fun. Yeah. You all have Aries moons. All have Aries moons. Whoa. But, and none of us have the same sign. So I, I don't know, you're asking, I don't know how it happened either. I don't know how, how it is. I'm going to have to bring this to Teresa and I'm interested. I'm interested too. <laughs> Teresa? Please help. No. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Do you have a quote, Cal? It's more of a mantra that when I was going through like major life shifts and changes, everything is working out best case scenario. I mean, not saying things are going to be love and light, but they're going to work out best case scenario. And that best, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You actually inspired my random fact, too, because I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I have no clue. But I have something weird in my family, too. It's more with numbers, though. So my son is born on, um, that's a shame, May 21st. My fiance is June 21st. So they're both the 21sts. And when my daughter was going to be born, she was supposed to be born on September 21st. And I said, oh, no. We will not yeah. be having three 21sts. Yeah. I'm March 24th. I said, we need to have another 24th. So she was born on September 24th. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. It's it's a little different. It's not, it's, but Kelly, you inspired that. No, you know? that is, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's, it's no, I like cool. that. I am, um, I'm June 17th and my dad is July 17th. So I, 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 you have yeah. some numbers similarities too. Mm-hmm. One seven. And for the quote, like it's funny because I think about it. I have a hard time just one quote. Like I, I actually have a book of quotations. I don't know if you know that they sell those. No, I do. Oh yes, <laughs> my, no, my parents got me one when I was eighteen. So I have a book of quotations. And when I was at Penn State, I attended Penn State. Me and another one of my close friends, Tiffany, we were roommates, and we had a a board outside and we would put a quote every day. So we would change it. A lot of times it would be us. It would be silly stuff that we said. But I also kind of subscribe to having a mantra. Like I'll start my day with some sort of something that's going to inspire me to be intentional throughout my day. But one of my favorites, I I can tell you like hip hop. I saw one of your uh, podcasts was about Biggie (laughs) and that I loved that because my son has the same birthday as Biggie, 521. Was he? Oh, yeah. Um, Nice. Oh, yeah. So one of my favorite quotes that I have kind of written up in my room is, is by uh, Lil Wayne. It's let it all work out. So it's a similar concept. It's very right? similar. 
it's very similar, but it's for me, I, you know, with that Aries, it's like, I always feel like I have to do something to make it work out. I have to, I have to be the doer, but sometimes you have to allow, I mean, not sometimes, almost all the time <laughs> you have to allow, you have to allow things to work out. So the surrender is so hard sometimes, isn't it? It's fucking so hard sometimes. <laughs> There's a little, little Wayne quote that I say all the time. Really? What is it? I'm sipping on hot tea, bitch. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Because I drink, I drink, uh, I have this hot tea that I drink every night and I make it. And about just, every night. It's just, <laughs> just randomly go, I'm sipping on hot tea, bitch. And that's it. <laughs> He's good for those ones too. He's great for those ones. Yes. I also do. like total total genius. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yes. yes. I'm going to think about that the next time I have hot tea. I'll be thinking about you and him. But you oh, got? Kelly's got one more thing for you before we I go. One more thing before we part ways. I want to I wanted to give everyone a little experience what, or give everyone a little chance to experience what might happen. So if you wouldn't mind, Rachel, pick a number between one and three and we'll just go at it. I'm going to go with three. Three. Oh, I think that's your favorite one, Cal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to ask a question and we, we all can answer it. Yeah. So finish the sentence. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only I know that I am blank. That's a hard one, isn't it? And for the listeners, we're giving you a little taste of some of the types of questions that we we have throughout the class in our rounds to get people talking about themselves and reflecting and sharing. I don't know. Strangers with this. My brain just went to like a couple different things. And then my Gemini dialogue kind of rambled. <laughs> um, my son tells me that about that. Yeah. Yeah. So strangers would describe me as normal, only I know I am weird. But mm. then I was thinking about how everyone is actually weird. So it's actually really normal to be weird. So strangers ah. will describe me as normal, but only I know that I am normal. Mm. But I want it to be weird, but everyone's fucking weird. Ooh, that's interesting. I love I love that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, good. No, and I, that's, that's like that's my that's brain. The beauty of these things is like, oh my gosh these questions could last hours too. It's just like, that's the thing. You have something that comes right to your mind in the moment. And then you think about it for a second and then you say the thing and then you're like, but wait, and then it really gets your mind going. And it could be even a more, even more of a simple, simple question too. But that's so interesting. It's like, it, it lets you like crack open someone's brain and like totally like see it. I guess maybe a different way of putting it would be strangers would describe me as normal. Only I know I'm just like them. Oh, there you go. Now you got it. That's like a mission statement. (laughs) (laughs) But like that, cause that I guess would make more sense. Cause that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I have fake arguments in the shower too. We're all weird. So I'm just like you. We're all weird in our own way. Yeah. But then I feel like there's not really... Yeah, it doesn't matter how anyone describes anybody because it's all the same. We're all weird and we're all normal. Yeah. Well, I guess for me, strangers would describe me as 
I feel like I've heard before that like, oh, you're calm or like, oh, you're like, you're pretty chill, which is bizarre to me. Only I know that I am all over the place all the time. Yeah. People think you're normal, but you're weird. Yeah. And like, maybe it's the ADHD or something, which is a superpower in my opinion to myself. But yeah, like, it's just interesting, the perception. I didn't even mean for mine to like sound very similar to yours, but yeah. No, I, I know, but I'm saying it's like, it's the same thing. Like It doesn't matter what it is that you think strangers would describe yourself, like describe you as, because whatever, it's, everyone's a reflection anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I got a real vulnerable one, ladies. Ooh. Let it out. Let it out. All right. So um, I'm going to practice what I preach here, right? So I'm going to be vulnerable here. Strangers would describe me as fit, physically fit, right? Potentially. Only I know that I am insecure about my body. Mm. I feel Mm. like a lot of people judge, like you look at someone's exterior and you think, oh, they look a certain way. They must feel a certain way or whatever. But yeah, definitely. We still have our insecurities. We do. We definitely do. That's a good one. Yes. I didn't mean to pop the bubble. You guys were. No, it's like, fine. But I, I mean, I, would, I, I wanted would to share my vulnerability. I wanted to. That was the first thing that came to my mind. So I figured I'd had to walk the but walk. But it's all about those like snap judgments again, too. Like, you know, you we always are looking at other people and, you know, just as being a normal human being, you know, you look at people and you're like, I don't have that. Or there's always coming from a place of lack. And then it's like, yeah, but what are the other, like, there's so many things that are in that can like roll out of all of their troubles and all of their insecurities. And yeah, it's just what makes us human. Yeah. But we're all weird underneath. So, we're all a bunch of friggin' weirdos. I want another one. You I want, want another, another one? Yeah. Okay. It's okay that we're going over the time. Oh, I... it's totally okay. Yeah. It's okay with right. you. Yeah, I'm fine. This is why me and Larissa can also spend <laughs> over 12 hours together and then it's work out like excuse me what okay one or two one wait they're levels um that's fine you there are that. levels i just I, today i just randomly chose a few questions some were like are you a cat or dog person or would you think i'm a cat or dog and eh, that's great and all that's good to know but you got three dogs so there you gotta get a little juicy here you know what has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Oh, it's so good. My earliest time in my life where I remember being happy. Yeah, what has I... been your earliest recollection of happiness? It can be anything. Um, definitely like being on the water. My dad used to be a captain. Mm. And... I very much remember that when I was very young. I supposedly drove my first, the first boat when I was four. Wow. Oh, wow. My dad's help, but like I was driving. Yeah. Um, So I just, I really miss all of that. And that's definitely one of my earliest memories, I think, is like being out on the water in a boat. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I feel I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Was there like 
did you do that every year? Was that like a, a re reoccurring thing that you did with your dad? Was that just something that you guys always did? Or was that just like, this was, this happened this summer. And I remember that. So it was something that happened a lot more when I was younger. He was a captain for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was younger, it was obviously just easier to mm -hmm. do that and to get the time to be able to go and do that. But there was a family, that, one of his friends, the Smiths, that we would go out on one particular boat called the Pepper, Senator Pepper on, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, which was like a beautiful, beautiful like yacht, but like an old mm -hmm. yacht, like deep, rich woods and mm -hmm. all the different things. Um, not like some Bezos yacht or whatever, like some OG, <laughs> some OG shit. Um, and then my father moved to Maryland and was working for Sea Ray, which is a kind of like a kind of boat. And he, uh, we would be able to take boats out like whenever, really. But I was I would see him every other weekend and like a little bit over the summer. So those would be the times that we would go out on the water. Oh, that's so sweet. I can just imagine it like little baby Rachel <laughs> on, the, on the boat. Yep. You know, top of the world, driving so that thing. Like a freedom <laughs> that comes with that too. As like a little kid, like you really feel like you are the ish, mm -hmm. you know? Like, this yep. is great. Just me and my dad. Yep. Oh, how about you, Larissa? I don't know. I mean, I don't have a good memory from when I'm young. I guess it's more, it's similar to what you're saying, Rachel. It's it's kind of like, because my memories aren't as clear from when I was small, it's, it's almost like the association. So if I take that feeling back to the earliest association I can think of, it would be, um, be camping and, and being out in nature we used to, when I was a kid and as I got older too, we would go into upstate New York and Gilbert Lake, go camping there. We'd stay in cabins or tents and we'd camp with the family and just be outside all the time and be in the forest and, you know, turning over rocks. And so um, that's a huge, huge connection for me with happiness. As Kelly knows, because we're always doing something outside. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I have that similar connection yeah i love that i love thinking about this this is a nice thing to think about it's nice right yeah i was trying to think but also like here's the challenge with the game like you want to stay present and like not think of your answer while the other person's talking so you can mm -hmm. be there to hold space so yes. like it's good that i can't come up with this try not to come up with something um i think the first thing that pops out and I think just being around my, my grandmother keeps coming up. She, she, it's like the smell, like the potpourri in the house. When I was, I was there a lot of time, the oldest child. So I was always at her house all the time. And then when my brother was born, I'd spend a lot of time at her house too. And just like the potpourri in the house, just like when she would hug me, like she, uh, like you would, I just like the smells just are like one-on-one -on -one time. I, I can't rec like, think of one exact example, but mm -hmm. just like being there and she like taught me how to cook. And my mom, my, my grandma would take me to like thrift stores and I would buy like all the pretty outfits or like she would let me pick out a few outfits. And like, I wasn't allowed to wear those things at my mom's house. Like my mom would call them like God awful or like think like real gaudy things like with like clasps on it and like weird things. And like, I was able to like wear them as play clothes at my grandma's house. Yeah, she just like encouraged me to just like 
be my weirdo self and yeah, making mud pies in the, in the patio and just, just good times with Grammy. She's still mm-hmm. alive and I love her so much. Awesome. So it's a very good memories that that's like, that's happiness as far as young as I can remember, I think. Yeah. And, you know, we found in our class that people have a hard time stopping. Like when we, when we say it's time to stop the, the, the exchange here <laughs> with pulling the questions and talking, people seem so disappointed. They don't want to stop. And that's kind of what we're feeling right now. Cause you get into this feeling of sharing and, and opening up and stuff. And it feels really good. Yeah, it does. I'm instantly, yeah. Like I was having a hard time staying present Kelly, when you were sharing, cause I was thinking, cause I mean, you know, Beverly <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there and then just you sharing those started making, like made me start to like judge my own answer. And I was like, wait, but my grandma. And then I was like, no, <laughs> it happened way earlier. Like I was definitely, mm-hmm. so, and the question is the earliest memory, not and I'm like sitting there and I was like, whoa, what am I like? Where's your brain? Bring it back and pay attention to what's happening right now. And, and that it's beyond the questions. That's the practice. Right? Those are, those are, that's the work, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the trying to be present, holding space and, and not judging yourself. Yeah. You know, that, and that's the things that it's hard to describe when we talk yeah. about the class. It's all those, you've got to experience it to feel it. And, you know, and there's just, it's so amazing what can come out of these, this experience and these questions. And, and we hope that, you know, what you'll get from the class after you leave is to maybe make a new friend or learn something new about yourself. Yeah. Uh, Being more vulnerable than you thought you could ever be Uh, leave, maybe hugging someone or maybe just feel emotionally embraced, you know, and, hopefully leave with more of a deeper understanding of your shadows and learning new ways to work with it, facing fears and just hopefully leaving, feeling more confident and stepping into your own self Yeah, with your own personal relationships after Anahata's. People, when they are able to be vulnerable, are surprised how little they are judged for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And it makes them realize like, oh, okay, I can keep doing this. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Like I can keep being vulnerable. Um, Anything you guys want to add or? I don't know. I think Kelly summed it up pretty well, to be honest with you. That was a perfect way to end what we, what we hope people get. And just how, how honored we are. This is just so great. Just even talking with you right now, it's been great. It's been, it's just so beautiful. Kelly, you want to say something? I can see it. We hope that we see everyone. There, there's limited. I think we should mention that there's limited spots because there's limited amount of sets of these cards. If you wanna, if you wanna get there, we're 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 our classes are on Saturday, Saturday five to seven at the hammocks, the Egg Hill. Oh, the Egg Hill. I, yeah, that's right. I do have you at Egg Hill. Very excited time. about that. And then on Sunday, I believe it's in, I think it's in the afternoon, like maybe like two or something. Amphitheater at one. At one. Okay, cool. So if you guys can work that in your schedule somehow, either day. Do it. 
and bring something to make yourself comfortable. We, we do have some, some blankets and stuff that we provide, but please bring a yoga mat, something to make yourself comfortable during the, the meditation. And just in general, when you're going to be vulnerable, you want to try to do some things to help you feel comfortable. So we encourage you to bring something. Settle in, get comfy, and get vulnerable. You got it. I can't wait to see everyone. I can't wait to meet new people. It's close. It's going to be here before we know it. So get your tickets, friends. If you haven't got your tickets, what are you waiting for? Those things are going to be sold out. They, 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 they may happen. It may very well happen, which is crazy. It's, all right. Well, I love you guys. Love you too. And Thank you, Rachel. So I'm just so grateful. Grateful for you. Right back at you, honey. Grateful for the purpose. Oh, the purpose. <laughs> Call it that. It sounds like a cult. And that's. Okay. Hi, Coco. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited to learn about the class. Yeah, I'm excited to finish the class. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, even right before it starts, I'll be like, is it actually done, though? Am I ready? There's I know you. So it's going to be say. great. It's going to be a great class. There's so much to say. I have to kind of keep taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't you tell us about yourself, like where you're from, how long you've been practicing and whatever else you'd like to share. Yeah. Hi, I am Coco. I'm from Indiana. I have been practicing in craft for like eight years, probably eight years now. It wasn't always this intensely. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've definitely grown a lot in the past few years, but I'm a psychic medium. I'm a Reiki healer. I'm a master teacher, which I love. I have two cats, two cats, Neptune and Opal. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I love magic, love colors. I'm really happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Why don't you tell us what your sun, moon and rising is? Yeah, I am a, a Aries sun, a Libra moon, and I'm a Gemini rising. I also have a Pisces stellium and an Aquarius stellium. Libra moon. Thank you. What, what? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's okay. I feel that and I feel that hard. <laughs> That's funny. So tell us about the class. What are you going to be teaching this year at Anahata's Purpose? Yes, I am teaching a class called The Essence of Color. We are going to be going through the rainbow and talking about the colors, kind of looking into how to intentionally work with them, what they mean, how they make us feel. It could be super mundane, kind of color psychology, you know, bringing it into your daily life. And you can also use it for magical reasons. I feel like with color, you can kind of apply it to anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it. We're going to be kind of looking into how to develop new healing practices for ourselves based off of the color. I'd like to bring a lot of focus in, into awakening, kind of more self-expression, just kind of getting into ourselves and feeling silly and having fun and seeing what comes up for us. It's really exciting. I I definitely am looking forward to learning more about color because that's not something that I'm completely familiar with in my practice. So well, you are though, and I feel like everyone everyone is, and that's that's what I like about it. It's it's very easy to kind of tailor it to your life. A lot of it is just mindfulness practices. It's like the colors we use every day. Why are you using them? Looking into what it might mean, and then maybe you might notice where you need that color like for instance today the color of the day is coral you know uh that's for all about for love 
and kind of connects to the sacral chakra. So creative love, kind of getting out of your comfort zone, maybe being silly. So those are some colors that you can work with for that. I always look forward to the colors of the day. I always look forward to the color of the day. And I think that that is important. I think that's really, that's really. Well, you can make your own color of the day. I want people to be able to, I want people to be able to go out in nature with this new information that you probably already know and have forgotten. And if you don't, that's okay too. Something to learn. We're always learning. But like to go in nature, notice the things, notice the colors and work with them in a different way. It's just, it really opens you up. And especially because we're out in nature and there's so many other classes you can apply this to. Should be fun. We can paint ourselves. <laughs> what uh, what are you hoping that people take away from the essence of color? I hope they'll leave a little bit more more confident in using color, more confident in themselves, inspired to learn more about themselves. A lot of this color kind of digs into like our sexuality, our sexual expression, like how we present ourselves to the world, and how there's no right or wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hopefully, with this color information, you can kind of take that for your own. I just want you to leave feeling colorful and magical. <laughs> That's really sweet. I love it. I think it's going to help a lot of people. I think it should be really fun. I know there is a tent with colors that you can use body paint. There's kind of like a get yourself ready tent that's going to be around the area. Amazing. So I'm hoping that, you know, when one of my classes are done, if you want to go over to that tent, paint your body with the color, take whatever color energy you need with you for the retreat, just kind of wear it proudly and kind of see how you feel, work with it. Especially if you feel uncomfortable with the color, sit with it, work with it, take it to the shadow class. <laughs> Perfect. Honestly. Yeah. I didn't even know about the, uh, the body paint, but that, that would be like a great thing to do. Like right after your class, like, okay, I need to, I need to embody red today. Yeah. You know, yeah. go, go get, go get you some red paint, draw some runes on yourself and. Absolutely. Yeah draw some red runes, draw yurus on yourself and yurus and red carry the same energy. And that's the shit that you can learn in the class. There you go. (laughs) Learn all about it. I love it. I'm so excited. So why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is moonflower spirit, moonflower period spirit. You can find me there. Don't, don't really use many other things. Send me a personal message. We can we can chat. I'm an in-person person, which is why I'm super excited to do this class where everyone is here yeah. in the physical world. I'm yeah. but yeah, I will answer your message if you message me online. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Coco is like the best tarot reader ever. She broke me. She broke my husband. <laughs> Didn't mean to break anybody, but yes, I do love reading tarot and I like to incorporate tarot in a lot of the healing work that right. I do. Yeah. So definitely go check her out on Instagram because she's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? Mm, I'm going to go. I was going to go with a fact about color, but I'm changing it up. I'm changing it. I'm going to do a quote. I'm going to do a quote about color because you mentioned red. You mentioned red. So I do not have a name who who gave me this quote. It was a not my art professor, but an art professor. The quote is, if you want something to be noticed make it big. If that does not work, make it red. Amazing. I yes. love it. I love that quote too. It makes me feel good. I hope everyone feels red today. Do everything in red. Got it. <laughs> everything that you want to stand out, do it in red. I love it. That was amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you have a beautiful day. This was so much fun. Thank you. I will see you in Hatters. See you in like just over a month. I'm excited. Just over a month. I'm so down the days. I know. I actually don't know. I don't have a countdown yet. I actually, I don't know. Everyone's been really keeping on it and I've just been following through. It's coming up. (laughs) It's it's, coming up. It's it's just over a month because it's September 9th. And as of today, it is July 29th. 29th. So, just over the rainbow. Just. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Coco. This was so much fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Okay, so our next guest is Trinity from Witchy Yogi John, who I also met at Anahata's Purpose last year, which was absolutely amazing. Such a loving and bright spirit in the world. Uh, So welcome, Trinity. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm so excited that you're going to be facilitating this year. Did you go to, it was last year, your first year at Anahata's Purpose? Last September was my very first time ever attending Anahana's Purpose, yes. And then I went to their mini retreat that was actually in April, and I did yoga for them there. So I guess that was like my little trial to see if I could facilitate bigger crowds. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to really come back for the actual festival and be facilitating this space that's really jump-started a lot of my healing. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that last year was my first year as well. And then I'm also facilitating this year. So I feel like we're like, in the same class, you know, like growing up together through the uh, through the years. <laughs> hey, class week. Exactly. Like, you should make the yearbooks. I'm gonna tell Rachel that I'm like, just make a yearbook like, you know, after like after each one, just like a little pamphlet that we can all sell out. Like, I know she does it on her website, but like a physical book. That's just yeah no that would be awesome and then we could bring it have everybody sign it it would be great i love the community (laughs) absolutely so tell us about yourself tell us about your practice what you offer yes so i am a certified 200 hour vinyasa yoga instructor um i got my certification during the pandemic um in like 2020 so i guess i've been teaching for about two years now i'm all about breath work breathing getting a connection to your breath body and like yoking those two things in your consciousness together throughout our everyday life like my main practice and my main focus when i lead a pet practice is always to have people slow down and really get in tune with their breath and allow their breath to lead the movements through the practice because by doing that a lot of people are so quick to say i can't do yoga my body won't do that and it's like your body can if you actually took the time to become aware of what it is your body needs getting in tune with that breath and then moving instead of just trying to get your physical body into the position. So I like to teach that in my yoga classes, teach the um, grace and gratitude for your body um, and your breath and for everything that it is able to do because all bodies are able to do yoga. I love that. As an overweight woman, I (laughs) have been doing yoga for a while and there was a lot of things that I didn't think I can do that I really surprised myself with, with, like you said, once you get into that breath work state that you can, you can really push through anything with your breath, which I find that amazing. Yes, that is true. 
I'm a firm believer that your breath is your life force energy. I've heard that many times throughout people who've mentored me um, in my own readings and my own practice. Like breath is what initiates life. Like you are technically like you can come out the womb, but you are not considered to be alive and on this physical plane until you draw your first breath. And that first breath is the same breath that stays with you throughout your entire life. So it can really push you through so much more than what people think. And I'm like, you deal, we, us as a society, we deal with so much stress and trauma in the, um, you know, mental and metaphysical world that physically we just automatically shut down and say, oh, our bodies can't do that. But it's like your body is already dealing with so much. And by actually tuning into your body as to like, okay, our bodies need movement. Our bodies need air. Our bodies need to be in continuous, constant flow bringing yourself to that present state instead of stressing about like what happened in the past or what may happen or may not happen in the future. Those are ways that we can really get in tune with ourselves and take control of our lives and the outcomes of our lives. So that's what I love to teach. Nice. So so excited for your class. I am too. (laughs) So since this is an astrology podcast, uh, do you know your uh, sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising? Let's go. Talk I do. About it. This is so funny, and I'm so excited. I'm always nervous to tell everybody because then afterwards, people are like, "Oh, you're crazy!" I'm like, "I know. I'm I'm a deep." <laughs> okay, so um, my my sign is Scorpio, Gemini, Gemini. Nice. Oh, yes. I see it. Yes, you see it. <laughs> That's also probably why you get along with Rachel so well, because Rachel has like five placements in Gemini. I'm like, I think I love all of my Geminis because I understand the thought process very well. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, then I, and then as a Scorpio, I'm I'm already into that depth of thought of always over analyzing and critically thinking. Everybody's like, oh no. So now I got the double dose or triple dose. I love it. <laughs> I always tell people, I'm like, you know how you say, oh, there's two voices. I was like, no, I got like five people in my head because I got two Geminis and another two Geminis and then the Scorpio, who's a whole nother. So all five of them talk to me sometimes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And honestly, though, that I like that combination because Scorpio is already super deep, like you were saying, and they very much like to to do things that they're passionate about. And then Gemini is just like, I want all of the information in the whole entire universe. So I feel like it makes for a good combo because it allows you to really pursue your passions with a lot of excitement, you know? Right. I do. Exactly. I think it's a lot of excitement, a lot of energy. The one thing is that I think because my Gemini is in moon and in rising, I might experience burnout because I'm just, I just keep going and I'm like, wait, my physical body says, Hey, you're leaving us behind. Cause you just want <laughs> yeah. to everything at once. And I'm like, you can't gather everything at once. It has to be like learning that balance how to balance all of them out so that I don't overwork myself or overthink myself is probably my Achilles heel, but that's fine. (laughs) Hey, listen, at least you know it. And then that's something that you work on, right? Shadow work. Definitely. Definitely. Shadow work is a must. So what will you be teaching this year at Anahata's Purpose? I'm excited because I'm actually going to be facilitating two workshops. Um, the first one is going to be a Breathe Into You workshop. I'm really excited about that one because it's meditation-based, and I usually just do a lot of yoga, a lot of movement. And it's not just 
breathwork is breathwork with movement, but the whole purpose is to unlock and channel your true self. I noticed just for my, like in this workshop is really personal to me because it has to do with like my own personal healing journey for me trying to unlock a lot of my traumas as to why I don't do things or why I have a lot of fears, a lot of doubts, a lot of things that prohibit me from being, you know, my true and most authentic self because we're all born in our authentic lights. Things and traumas have happened to me that have made me become constricted. And in that moment, I learned going through therapy and working with my mentor that in those moments that that trauma happened, my breath also constricts. So my yeah, the Breathe Into You workshop is about learning how to breathe out and release all of those stagnant parts. Like if you think of a time or anything that makes you discomfort or feel dis-ease or feel uncomfortable, your breath normally will change. And in doing that, by breathing into those difficult spaces and allowing those spaces to open up, you can really heal a lot of trauma and process it. Um, there's usually going to be a lot of journaling after the uh, workshop and the meditation, um, and I always ground everybody beforehand. But there are a lot of things that may come up, a lot of suppressed memories that people who have done it in the past have told me have come up. So that's the first thing that we're doing. It's like diving into who you truly are so that you can start off and, I, you know, your journey of being your authentic self and being comfortable living, breathing, and walking in your truth because your breath is your life force energy. And if you're not intact with that, everything else is going to be kind of misconstrued. So I'm really excited about that workshop. Um, and yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people need that because even for myself, like I notice that that happens to me when I'm having like moments of stress or anxiety or like I catch myself deep in thought like I I just wasn't breathing for like a minute and a half and I'm like yeah. yeah what really called me into this work was right when the pandemic hit I was uh I was used to work for health um I was working in the health department I worked in a city clinic so it was like I was still in the public eye and I remember they told us to wear masks and for whatever reason, I don't know what happened to me as a childhood. I can not remember, but wearing the mask caused me to have a severe anxiety and panic attacks to the point where it's like I could not control my breath. And as a person who was into breath work and into yoga and really, usually that's one thing I can control, I could not. And it made me really dive deep into what is it that's causing this fear, causing me to feel panic, causing me to be ungrounded in this moment to where I don't have, I no longer have control over my life force energy. Like this is my life. The one thing, the one important bodily function that we have is our breath. And there has to be importance about that. Like our blood doesn't pump in our heart because we tell our heart to, but we breathe because we tell our lungs, hey, I need a breath of fresh air. And once we recognize that power, we recognize, okay, we have the power of manifestation. We have the power of control. We have the power of healing our bodies. And so by like the breathe into you is breathing into all of those aspects of you that need oxygen and need to be opened up and need to be healed because we are so quick to close off this uncomfortable feeling that we can't actually process our trauma and heal in the ways that we need to. We just carry that weight around until more trauma happens. And that's not good on anybody. Spiritually, mentally, physically, it's all negative. So we need to figure out how to release those things. So that's the first workshop. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that you're obviously passionate about. You know, you could talk oh, about it forever. About it. Yes, I could really talk about breathwork forever. And um, this work is also really important to me because like my mom um, passed away 
due to having a stroke a few years ago. And it made me realize how in my community and in many communities, people don't have places where they feel safe or where they don't feel normalized for having these internal feelings where they are uncomfortable. And I want to bring it to light that like we're more alike than different. We all deal with these things. And it's something yeah. that we need to all pay more attention to. So I'm really excited about that. Great. And then what else are you offering? Oh, um, I'm also doing um, yoga. So I'm going to be doing like a yoga. That's all. I love doing yoga because for me, yoga is where I can really shine free flow. Like the divine comes in, the movements, um, the music, the playlist. I'm going to have a bomb ass playlist because I'm all about energy with breath work. If you're not like you have to feel the music. So there'll be great music, great movement. Everything is going to be an easy, smooth flow. I never do anything that's difficult because I always want everybody to be able to participate in my class. So if you've never taken yoga before in your life, my class is not the class to be afraid of. I promise. My class is the one that you're like, I need to go back to her class because she made me feel like I can do yoga anywhere. And I love that. So um, that's what that is. I'm offering yoga and breath work. And I'm excited to be doing both because they both definitely get you into your mind, body and get you into better alignment. Awesome. Yeah. And what are you hoping that the attendees get out of your classes? In both instances, I would like for attendees, the people that come and show up and participate in either one of my workshops, I want them to leave feeling like they were able to release something that they were definitely holding on to. I don't want them to, I don't want to say feel trauma fee, but I really feel like they can dive more into the shadow work and deal with their trauma. They don't feel discouraged or, um, afraid to dive into that work. I want them to feel more open and more in tune and more authentic with themselves and definitely grounded because all of this work needs to lead back to a solid foundation. Definitely. And I feel like because you are such a good beginner's teacher for yoga, like that may be a foundation for a lot of people to move on and and start a practice from there. So all the beginners, make sure you go to Trinity's class. So many people, like, because I do do yoga in a park here in Philly, and one thing that I've noticed about a lot of people who come to me and they say either they haven't done yoga in years or this is their first time trying yoga, they definitely enjoy the flow and they definitely enjoy how most of my practice is breath work based. So if you can breathe, you're going to be able to do my class (laughs) because everything, (laughs) every movement is led by your breath. And you forget about the movements because you're so in tune with the breath. And I promise it'll just flow. Then the music, and then we'll be in nature because we're doing it outside. You guys, it's going to be amazing. Awesome. And then uh, do you have a quote or a random fact you'd like to share with our uh, listeners? I am going to share a random fact, and I don't know how many people know this fact, but I'm going to say it anyway. But for me, my random fact is that I learned that trees can transmute energy. So if you are ever having a horrible ass day, go out and hug a tree because trees actually can absorb your negative energy. And then they also can give off positive vibrations to help you feel more uplifted, alive and grounded. So if you ever need grounding, ever feel like you're having a panic attack, 
you cannot have any of those things hugging the tree. I promise you. Like I had this one lady, she's like, I'm all emotional. Like afterwards we had a one-on-one and she was feeling real sad and she was feeling real overwhelmed with a lot of emotions. I was like, okay, well, what you need right now is to ground. Like you, you're releasing things, but now you need to reground yourself after having this release. I'm like, okay, come hug a tree with me. She hugged the tree. And at the end of it, she definitely told me, I feel a hundred percent more grounded. I feel like I'm able to get through this whatever the situation is. And I have a lot of clarity. So I feel like it has been, I, I know other people, I really feel like trees transmute energy. They don't just give off oxygen. Like they live, have us to leave. They actually give off a lot more, just like plants give off energy. Why wouldn't a tree give off energy if people plants do? So that's my one <laughs> random fact. Go hug trees. Yes. I'm a tree hugger also. And you're actually, I've interviewed like four people at this point, and you're the only one who's given a random fact. So I'm excited about that. I'm glad Yay! that somebody did. Everyone <laughs> for you, huh? Yep, exactly. <laughs> I, I looked at it and I was like, I feel like everyone's going to have a quote, quote. And I'm like, and I, I never get the chance to tell people to hug trees. So I was like, my random fact is to go hug a tree. Because that is, it's been clinically proven that nature is a de stressor. So hugging a tree will cause. You to de-stress. So yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm so Yeah. And then what uh, would you like to share with our uh, listeners about anything about you, your business, anything like that? Maybe your socials? Yes. So I have two Instagrams, um, which I want everybody to follow. My witchy yogi join is strictly for yoga and meditational purposes, upliftingness. Um, and my just trend underscore three. That Instagram is for my poetry, my arts, and um, self-healing journey. So if you're interested in actually watching and witnessing me heal and then turn that into my work, because some people, they they don't want to just see all my work, um, that's where you can find me. I also have a YouTube channel where I do yoga chats and discuss how you can start your own practice, how you can diverge into self-care, and that's Witchy Yogi John as well. Um, and my website is witchyyogijoy.org. You can um, find me doing yoga in a park. Um, I'm actually going to be doing the Breathe Into You um, workshop before Anahana's Purpose. So if you're interested in getting a sneak peek, I'll be doing that at um, Energy Ripple with Crystal Shop. And um, I am also going to be doing Root Chakra um, sprays and selling those in the fall as well. So I do a lot of aromatherapy sprays. I have like three more sprays that are left. So I'm pulling what's out there, but I have new sprays coming soon to help you feel more grounded with your breath work. And that's really it. I think that's all I have. Yeah. My yoga chats, my tea and talks, all of that's on my social media. So I'm excited. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Trinity. Anahadis is coming up so soon. When we release this episode, we'll only be like three weeks away or four weeks away. So it's coming real I'm, fast. And I'm very excited oh, about that. I'm so excited because let me tell you how I just started a new job and I'm on probation. And I'm like, look, when my vacation comes, I am going to Anahadis. You won't hear from me at all. And I'm so excited about it. So I can't wait to see you. I can't wait for this to air. And I hope to see you guys all at my workshops or a future event. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, friend. Hello. <laughs> I am super grateful. 
that you were able to make this work. Absolutely. I'm excited to tell you some things, but I know I sent you some of the questions. Mm-hmm. Start there if you're cool with that. Introduce yeah. yourself to the peoples. Okay. So I'm Erica. I am a licensed psychotherapist. I am a Kundalini yoga teacher. I am a Reiki master. Um, and I've been a therapist now for the past eight years. So really, I kind of see myself as like a guide into the darkness. Um, I nice. help people. Yeah. <laughs> I That's help good. People, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like travel to the most dark, shameful repressed places within themselves and really helping them bring light and love and acceptance to those places. Yeah, that's, that tracks, that tracks. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say people who have come to your class, that that would be a way that they would describe their experience with you for (laughs) sure. Absolutely. For sure. Um, What's your big three? Do you know your big three, your sun sign, your rising moon? Yeah, so I'm a Taurus sun. I am an Aries moon and uh, Virgo ascendant. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I dig that. And I love the Taurus sun. I feel like that makes sense with what you do, like that homey, like it just bringing it back, grounding it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. What will you be teaching? And I'm excited to talk about this. What are you teaching this year at the purpose? (laughs) So I am teaching Befriending the Shadow, so a deep dive into our shadows, so really helping guide attendees into like the process of making their unconscious conscious, and like with that comes a lot of emotional release, comes yeah. a lot of awakening, and, and yeah. I don't know if you know this, but there's another podcast that comes to the retreat uh, mm-hmm. called Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Mm-hmm. And they have talked about you and your class. One of them went to your class last year and they've talked about it numerous times. So I just want to let you know, get ready because you are in the amphitheater. I'm probably going to give you a microphone <laughs> because <laughs> your class is most definitely going to be one of the most, like probably the biggest class that we have. So I just want to let you know that because people are excited about it. On the low and last podcast, Charlie, who's one of the um, people from the other podcast, said how it like changed the way she looked at her life, just spending that time with you in that in that workshop, in that space. So I'm just so happy that you're a part of the Anahatis fam. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you hold such great space at the retreat for the attendees mm. and you're never allowed to not be a part of it. I'm just letting you know that now <laughs> <laughs> you're never allowed to like when I, th- I thought you moved earlier in the year when you went to South America and I was like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't know how Anahatas can continue without your workshop because mm. it has been one of the most transformative ones for a lot of our attendees. So I want to thank you. And I also just want to give you that warning that your class is going to be, it's going to be big. It's going to be a big one. It's probably that going to be the biggest so one. That is so exciting. I mean, yeah. that, I feel so grateful to hear that because that is like my purpose and my intention with all of this. So to hear that it's, it really is touching people and that 
they're excited to continue and this isn't like easy work you know so like people are excited to like do to like to like attend something like this is like it's really um it's just amazing to hear yeah you're definitely making a huge shift at the at the purpose you're definitely Mm -hmm. you're giving people what they want to get out of the retreat and i'm very Mm -hmm. grateful for you for that it's so good it's so great (laughs) i feel like i've taken the class and i haven't even been able to take it so this year (laughs) i am definitely going to take the class myself and i'm super excited about it i've already talked to some of the other people that like helped me out and i'm like listen you gotta let me attend one of these because we're talking about it everywhere and I haven't even gotten it done yet. So I'm also super excited to be able to take it. And I hope that, you know, I'm looking forward to having my, my world rocked. Yes, yeah. I'm so I'm excited. Super, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do after. I have to figure out how to give myself some time after the class so that I'm not, you know, like answering all the questions and running around after having a big cry, cry fest. Yeah, that's so important. Like the integration after that. We're so sensitive and raw and like open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big one. I know we kind of touched on a lot of like what people have experienced, but I guess what are your main hopes when you teach this class for the attendees? What do you want them to walk away with? I think, well, like my primary intention is catharsis for sure. Nice. The emotional release and... But otherwise, it's like the ability to make the unconscious conscious. So like giving them a guidebook. So not only in the in the workshop, am I helping them to become more aware of these repressed aspects of this of the self or like disowned parts, but I'm giving them a guidebook and like a toolbox of like how to identify when your shadow is at work in your life otherwise like once you once you leave the workshop how can you continue to do this work and here are the tools and here are the questions you can ask yourself like noticing when like judgment really might be a reflection of your shadow or when yeah. you're projecting that might that might be your shadow at work or, or when you're really triggered what's there and so um and to do this in a really loving and kind and compassionate way because the reason the shadow is in the shadow in the first place is because we don't want it. We, yeah. we we're, shamed, we're ashamed of it. So the more sweetness and playfulness we can bring, the, the more likely it is to become conscious. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. I know just from hearing people, one of the things that you shared, I know that I don't have this exact or specific, but I know what has been told to me was when you have a judgment of somebody then ask your, or say to yourself and me too. Mm. Like I've seen, like that has been something that has come back to me from your class mm-hmm. um, is like, you do this judgment and so do I. Like mm-hmm. you, like I'm judging you for this and this is me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not even taking your class, I've incorporated that into my life, which is cool. When you see myself like spiraling a little bit, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am out of pocket right now. <laughs> I need well, to bring yeah. it back. Yeah, I need to bring it back. What is one random fact about you or a favorite quote? Well, I'll do both really quick. Yeah. Um, I'll say random fact was that I fell off a 60-foot cliff. 
And what? Yeah. I, Whoa, I don't want to know your quote yet. You need to explain this. You fell um, off a cliff? Yeah. Um, I fell off a 60-foot cliff. Um, I was hiking by myself, and I fell, and I broke my spinal cord, my arms, my pelvis. Ribs punctured my lungs. So I was suffocating, and I was down there for seven hours before I was saved, and I had a profound near-death experience. Um, <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. When was this? It was about six years ago. Holy about shit. About to be seven, actually, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And you had a near-death experience. And I had a near-death experience. I was actually like, it's crazy because the night before this happened – um, I got in a fight with my sister about how there's no such thing as God. And I was super atheistic. I was super like hardcore, just like anything I see with my eyes is what's true and there's nothing else there. And yeah. the next morning I fell off a cliff and I have a near-death experience. And then I I learned that everything like i found out that everything is god everything is is this energy and i learned so much about the spiritual realm and then i come back into my body and i was a completely different person and also like this is also a huge part of what's led me on the path of like shadow work of course yeah absolutely so i'm just i just need to like schedule time to hang out with you because i want to yeah that's wild Mm mm-hmm and absolutely incredible. I'm so glad that you chose to stay. Same. Yeah, and it was a choice. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so glad you chose to stay. I feel emotional right now. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that is definitely a very intense random fact. <laughs> So that I'm excited to hear what your favorite quote is then. <laughs> well, it's, it's very much in line with the shadow work, but it really is my favorite quote too by Carl Jung, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will direct our life and we will call it fate. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a thinker. Yeah. And like very obvious, but it's like one of the, yeah. Yeah, cool. it's like it's like until we can make the unconscious conscious, like we will be a victim to life rather than the creators of our reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I know you have something really exciting happening soon in your ah, personal life. Yeah. <laughs> and I would love for you to talk about it. I know that this is going to be very important for us to share this at Anahata's when we are there in September because people need to know what you're doing. It's so exciting. I'm so proud of you. Go ahead. Talk about that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So so my husband and I just opened. Well, tomorrow's our grand opening, but um, yeah. opened our own private practice, Quantum Holistic Psychotherapy Group. Um, where it's like a group psychotherapy practice that is we do all the traditional therapy things but we're also bringing in a lot of spirit and a lot of body so really incorporating all three into a a more traditional psychotherapy model and um and yeah so we are so excited we are starting to like hire new therapists that all have 
their own like unique styles and are really bringing like powerful modalities that are not so traditional you know yeah. like we're, we're really starting to change the way that the psychology world has so you know has attached has so they mm-hmm. have the psychology world has so many attachments to these ways of thinking and we're really trying to like change that yeah it's yeah. I cannot wait to share all of this more like for and for attendees to see this because it is so important and mm-hmm. especially after the panini for the three mm-hmm. years I think a lot of people have realized or have come to this point where they're going everyone's understanding they need therapy now right like that's kind of become more of an important thing and people are also realizing that the traditional way just doesn't make everyone feel comfortable enough to really mm-hmm. open up because mm-hmm. we've all kind of gotten a little deeper um, mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited that you are creating this space for people Thank I am you. so freaking proud of you <laughs> and I just know in my soul that it's going to be extremely successful in all ways in changing lives and in all of the things yeah and I'm just I'm so just grateful to know you (laughs) (laughs) because I know we don't even get to like talk much but whatever we do it's just warm and I'm just very grateful that yeah I'm super grateful you chose to stay yeah same yeah so I'm excited to see you soon too in September. I'm so excited. Thank you for holding the space that honestly Anahata's was like such a massively awakening. Like the first year I went was such a massively awakening experience for me, especially in terms of community. Cause I was like on the path, but I was so isolated in it. And then to like, it helped me so much. I was like crying the entire time I was there of like just joy and, so I'm so grateful for you, to you for creating this space where it's that, that it is changing so many people's lives. And I brought a bunch of people last year and all they could yeah. talk about was how Anahata's has changed their life, lives. So that's all you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not all me. It's all the people <laughs> that I put on the platform. Mm-hmm. It's all of us together experiencing yeah. community in a vulnerable way and mm-hmm. breaking away from the norms um, it's very much you also and all the people that you bring and all the people that show up to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it is crazy how like you're there and you're like, whoa, this is possible. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like, oh shit, we could probably, we could be like this all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. But thank you for that amazing compliment. And I'm really happy that uh, it has made an impact. Yeah. I, I, that is overwhelmingly warm to me to know mm-hmm. that I've done something that has helped you in a way. Cause I know you have done oh, stuff yeah. that has helped me and all of everyone else. So oh, yeah. thank you. Is there, do you have, um, hashtags, places that people can find you? Um, I think the best place would be our website. Uh, yeah. quantum psychotherapy group.com um, cool. and my Instagram's on there contact is on there all the things everyone come to the class if you can't come to Anahata's check out the website thank you
Thank you. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for Thank having you so us. Much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Not much longer until Anna had his purpose. So I'm really excited to be doing this interview and like to hear about what you guys are doing. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. So I guess let's start and just, yeah, tell us about yourselves. What are you guys doing? Um, where you're from? How long you've been practicing and whatever else you'd like to share. Margo, you want to go first? Oh, okay. <laughs> I am Margo. I can copy your answers then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I am Margo. Um, that's the nickname that I go by, but both of you also know me by another name, at least on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> the co-host of the Hearth and Hedge podcast with Amberly, and it is a podcast that is basically just about all aspects of being a modern witch, living a magical and spiritual lifestyle, and trying to have some fun while talking about it, I guess. I, I was born in Massachusetts and lived in Puerto Rico for a very short time, but I've lived in New Jersey for most of my life. Uh, I, I guess I would consider myself a, a solitary eclectic witch. I think many practitioners actually fall into that same category, even though their practices might be completely different from one another's. It's pretty difficult to explain and pin down in a short set of words. So um, eclectic is a very helpful term for that reason. I've had an interest in the craft and the occult since I was a kid, but I didn't really start practicing until I was around 16. So barring a couple dry spells along the way, it's been about 24 years. Nice. Um, and I, nice. now you know how old I am. Oh my gosh, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, because I'm almost the same age. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think I, I started practicing a little bit in my, in my teens too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wicca is where we started. <laughs> Wicca in secret. That's right. That should be an actual like branch. Wicca in secret. Yeah. Wicca, Wicca in secret. Yeah. <laughs> in the broom closet. Yes. I'm sad you All can't right. see my besom better, but it's there, right there above my head. Oh, I like it. Was it red? Are it the is. bristles red? Yeah, they are. That's really cool. So I'm Amberly. I am the co-host with Margo of the Hearth and Hedge. Um, I was born in New Mexico. I lived there for 28 years and now I live in Virginia. I am a mother of two, two teenagers and one adult um, <laughs> and a husband <laughs> and three crazy dogs. So yeah, we live here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I've been practicing on and off since I was 12 years old. There was a long period of off, but I've been practicing pretty regularly for quite a few years now. I consider myself an eclectic witch as well, but most of my practice is centered around the kitchen because I really love to cook. So yeah. And you're excellent at it. Yeah, mm -hmm. thanks. I remember that dill bread. Dill bread. <laughs> so that. funny. It's like a running joke. Still I don't think I'll ever forget about that dill bread. <laughs> I'm scared. We were legitimately drunk off of the dill off bread. bread. <laughs> like, that was the first and only time that I've ever been drunk off of food. And it was this dill bread. That's so funny. So good. When I come to the Lunasa thing, I'm like, I'm going to have to like up my game because I'm not bringing <laughs> the dill bread. So what if it's yeah. like a you know, flop? <laughs> 
We just throw it right back at you. Don't come back without dill bread. (laughs) Turn around, go home. We need need the dill bread. What's this rosemary shit? What are you trying to do to us? We want to get drunk again. Bring the dill bread. (laughs) Since this is an astrology podcast, uh, why don't you tell us our sun, moon, and rising sign? Okie dokie. I am a Taurus sun. Uh, Amberly and I both are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely one of those people who is fully, fully their sun sign. Like I'm such a Taurus. It's almost a cliche. Um, <laughs> I'm a Cancer moon, which is like the mooniest of the moons. And I'm an Aries rising, which is like the battering ram that enters rooms before me sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, I have to rein in the ram sometimes, but I also need to learn to unleash her every once in a while instead. Mm-hmm. But I'd also yeah. like to say that I also have a Libra stellium. So that's yep. that's another friend who comes out of the woodwork every once in a while. I didn't know about the Libra stellium, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. I'm sad I didn't remember to write down my stellium, but I want to say it's in Taurus. <laughs> Super duper Taurus. <laughs> extra Taurus. I am extra Taurus for sure. So I am, as Margo said, a Taurus sun. I'm an Aries moon. And a Capricorn rising. So I am all the horns. Nice. Mm. Yeah. All the bulls. Uh, all, yeah. And yeah, goat. Goats. And, yeah. Sea goat. Sea goat. Sea goat. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So all the things that are stubborn and assholish. <laughs> Fire and earth. That's right. That's me. That's me. Fire, Fire and earth. That's awesome. Do you guys want to tell us what you'll be facilitating at Anahata's this year? Yeah, Margo, why don't you um, why don't you talk about the ritual, and I'll we'll talk about the rest of it. Sure. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about it. This we we are going to be leading the Harvest Moon Water Ritual, uh, and we're really excited about it. So we're gonna have everyone meet, you know, at the tent um, before we start. We'll do like a grounding exercise. Then we'll walk down to the water and hold the ritual. We are going to, you know, open a circle honoring the spirits of land and everyone's personal spirits. Uh, We're going to keep it as nonspecific as possible while still doing the thing because we want everyone to feel included and that everyone can relate. That's really important. So then we'll honor the harvest moon, say some words about how we want to work with, you know, the specific energies and focus our intention into the water And then we'll finish up and everyone will be able to take a small bottle of the charged up moon water with them to use however they please. And it's going to be really cool. The bottles are adorable. And yeah, but it's slowly been coming together since we decided to do it. And I think it's going to be a really good experience. I'm really excited. This sounds awesome. And it's on midnight, right? Yeah. It's at midnight. Yeah. On the night of the harvest moon, which will be uh, the Saturday night. Extra. I love it. I'm so (laughs) excited. I'm so excited. I like every time I think about it, I get chills. Um, and I will tell you that Margo has come up with the ritual and she has come up with a good one. Um, I'm going to come up with the grounding beforehand. I haven't come up with anything yet, but I have a little bit of time. So yeah. got 52 days. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. I think that everyone's going to enjoy it. So we're also hosting a tent. The tent will be open to anyone to come whenever they want. It's going to have some nice little pillows and an altar so you can come do your morning practice or pull a card, burn some incense, honor whoever it is you want to honor or just honor yourself. Um, So that will be 
just there and open the entire week. And then in, what was it, April, Margo? Yes. Was Mini Anahatas. And uh, all of the attendees of Mini Anahatas, we are going to host a, a little get together of all of those folks so that we can all just kind of reminisce and talk about what life has been like since we attended and how we've grown and what we've learned. And, and so, yeah, it's going to be super fun. I am excited for that. We met some wonderful people that I yeah. hope will, will be at the big Anahatas. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited to see Dina. Yes. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aww. I'm excited to see everybody, but I'm really excited yeah. to see Dana. So if you're Aww. listening, Dana. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm even getting in the mood to hug people, which is not a common thing for me. <laughs> That's exciting. That sounds exciting. And I'm really, I'm, I'm so sad that I missed the mini Anahatas, but I'm like, I'm going next year. Yeah. They're doing mini Anahatas. I'm going. It next was year. so much fun. It was great. It is on. So what are you hoping that the attendees are going to take away from your ritual and your tent? And what are you, what are you hoping that people walk away with? Well, as far as the ritual goes, I really want them to take that energy of the harvest moon with them. It's like the energy of celebrating the progress that you've made, um, like in anything that you're working on, especially yourself. I think people tend to focus more on what needs work and what needs to change, which is amazing. You know, more people need to be willing to see the flaws and work on them, but they all deserve to give themselves a pat on the shoulders as well and celebrate the small victories and show themselves some gratitude. I feel like that's the kind of self-appreciation that fuels even more progress and positive change. And all that is very, very in tune with the energy of the harvest moon, at least some of that energy. I mean, there, there are many energies associated with the harvest moon that you can tap into, but that's where I'd really like to focus our ritual. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, um, I hope that people walk away with some new knowledge on how to hold ritual, not only just in a group setting, but for themselves as well. I want people to walk away not feeling so overwhelmed by what ritual can be and understand that it can be something that's profound, but also they'll walk away with the tools to be able to do that themselves. You know, that's, that's the one thing I really, I really want people to understand. Um, and for me too, because this will be my first really big group ritual and I'm really excited about it. I want to walk away just feeling the energy of everyone. Like I am so excited just to like soak that shit in and <laughs> share some 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 energy, you know? Absolutely, um, yeah. I'm yeah, hoping that we have a huge turnout because that will be amazing. And I'm really excited because we're gonna like dress all witchy and get into like really get into it. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, that is part of the fun. Like it doesn't have to be a super serious event. You know, we really should enjoy it. And, you know, even dressing up is part of the fun. Like, you don't, of mm -hmm. course, nobody has to if they don't feel like it. But having fun with it, enjoying it and not treating it like something that where you just go through the motions is is really what it's all about. And I hope that that's exactly what we achieve that's really exciting. Yeah, I, for one, I'm really looking forward to like the ceremonial aspect of it, because that's something that I want, like, for me personally, that's something that I struggle with, because I'm very like, I just do it. Like, if I'm just doing something, I'll just kind of like, mm -hmm. and I won't even write it down. I won't do shit. It's so bad. <laughs> so I'm really excited to like, have this ceremonial because that's something I want to get into. So I'm really excited for the ritual. Cool. An off the cuff witch. Drink, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I'm just gonna have to drink a lot of coffee. 
Yeah. Midnight oh, is too. like way past my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> so if same. I'm like falling asleep, sorry. Yeah, I'm definitely napping first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, definitely. I think that's actually going to be a challenge for a lot of people. So hopefully we can get the energy up and it's not just a bunch of sleepy people just like, okay, I'm here. Oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, no. What what night are you guys doing it? Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be right after the music pretty much ends. <sighs> Yeah, we're going to head over to the tent and then mm-hmm. prepare everyone and then head over down to the water. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited that it's going to be by the river, too. Yeah. Me, like, too. That's the we're perfect place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're bugs right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what is one random fact you know, or what is your favorite quote? Uh, as far as random Purple. facts go, I've got a bunch of useless random facts, but I act, I did hit me. I, maybe I should go with the quote. I don't <laughs> Did you do know? one of each? Okay. <laughs> Let's see how useless I can go with the random facts. Um, <laughs> did you know that alligators and sharks never die of old age? They have something called negligible senescence, which means they don't actually get old or suffer all that comes with old age. They die of either starvation, injury, or illness, but otherwise they they just don't die. Huh. Wait, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, isn't this week like Shark Week too? Perfect. That's such that's a this, cool This episode doesn't come out for a little bit, but like, that's crazy. That's my creepy, useless fact. I love it. I like the useless fact. That is interesting. <laughs> um, did you know my my useless fact is that I have a Newfoundland sitting next to me whining. I'm sure you can hear him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So my useless fact, it's actually not useless. It's a great fact. Um, sunflowers, all those beautiful flowers that we all grow in our garden because they're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can actually dehydrate the center of the stalk and grind it to make flour. I just learned that. Yeah. Wow. Flower. Did not know that either. There you go. I'm loving the useless. Um, well, that's useful. That's actually it's useful. Kind of useful. <laughs> that's like useless. useful you know about alligators and sharks? <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun fact. It's that awesome. Fun fact. Love fun facts. Oh, I man, actually that's... think that lobsters are pretty much also immortal. Yeah, but maybe. We just eat them. So, wait. Yeah, like that. Wait. So, hold on. I just rewind for a second because this is not computing in my in my brain that's so, not <laughs> sharks and alligators could live forever basically except for yeah negligible senescence means that they don't typically age and then die of old age it has to be you know injury illness so starvation or some other cause yeah yeah there could be like sharks chilling from whenever sharks first evolved. Yeah. I mean, because they, oh, wow. because they're, you know, because of the lifestyle that they lead, they typically do bite it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they don't have to. But they're good. So you're saying there's a chance. There <laughs> so is a chance. chance. Uh, oh, man. Wait, I have a quote too. Yeah. I'm yeah. Tell us a nerd. quote. I just really like this one. It's just, no, e- have at it. Energy rightly applied and directed will accomplish anything i thought that was appropriate that's by nelly bly nice that's great that That is a really good one that's a great one i could share a quote that i put in my uh high school for my senior picture you know you got to choose a quote yeah you're gonna love this are you ready i'm ready (laughs) okay i don't know who said it uh eagles may soar 
but weasels never get sucked into jet engines. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So you can see where my mindset was when I was a teenager. I was a complete dumbass. There you go. You're welcome. I might have to go. I have a little letter board in my kitchen that might have to end up putting that on there. That's awesome. Because it's always something snarky up there. I don't I don't put up nice quotes. It's always something <laughs> snarky. Um, okay. So plug your stuff. Tell us, tell us where to find you. The Hearth and Hedge, we drop a new episode every Monday. They're typically bi-weekly regular episodes intermingled with mini-sodes that are basically spell forecasts based on like what the moon is doing and how you can work with that energy for your spell work. But we also have Sabbath specials and Tari and tirades where we just, you know, basically shoot the shit. And that's every Monday. Do you want to take it from here? Do you want me to just keep going? (laughs) (laughs) You you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Hearth and Hedge. Or you can email us at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. Our podcast is, is just about witchy awesomeness. Yeah. We also have a Patreon. Oh, we do also have a Patreon, which can be found on patreon.com slash the hearth and hedge. On Patreon, we do a book club because Margot and I are absolute bibliophiles. And so we just started our book club. And the first book is Spells for Change by Frankie Castanea. We just finished our first week, so um, you can totally jump in anytime. I think next we're going to do a book on protection magic, which we both think is very important for witches to know. And then we'll just go from there. I think after that, we were thinking about doing The Holy Wild by Daniel Dolsky. Yes. So, yeah. I'm just going to jump in and Uh say, like, just really quick, I love your podcast. Aw, thank you. I'm behind, but like, I just finished the Jason Miller episode and that was just I've, I've been saying this like every every time like, that's my favorite episode but like this one I think might have been my actual favorite I can oh, see that that you. was such a great I loved episode. the Jason Miller it yeah. was really good and coming from somebody that hasn't read his books I haven't read uh I don't think I have any of his books yet now I'm like oh man I need to go get all of them because he's just they're fantastic he's so cool and like yeah. down to earth and like mm-hmm. yeah man. he really is very down to earth and his books are fantastic yeah. But like, if anybody hasn't listened to the Hearth and Hedge, go listen to them right now. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And I love a two Gemini's and a Leo. It's so yeah, much fun I do to too. listen to. It's so you fun. guys are so sweet. You guys are so sweet. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. No yeah, thank you so really much. Excited. Thanks for having really us. Excited to see you guys at Anahata's. Yeah. So excited. All right. But all right, we'll see you later. All right. See Bye. ya. Thank you. Bye. So now I'm uh, welcoming to the podcast Colleen from Soul Magic, Tarot and Healing. Hey, Colleen, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I know Rachel was on your podcast recently, uh, so it's exciting to have you on ours. Yeah, it's nice to, uh, to do a little trade and just also share space and energy. So yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Uh-huh. So why don't you tell us about yourself? So I am a Reiki practitioner, access bars practitioner, tarot reader, and educator. Um, I started Soul Magic Tarot back in 2018. 
before Soul Magic Tarot, I was a fitness trainer. I did competitive powerlifting, uh, mostly strength training and stuff like that. And what I loved most about it was making a connection with people, showing people that they were worth so much more and could do so much more than they actually mentally believe that they were capable of. But after a while, I just started to realize that fitness wasn't the medium exactly for me to do that from. It just didn't flow. It was really hard for me to get clients and I hate sales and all that other stuff. So I quit personal training and I stopped doing fitness. And around that same time, I've carried this Smith Rider weight deck that I've had with me since I was a teenager. And I feel at the time tarot was kind of coming back mainstream. So I just looked at my deck and I was like, all right, so I'll start doing this. And I took a couple online classes and it took me about like a year and a half to learn and memorize all the cards. I practiced on people and then eventually I started getting out there professionally. So I started there with tarot and my business has evolved over the past couple of years into way more than just tarot reading. That's awesome. And now you're like the tarot queen of Anahata's purpose. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so stoked. I uh, Anahata's I love so much. And it was funny because I think it was like recently Rachel was like, just to let you know, like you have like a permanent spot at Anahata's. And I was like, yes, like I've made it. I've made it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so since this is an astrology podcast, we are asking mm-hmm. all of our guests, what's your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising? My sun is Libra, my moon is Sagittarius, and my rising is Aquarius. Ooh, that's interesting. I, you know, I actually just also interviewed Dr. Atlas. Okay. I thought he was an Aquarius rising, but he was a Leo rising. And I, I don't know, I, I kind of pegged you to have some more Leo placements in your That's chart. so funny. So many people, honestly, I have no Leo. I pretty much have Le- Libra and Sag in most of my other placements. And most people pin me as an extrovert, but I am such an introvert. Yeah, I think <laughs> in the in the last few years, like, because I've only really known Libra, so I am such a Libra too. But I have been getting to know that Aquarius rising, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is <laughs> this is me, like yeah. to a T. Yeah, <laughs> I love that, and I definitely think the Libra probably is what makes you stand out because Libra is very like relationship and people based mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So. Yeah, I just need a lot of recharging time and I yeah. can I can be out in public but I like I hide a lot too and I don't think people see that part. <laughs> out for one day hiding for 7 to 10 days. Yes, that's days. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh man. All right. So what are what kind of classes are you bringing to Anahata's this year? Uh so we're coming back with two classes that I've done in uh, prior years. So we're coming back with the Fool's Journey through the Major Arcana, which is essentially about the soul evolution, how we learn to live more soulful lives instead of egoic driven lives. But it's told through the cards of the Major Arcana. 
also coming back with Death Devil Tower Workshop, which I did last year. And those are three separate meditations. And each one, I take you inside the tarot card to meet the archetype. Um, and the, yeah, and each archetype has a lesson for you, depending on which ones they kind of deal with themselves. And then my new workshop for this year is demystifying the court cards. I think a lot of folks have difficulty understanding what they are because they can be so many different things and people interpret them so many different ways. So that's my new workshop this year, but so yeah, I'm excited. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) You're going to be doing readings there as well? Yeah, I'm going to try. So the past couple of years, I kind of just set up shop whenever I have time. So I'm going to check in with Rachel. I don't know if it's going to be something a little bit more structured this year or still kind of pop up stuff. But yeah, I'll be doing readings too. That's awesome because then people can learn from you and then actually see how you do it like in like live. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's awesome. Cool. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is my trade and this is how I do it. Like, I yeah. feel like that's great because it helps people put two and two together, you know? Yeah. So what are you hoping the attendees will get from your class? Well, or your class is because you're teaching a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Through the fool's journey, my intention always is to show people that the tarot is so much more than... I feel that the tarot has been pegged, I think, for all the years. Like people just kind of think it's this little hoaxy parlor trick, I think, sometimes. And really, the tarot is the map of the human experience. It's how we live in this world if we choose to go through our spiritual awakening and all this other stuff. And it just has so much medicine in it. And I just hope that people see that. Also through Fool's Journey, like I try to make, I mean, really through all of my teachings, I try to make it so relatable. And I just try to be like, you know, when this happened in your life, well, that's like the tower or that's like two of pentacles. And so people understand that it's not just this like mystical tool, even though it is, but it can be really relatable. Through Death Devil Tower, what I got feedback on last year is what I love most about it. But someone said, I realize that these archetypes are here to help me. They're not because Death Devil Tower, their imagery is very scary. A lot of people are very intimidated by them when they come up. So when that person said that, I was like, yes, like (laughs) they look scary. They don't always feel fun, but what they're here to do is help us. So that's what I loved. And I guess through the court cards, I'm just kind of stoked to talk about them. I talk about the majors a lot in most of my teaching. So I just like to have new opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Get into the nitty gritty, even though those other cards are like the, the bigger ones. Like, yeah, I feel like you said, not a lot of people ever really focus on the court cards. So Mm -hmm. it's cool to dive deeper into that for sure. Yeah. Love it. And so we're asking all of our guests if they want to share one random fact they know or if they want to share a quote. Do you have okay. a random fact <laughs> or do you have a quote? <laughs> um, so I have a favorite quote that I've had since I was a teenager. So it's Edgar Allan Poe. And it is, everything we see or seem is nothing but a dream within a dream. So I love that. Me too. <laughs> I, I have the craziest dreams and I just never know if I'm dreaming or awake sometimes. Until yeah. I wake up, so that's an interesting one. I like that. 
Yeah, I love it too. And then uh, also, if you want to share anything that you're excited about with your business, if you want to talk about your podcast, like I know you offer readings. I do one-on-one readings. I do them Reiki and Tara readings I do in person or in distance. Um, access bars can only be done in person because I got to touch your noggin for that. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of events going on all the time. So if you any of you have um, social media, I mostly post on Instagram. I also do have a Facebook, but it's mostly on Instagram. Um, I do have a podcast. It's relatively new. I started it a few months ago. Everything you can pretty much find me by Soul Magic. So the Soul Magic podcast, Soul Magic Tarot and Healing. It's kind of a big mix of all the Soul Magic stuff. <laughs> I love that. And it makes it easy to find you. You're just under Soul Magic. <laughs> yeah. Search Soul Magic. You'll most likely find me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the show, Colleen. And we're excited to see you at Anahata's Purpose. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. And I can't wait to see you at Anahata's. <laughs> so next up on our interviews, we have Charlie and Macy of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Welcome, ladies. I'm super excited to have you here today. Hello. You can't see it, but we're both doing prayer hands. Yeah, we are. In gratitude. Little, little prayer hands. Happy to be here. Very happy. Well, Very happy I'm so here. excited because last year, the reason why I went to Anahata's is because I heard about it on the podcast and I was just super excited to meet you guys, hang out, and it ended up just being so much more and turned mm -hmm. into a really loving and beautiful community of just amazing people. So I'm happy that we were all able to connect and, and be here in this moment. Yeah, it's crazy to me to think about how we viewed Anahata's before we actually went. There's like this mark in time. It's like yes. pre-Anahata's, post-Anahata's. And yeah. I think, Mesa, I think you've said that before on the podcast. But no way did either of us anticipate all the stuff that was going to come out of it. And like all the friends and no. the we were just talking about like the the family, the community that like has, it's like AP created its Dude, I saw somebody family. make that comment today in the uh, Anahata Waba group. And it was just like, that's, it, it feels like everybody's getting ready for a family reunion. Like yeah. that's what it feels like. Yeah. It's just kind of getting, getting near, you're ready to go see your cousins and shit. You know, you're going to go to well, a family reunion. It's truly. Absolutely. That summer camp vibe. It's like yes. we're getting ready to go see our friends at summer camp again. Your camp yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. It's, I can't. Oh, what a blessing. Yeah. And I never went to summer camp as a kid. So it's Me just neither. even better now that like mm. I'm actually like a happy functioning adult and not a moody teenager. And I'm yeah. just able yeah. to enjoy it really all, you know? It. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I always wanted to do a summer camp, but all of the choices around here were like seriously rooted in like southern baptism that's so yeah, it was that's all we camp had a, a freaky vibe to me but yeah, yeah grown-up camp is yeah. a lot better Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you don't have to feel bad about talking about that kind of stuff. In a recent episode, uh, Rachel has uh, determined that CERN, CERN is, is the, the Antichrist. Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, so. Awesome. yeah. So we're all I, about uh, that. I thought about that being my my favorite quote uh, <laughs> later on in the show. I was like, you know, I could just say someone wise once said CERN is the Antichrist. CERN is the Antichrist. Hail CERN. Um, <laughs> so why don't you guys tell me a little bit about, well, I know about you. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves? 
I am Macy. This is Charlie. She is my cousin. We are cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet throwback, bro. Uh, yeah, it's a triple best. Uh, yeah, we um, run a show called The Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We started it four years ago, which makes Whoa. me want to throw up when I think about it. Um, that's just a really long time ago. And uh, it's just kind of grown into this whole community thing, this whole big, nice thing. Uh, it led to us going to Anahata's last year. We were going to go in 2019, but everything shit the bed or uh 2020 sorry listen i don't even know what year it is anymore (laughs) i know yeah Yeah, and uh so that's we're that's what we do we're witches we do witch things charlie can introduce her herself and her nitty gritty hi i'm charlie yeah Yeah, that's pretty much (laughs) all i all i've got for you i'm an earthy witch and i am now a yoga instructor and i have a couple of recently and very recently you are yeah you are the teacher i am a a days old yoga instructor oh but you've always been one at heart though so now it's just on paper oh poetic oh except back in the day when you thought yoga was lame i did Uh, yeah as of like a few years ago when i was just like "Mm, i don't know about it Mm. oh the changes in our lives uh yeah i'm charlie i'm the second of two stylish one of the group i'm the stylish one of the group i'm the leo your rainbow shirt yeah (laughs) leo season my rainbow shirt that i wore i think the whole time at anahata's it's only fitting um yeah so we're we're here an earth and an an earth a fire and an air sign to add more fire and air to this already fiery and airy podcast (laughs) smoke that fire baby yeah exactly really blow it up I love it. So what I actually love so much about uh, your signs is that Charlie, you're a Leo and Macy, you're an Aquarius and they're actually oppositions and sister signs. So the cool thing about sister signs is that you share very similar views, but the way that you operate is different. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really fun and it adds a really cool element to the show that you can agree on a lot of things, but sometimes Macy will have a different outlook or you'll have a different outlook of the same core value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's honestly why we've had the dynamic that we've always had just growing up. I feel like, uh, you know, I say this with love. I love a lot of my family, but I have always had like a connection with me. We jive, man. We've always been able to make each other laugh. And that's a really important thing. Like make each other really laugh with regularity. Like just kind yeah. of a constant thing, and that's just always existed. And that what that it's just such a joy. You just want to experience it if you're together. You just want to just like you seek. It's like that. Yeah. Room. You seek them out, and you just like. <laughs> you're like, oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah. It's like uh, you know, in school when you get the class with your best friend, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, also Macy's a, a Leo rising. Yeah. So yes. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of Leo ness with her there. We oh, also recently talking about that on like a bonus so yeah I'm getting ready. Your, your I'm, I, I'm excited for leo season two because it's like i feel like i get to be an honorary leo because my leo rising comes out so much and so yeah maybe like, hmm. since you learn this and you connect with it now you'll stop talking so much shit about leos i will a little but y'all just gotta chill with the whole birthday thing i just can't like, no, it's, never. Much. it's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. I'm not. It what's is. a birthday? That word doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've I'm only sorry. heard of Birth a birth month. month is what I, mean. yeah. I, I stumbled on my words. My apologies. 
Well, your birthday is August 3rd, right, Charlie? Yes, August Leo, which I don't know the difference, but yes. Well, that's the same as my grandma. You have the same oh, birthday yay. as my grandma. Oh, hell yeah. She's the uh, leader of my spirit team. But uh, oh, actually, we did an episode. We did a uh, recorded our Leo season episode today. And I told this story that I'll just mention real quick here. Me and my grandpa were actually both born on August 10th. I was born in 1990. He was born in 1930. And mm. we're exactly 60 years apart to the time. We were both Weird. born at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Interesting. Huh. That is so. so cool. What does it mean? Yeah, exactly. What does <laughs> <Right>. it mean? <laughs> we were really close my, our, like my whole life. And, you know, mm. he passed away when I was like 13. Um, but, you know, while he was alive, like we were very similar. And like I looked at our charts today and compared them. And we have mm. a lot of similar placements, there which I go. think is really cool. Yeah, it's interesting, especially because that's like 60 years later, right? You know, like the chart isn't the same, but like, I think we have this, the sun in the same house. He's also a Sagittarius rising. We have the same Mercury and the same Jupiter sign. That's cool that you also had the same rising sign you said, because isn't that yeah. the one that can change like depending on minute, like just minutes apart? Yeah, every two hours, the rising sign changes. That's bananas. I was yeah. trying to figure so that out So the rising too. sign... The rising sign is the sign that rises over the horizon. So like it changes every two hours because the earth is constantly like turning. So okay. whatever sign is like coming over the horizon is the rising sign. So that's okay. why it changes every two hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because I know that Hunter and me have two of the three same big three, but I couldn't remember which one was different. So it's probably the rising, I, I guess, yeah. because like I, I know that we're two. I, I can't remember which two were the same. But two of them were, but I don't remember which two. I, I need to pull his chart back up. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, now that we know a little bit more. about it. Yeah, I yeah. want to send it to you, Teresa, and be like, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I just I just wanted to throw out a quick, a quick just gratefulness to you. Uh, because when we started our podcast, Mason and I were both basically like, I don't think I believe in astrology. Big time, yeah. Um and and you and Amber and just a couple of handfuls of other people have have, I think changed. Yeah. Three hundred and sixty degree. Well, one hundred and eighty degrees. Three sixty would just be putting us back where we started. <laughs> yeah. But still, done, don't buy it. I am. Uh, it is bullshit. No, but it, it really impacts so much more than I thought it did, and I'm getting really into it. And you know, both of us, I don't think are are experts on the matter, but you are always there for us to ask questions to oh and I just want to you know thank you for that because it's you've been uh the first word was detrimental but that's not correct <laughs> yeah, no. you've been detrimental to my learning <laughs> my I learning did really go 360 <laughs> and now I'm done You're detrimental but good I'm a yeah. podcaster I talk for a living I should be able to figure <laughs> this shit out <laughs> I know what you mean though uh I can't think of the word but yes the opposite instrumental Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. That, that, that works. Okay. That's better than detrimental. I've like written. Margin. I used to be a writer. I've <laughs> written great books. <laughs> Leather bound <laughs> books. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Well, while we're on the subject of astrology, hit me with your big three. Charlie, mm. you go quick. Go, oh, oh my God. Huh. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I am a Leo sun a Taurus moon and a Pisces rising. So cute. I'm particularly so cute. Oh, 
<laughs> the Pisces Rising is an interesting individual. I'm, I'm pretty fond of the Pisces Rising. I find them fascinating and interesting to study in my Aquarian nature. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Our, our dear friend Lyra is a Pisces Rising as well. So uh, her and I have some views on things that I think just make sense to each other. And I, and Macy, and you can just, I feel like you will Watching just kind of dissect together, us. Yeah. Watching y'all together is fascinating. <laughs> I love it. I love you too. Y'all's dynamic together is beautiful, but it is, mm. I just watch you both just completely. You're just so, you're just a couple of Pisces risings. And I love Live you. in a fantasy <laughs> world. It's just, you just get, it's cute. What am I? One of my favorite examples of that was the uh, hotel room wallpaper. My, it, it is the example. It's my yeah. favorite example. <laughs> we went to a hotel and uh, there was this wallpaper on the on the wall, and it was it looked like a Ooh, poor really? painting. It was, there was this it was wallpaper on the fucking on the floor, yeah. um, <laughs> but it was this like poor painting looking. And I asked Macy, I was like, "Do you think they have to like lay this paper out, do the poor painting, and then like put it on the wall?" And she was like. I think it's just printed like that or, or, or something. Wallpaper. Yeah. No, because you know what you asked me? What you asked me was even better than that, homie. And it was both of you. You were like, how did they pour it sideways? Because you thought the right. wall was a poor painting. And I was like, yeah. that's wallpaper, homie. Like, yeah. yeah. I and like, I remember you were this. like, you were like, I just, I think you said something to, to might sound a little bit rude, but I know what you meant. You're like, I just wish I could live in that fantasy world sometimes. I, I did. I'm jealous. Like that was my thing. I was just like, I just wish that whimsy. I wish I had yeah. that whimsy, you know? And I just look at things and I'm just like, mm, I don't know about it. You know, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But immediately you were, and just so flat, you were like, it's wallpaper, my it's guy. wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because like you are having the Pisces rising that makes you ruled by the planet of Neptune. So it just naturally makes you really like dreamy and like that's where like the psychicness I feel like really shines through and all of that stuff. So I love it. I feel like that fits you so well. When I was listening to the podcast before you guys had your charts read by Amber. I always thought that we had similar placements, Charlie, because I feel like we are very similar in a lot of ways. And I guess that's probably just the Leo sun, honestly. <laughs> because when I heard your other placements, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that makes sense. But I like, I had both like a, have a Taurus moon. No, I have an Aries moon. Do you have Taurus in your chart? I have a Taurus Mars. Okay. I just feel, so, um, yeah, okay. I'm a Leo sun, Aries moon, Sagittarius rising. And then my uh, Mercury is in Virgo. So that kind of like is what grounds me and like makes me like business person and yeah. like makes me a perfectionist when it comes to everything work oriented. And then I have a Cancer Venus, Taurus Mars and a Cancer Jupiter and also a Cancer Chiron. So I have a Ooh. Cancer Stellium and then I have a Capricorn Stellium in all of my outer planets. So I have a lot of balance between that cancer cap energy too. So my big three is all fire and that definitely shows, but then I'm also super emotional, <laughs> <laughs> super emotional, but also try to be pragmatic at the same time. Right. So oh yeah. I was thinking that's a, that's an interesting dynamic between like all the cancer placements and then like the Capricorn the cap. placements. Yeah. yeah like Macy's yeah. got a lot of cap as well. I've got a, I got cap. I've got quite a cap. Hit us with your chat. Hit us with your big three. I am an Aquarius sun, a Leo rising, and a Cancer moon. 
in the 12th Cancer. house, my little locked away moon that just lives in like a box inside of another box inside of another box. And just this <laughs> yeah. pool of ether. Just in the house of secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's opposing every, literally everything else in my chart. Everything Which else. Which makes sense because just knowing you as a person, when, you, when they were like, you have a cancer moon. I was like, no, sh no, no she doesn't. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you lying? Yeah, she only has one eye that cries. Yeah, I only, I yeah. And that's only sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that your yoga journey has slowly uh, started deboxing some of those boxes. I am a little bit better boxes. of a crier. Yeah. Uh, just like a little bit. But I can at least bring it upon myself if I need it. You know, I'll, mm. I have like, I have a few things that I know that I could do if I just need, like, I'll have like, like four hours just to myself. Be like, you know, I could, I could eke a couple out you know <laughs> watch some virgin river cry See, a for me bit. it's on it's for me it's queer eye i'll watch the the new oh, the queer eye reboot yeah. and oh man it's so touching i will just cry and cry and cry without fail every time it's so beautiful i love it which it is. my brother also shares rustin also watches queer eye to cry yeah oh, we, we learned that i wonder what his life. chart is See, I, now i'm always wondering what people's charts are I need to get that's I need, how I got into dude, astrology I chart I need to I can get it from mom I'll get his birth time and I'll get, get it chart. yeah oh who mark are you Teresa after <laughs> this yeah oh my gosh. let's do <laughs> it questions let's do it but I that's honestly how I really started like getting super into astrology is I took a class and I was just like I love astrology so much and I think it's really cool it makes a lot of sense and then I just started asking everybody around me for their birthday birth time and birth location mm -hmm. and I would just pull up their charts and like honestly study them and yeah. like study like their their actions and how they how they moved about in life and it it really put me on my path for astrology and it's really interesting. It also makes me sound like a creep that I'm studying. No, first, I think but... it makes sense because it's a way well, to yeah. learn. I learned yeah. that way and having something to pin the knowledge to, like it makes it to where it's like a personified, you know, yeah. and so you can take the information and personify it, which for me helps me retain it. So I, it's just, it's like we were talking about the other day, Charlie, about like, even though the stereotypes are kind of broad and a joke in using them, you're building the reflex of at least remembering the general like archetypes and right. kind of yeah. loose traits that go with each yeah. one. Yeah. I, I went, I went from knowing just the stereotypes of my Leo, like son, like, I feel like that's the one everyone knows is their sun sign. Not Leo. I know Macy by your face. You could tell I was going to be like, everyone knows Leo. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I went from just knowing that. And if I ever saw like memes or whatever, I, I would, I didn't really get it. You know, I would look at the Leo one first and then kind of move on. But now I find myself looking at all of them. They're and all like, funny yeah, to me now because I know yeah. the general loose. It's, like, it's of... such a Sagittarius. Ha -ha, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, it, it has helped in a weird way. And just like the silliness yeah. of just throwing that around. I have learned from it, you know. Yeah. And, and then you can go deeper work. into like the real yeah. shit beyond like Leo's a narcissist and Aquarius is an alien, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it definitely does teach you. That's why I love the astrology groups on Facebook. Like mm -hmm. I'm literally just on Facebook now for groups like Same. all of the memes yeah. on the yeah. astrology yeah. groups like mm -hmm. the waba groups like that's like mm -hmm. literally the only reason i keep facebook me too um the the weird yeah. astrology memes that get posted to the waba facebook are my favorite like the uh the one that came the, the king of the hill placements oh you know like <laughs> 
what, what was Dale Gribble? That was you, Mace. It was Aquarius, right? It was Aquarius. Yeah, and I love yeah. one of the one of his like tags as to why his Dale Gribble specifically was listed as a great friend, and I was like, who made I don't this? Know about that. He's not, he's not a good friend. But I do accept Dale uh, Gribble as in the Aquarius. Uh, yes, I, for 100%. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I must. <laughs> well, they just assigned one of the, the Aquarius traits to the character, even though the character doesn't make sense for yeah, that yeah, for one trait. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you're, you're not a good friend. I'm a good friend. You're not a good friend, Dale Gribble. You don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm a good friend. <laughs> Thanks for convincing us, Macy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could attest to that. I could attest to that, guys. She is indeed a good friend. So She's alright. Yeah. She's fine. <laughs> I get the job done. Which which I do kind of want to touch on that now that we've learned about this sister sign thing. I have seen a lot of like crossover. And I feel like that's a big thing with Leo's. It's like the friendship, the loyalty there, yada yada. And now I'm seeing, how does that relate? Because I do see that a lot in Aquarius. And it's not necessarily the loyalty thing. Like, how does that translate there? Because I do feel like, um, I do feel like Macy, I guess, being an Aquarius is one of the only people that I know that would probably help me like realistically hide a body if I asked her to. So like, what, is that a real thing with Aquarius? Is like, they're good people. Yeah, once you get in with an Aquarius... Is that what it is? Yeah. Fucking in. That's the thing. Like you're in. That's the thing. And you also have to be okay with Aquarius's need for space and alone time. Okay. Because they they will be there for their friends at all costs, but also they're not going to be the friend that's going to hit you up and text you every day yeah. or every week. And don't you cry know, wolf like... on when you truly need me. That's the thing. It's like I am available <laughs> right. at any moment, any emergency moment, 24-7, 2 in the morning, doesn't matter. As long as but, it's an but emergency. Yeah, if it's yeah. if it's some bullshit, if it's like a uh uh-uh. uh, no, I I'm not. Doing but then, it. see, as a Leo, it's like even if it is bullshit, I'm exactly. Still gonna, I'm I was still like, gonna. I'm down for bullshit, especially <laughs> at two a.m., dude. Come get me. Yeah, that's <laughs> the difference right there. I mean, yeah, nothing good happens after after like eleven p.m. So I feel like two a.m. is like all right. There's some drama happening. What's going? Oh, on? only good things happen after. 11. oh man all right so what are you guys doing at anahata's purpose this year guys hit us with some logistics the i guess the first thing we'll talk about is the live podcast that we're doing we're one of two live podcasts and uh what's the other one tool gemini's and oleo Hell yeah. <laughs> two Jaminis uh, and a Lamini. That's oh, what I two, call it. Two G's and a Lee. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go on. I'll go forever. That. So, well, you know, I have a question for you, Teresa. And this is this is like a real out-of-towner question. Okay. Okay. Like, hit me. I learned the other day that, like, locals it, for, for Long Island is, is one word. It's Long Island. It's not Long Island. It's a Long Island. It's like one. Is that true? Is it like yes, Louisville it's, it's, instead of Louisville? It's like Long Island. It's lawn, like L-A-W-N. Okay. Guy Land. Long so, Island. Long Island. Long Island. Ooh, Long like Island. It. Long Island. It sounds okay. I just love your accent so much. I, I love it. 
so much. When I when I'm talking to people, and especially on Marco, because I don't want to be like Mark does, like a typical Long Islander. No, you do. I'm always like <laughs> Long Island. Like oh, I, I have to it. like try to <laughs> I love it when we when we're Marcoing, and I you're just kind of like it's when you're distracted and you're just like rummaging around, and I I just you're really just your own true accent, and you just I love it when it fully comes out. Whenever you really truly comes, I'm just like oh, I love it so much. It's so good, but I do get it though, because like we're the same. Like people say this thing with like the the southern accent, the Texas accent. They're like, "Oh, I love it, I love it." And we're just like, "We'll dial that back I just a little know. bit." So I think it just yeah, any yeah, yeah. time you sound like your local your local place, you're just like, "Oh no, it's I'll dial that back just like a little bit, just yeah, a yeah. tad." Yeah, I think we've I think we've done an okay job of working our accents out it, as much as we're gonna. I do remember in the early days we were doing, I think, a live on Facebook and we were talking about going through the process of us each trying to lose our accent or at least try to dress it up a little bit because our natural accents, if you heard us as children, oh, oh yeah, boy. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> oh my God, I need a family video. I oh, need dude. One. Yeah. No, we'll have to find one. It's <laughs> yeah. great. But we were talking about that, and someone in chat said something like, the fact that these two think they've lost their accent is so funny. I mean, maybe not. It's more Macy, honestly. There are some things that Macy says sometimes that that come out real Southern. The thing with Macy is... Every once in a while. That's that's true. When it comes out hard. Yeah, Macy, I think overall, generally, I think that you do have less maybe of an accent sometimes but when it comes out it comes out harder than it ever could it like uh what did like you say crack. Um, yeah we were like say the other day you said uh, in the past yes like yesterday's episode uh i, oh, I started with an s but i don't remember what it was but i remember saying it and yeah and and i didn't hear it at all until i was editing it and i heard it and was like what was that like <laughs> I, yeah wrong yeah yeah you were like uh i think we're gonna have to go to the store today and get some sarsaparilla it was like something yeah it was that degree of drama yeah it was a lot but um yeah, but yeah, we're doing a live show. Live show. We, we're really good at derailing. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a little sneak, a little tidbit of information actually for both of you because like I'm super excited about Anahata's and so I've, I've been preparing. And I was sitting here the other day and I finished recording and I saw the I saw the beak sitting on the table, you know, and I was, oh, shit. And I was seeing this that that blue book, you know, and I was like, man, you know what? I need to pick the net. Like I need to I need to like rifle through it and pick like because she's got to come with us. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. gotta come with us. Like it's not a live I, show without the beatman. Yeah. I found I found the section and it's just so good. And I'm not gonna go into it, but I just want you to know that I it's good. She's gonna do it. It's gonna be good. I'm very yeah. glad. There's uh, I hope there's some classic beatmanism. Oh, there's gonna God, be beatman. The check marks. I was reading it, good. I was just checking it off in my mind. Classic <laughs> beatman. She's coming for everybody and I, i'm nice. right yeah i also feel like whoever has a copy of that book because i know a couple of the beans do so yeah. if you bring yeah. it to anahata's like yeah. you should have charlie and macy sign it that oh is hilarious. Beekman, but you guys signing her book you would hate that that's yeah. so funny oh god she would think that's so rude oh, uh so yeah we're gonna have beatmen we're gonna have a uh, little mini spooky sodes like a spooky segment Ooh. that we do uh just like we did last year last year we talked about the bus to nowhere oh, the bus yes. to nowhere has stayed with me the, the bus me to nowhere too. i've thought about yeah, yeah. me too really uh, 
we'll do a regular topic each and just some just some goodies of course we'll do mad libs yeah. mad libs we, is one of my favorite parts we last might year do, I, I i think we could roll mash mash i think yeah, mash just, is fun man yeah. i love it bring some i games. love mash too yeah, yeah bring some silliness i love playing mm-hmm. the games especially with the audience and y'all are right there you know yeah. i mean like we get such gyms as fucking and sucking Right in secession, you know. Yeah. And, and I what forgot was it, like, about that. Yeah, a whole ass ass. You know, yeah, and that's, whole that's ass lived ass. on forever. Yes, yeah. I mean, what a gym that is. So yeah. I, I so really if, am excited. If you're there, if you're doing the AP thing, please come see the show, and uh, we'll have some some goodies and some some surprises. But our own Macy Frage, Scab Toes, Macewad Frage. Uh, is doing she's a second teacher now so she's gonna teach us some stuff tell, tell i'm us. teaching classes i'm I, so excited i cannot wait i started actually putting the yoga class together today um mm-hmm. i listen i got all these colorful pens right nice and i got all these colorful pens and i have this lovely <laughs> little leather notebook and one of my favorite things has started so like nighttime when i'm winding down you know so it's like it's like eight eight p.m. and I'll have my colorful pens and my little leather book and I'll, I'll open it and I'll just start doodling but it keeps me working because like I'll write like sequence one but mm. I'll like letter it out real pretty and then it's like oh I guess I'll like write a secret like some postures under here I guess you know and then, like, but then I'll like do another drawing so it keeps me actually putting a class together but like with the entertainment factor of my colorful pens and so anyway yeah. I have my colorful pens and I was like ooh, I can like just, I, I started. I started mapping my class out, but like with the with the chakra colors, and I was like, "Oh, this is." So, it was. Just, I was so in it today, and I was just like I on the that. couch with my little books out and like my colorful pins, and I just had it all in sections. Dude, it was great. So I started on it today, but that's one. It's going to be a chakra flow, really gentle, kind of a slow flow. Um, all skill level welcome, uh, and just a really like gentle, loving practice and I'm even starting to kind of entertain the idea of being mobile for a lot of it and assisting people into the poses Mm -hmm. and just instructing verbally because being assisted into a pose is incredible oh my god adjustments are my favorite part of yoga yeah so yes really loving and like they (laughs) feel good man it just feels good it's like because the first time because we learned a good bit of it in the program like assisting people and and deeper into postures and just getting them aligned and I thought when I first you know saw it I was like oh man that looks like that might hurt you know because you're already but it's something about it it's just like oh my gosh like every time you can't help but hear the like even if they don't like audibly make the sound the body language breathe it out it's so delicious so i think that would be nice especially with it being like a very emotionally opening class to to have those assisting moments are we gonna cry in your class it's pretty common to so i mean Mm. like it's pretty common to do so especially if you're doing energetic openings to cry uh some people will just you'll feel all kinds of emotions come up anger and you'll kind of feel it come up because you're you're processing through things honestly like real talk kind of um orgasmic kind of feelings like even if it doesn't go all the way to like the big bang you'll just feel like these moments of like oh hello like (laughs) (laughs) you know um and so really a lot can happen Uh, so i and i I do i'm gonna preface the class with that like it's totally normal especially because like we're getting into the the root and the sacral opening the hips there's a lot of emotional ties and storage Mm -hmm. in the hips and also opening the heart center i mean really all of it you can get into all of it has its ties like opening the throat there's a lot of people who have trauma with their throat and can't so i mean really it could be a deeply emotional class i'm really excited about it uh, it'll be 90 minutes 
So it's a good long, we can really Juicy. get in there. And again, it's not going to be strenuous. Like there might at most be like, there might be some crescent or some warrior one, but not like a bunch of standing heart. It's a largely going to be pretty slow, deep, and a lot of breathing, uh, some chanting. Or some nice. chanting. Yeah, some Hell seed yeah. sounds, uh, some mudras. It's going to be just beautiful. I can't wait. You'll so have to one. save your voice so you don't uh, peter out. I know, like a part of me, like I might have to use like some sort of PA. I'm a little bit worried about it, depending on how many people show up. So that's that. That's the chakra opening slow flow, and then there's going to be another class that's going to be using runes in your magical practice, not necessarily in divination, uh, which they can totally be used for that. But this class specifically will be like using the specific runic energies to amplify and deepen your spell crafting, which is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things to use in my own practice, and I'm excited to share it. I love that. I'm excited to take your class just on my end of the of the thing because th- that is going to be a new and strange dynamic to me to just kind of be sitting in the yeah. class with you up there doing it and just kind of and I, I'm excited for that. I think it's. Gonna I be just fun. know I'm going to talk at you a lot. Like it's, it's just gonna be <laughs> yeah. natural. I'm just going to be constantly just like making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time. Charlie and yeah. Lyra just yeah, put them yeah, right in the front. Talk to them, and everybody else is like, "Oh, oh okay, okay." <laughs> sure. but, you know what we'll do? We'll put them on opposite sides of the room, so it yeah. looks like you're you're spanning the entire room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and make sure it's us though, or it's going to be that situation where I ended up giving some poor stranger the finger a couple of times because oh, yeah, I thought it was thought Macy. It was me. <laughs> and giving me like a grindy kind of dance. Yeah, I gave you a, a couple of a hip thrusts, and then <laughs> my eyes cleared up and i realized that across the circle it was just not i would have given anything um, to have watched that happen i wish i would have seen you do that to that total stranger i would have given anything to have and then just be like what the fuck is she, is she doing, doing why did she just give that woman the finger yeah. for no reason or hump at her yeah yeah, yeah, just kind of grind and the thing is there's a part of me that's always hoped that someone would step forward and be like yo i listen to the podcast i've heard you tell the story i think that was me and then there would be an understanding there but no i I think it was just she was an unaffiliated not listener of the podcast attender of anahata's who maybe i'm the reason she won't come back in that that no, makes me sad or maybe you're the reason she no, will say she's okay. coming back she's coming back and maybe she'll walk right up to you and just say why and then you can figure it out yeah and then yeah. you could finally have resolution yeah you can have your it. closure this past year of her life she's just been like staring at a just like, did what, i know what does her? it mean yeah <laughs> Why did she do that to me? Yeah, is it me? Really caused some reflection, some shadow work. She comes yeah, back a better person is what I maybe like. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe she thinks that you really helped her along her path and she's yeah. just going to want to shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> a nice long shake. Mm, yeah. I hope so. Uh-huh. I hope With so. a lot of eye contact. <laughs> Uncomfy. <laughs> sorry we were i know that like it's so funny because now that we're like here and talking i feel like we do this all the time so like i'm just yes. thinking back to like references like in our podcast like today we were talking about like the dead fish handshake Ugh. so like <laughs> nothing so worse that's come around full circle you know yes so. i hate a limp dead cold clammy no. handshake it's grody uh-huh. 
There's not literally nothing worse. It's There's so nothing gross. really bad than you're just squeezing someone's hand and it's <laughs> and why it somehow just the limpness makes it colder to the touch. <laughs> Even you know, it's not necessarily, but it is. It makes you it, cold in your soul. In yeah, your soul. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's your bones. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like a it's it, unless you are intentionally giving that handshake, which is sometimes kind of funny to do. It's if a power you know move in its own right, which is funny because it's not a powerful it, handshake, but it is disarming yeah, to receive. Just it. to give a really gross handshake yeah. sometimes. <laughs> do it at car dealerships. Do it somewhere that like you're never going to see him again. I yeah. always love to give an overly assertive, ridiculously aggressive handshake yeah. as a small, short woman. It's really yeah. fun. We, we picked it up in tennis because, like, you typically shake hands before a match. And me and my doubles partner just decided one day, like, let's be really loud about these handshakes. And so we just stuck with it forever, just, like, these ridiculous handshakes. And I still love to do it. And, like, I, at any time, like, I, when I would meet people's dads, I would give their dads the firmest <laughs> handshakes you've ever. But I like it. And, like, usually you kind of get like a like an eyebrow like oh that's a handshake like, why? you know yeah. why is this three foot tall woman yeah. asserting her dominance <laughs> like, up and shaking me with her hand yeah. just peeing around him in a circle yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is my house now bitch yeah. i love that my dad was a, a businessman he was in construction so that was a big thing that he taught me you know yeah, it's like yeah. Give a, good, give a good handshake. Yes. Give a good I handshake. had a day in business school that we went over handshakes. We all what? lined up and we had to, it was a whole class, homie, my business etiquette class. I had to take a business, I had to spend a whole semester taking business etiquette. And uh, which I, it was honestly, I did, I, I learned a, a good bit in that class. Sure. But like how to did, shake we, a hand. We all lined up in a row. And had to, we all just shook shook hands with and made all made all the eye contact and, and I feel just, like that of all the days is when the aliens should come down and just observe <laughs> this class and be like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Just why, why did oh they do this? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. All right. So those are very exciting things that are happening. So what are you both hoping that the attendees will get from the podcast? And Macy, what are you hoping they'll get from your classes? Well, I hope that we can make sure everyone leaves knowing how to perform a solid handshake. Smile. That's a really good point. Honestly, yeah, I, um, I don't want anyone to leave that room without knowing what kind of uh, house, spouse, and pet, and uh, yes. a life that Charlie's going to have. Um, mm -hmm. I, In the I, mash universe, yeah, it's really important to me. And maybe I, you know, what I hope for, like, I, you know, I had this moment, and I know that this wasn't us because we were using material from a shitty book written in the, the '30s. But last mm. year, when uh, we were uh, we were doing the the beak segment, there were several people that just popped in for a minute like you know there was just like yeah. intervals and there were a bunch of people standing in the back of the room and i knew that they weren't listeners you know but they were just like wild on a hot as checking it out like yeah, yeah they, they were, were just like this they podcast yeah. non-beans mm -hmm. you know and uh, there was quite a bit of laughs going on in that moment like i started like reading it and that was fun i was just like okay and like that's the thing i want it to be an uplifting laughable experience and that just that the live shows goal. are really rowdy yeah, they're really yeah, rowdy yeah. and they're really fun. And that's well, seeing that, especially people who weren't like typically listeners to someone could come in and just like have some chuckles without really knowing mm -hmm. the context. That kind of was like, okay, like this is what I want. I like this. I, I want it to be a moment of levity and kind of a uh, 
almost comedic what is that called comedic relief yeah of what can be a lot out there yeah there's a lot going on that weekend you're gonna you know if you're going to classes and stuff even if you're not going to classes you're gonna have moments of really deep self-reflection and shadow work and even if even if it's not all that type of stuff like heavy stuff you're doing like let's say the really fun classes or it's all just really fun stuff it's still a lot of energy day to day to go to classes and learn new things and meet new people and that's kind of i just want like a uh, an hour or however long that we're going to have the uh, floor for which i should know that but i don't of, <laughs> of 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 just a good time and some um escape i guess into the uh the bean universe it's like the marvel yeah. universe but yeah, the beaniverse it's worse there's a uh, gem and saws box and all that so yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite things also about you guys is just like the characters that you create and like <laughs> how they just energy. take up like these tulpas. Yeah. Yes. We've unleashed All them onto the world. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times people have like and I and I understand it to some extent, but over on Facebook, there will occasionally be posts, and it hasn't happened in a long time, but there will occasionally be posts of people being like do you do can Jim have his own sub section? Cause like I'm I don't really want to see all these Jim memes because they're all really gross. <laughs> or somebody this is will, what you signed up for. This is like, I don't know what you want. You know, I can't control what people decide to post. But like the Jim memes like will sometimes get like reported to us. Yeah, you do. It cracks me up. Yeah, like, every time it's like meh. he's part of the lore. Yeah, it's like he's he's yeah. the warts and all persona of Waba. He's, right, yeah. He, you know, he's the the dust bunnies. He's all of the the stuff that you don't just he's the upside down, but you still need he, him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He is Vecna. <laughs> Love stranger things. That's, a, that's how I say it. Uh anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> So we have a stranger things Marco and I just went in there one day and I was just like I just want you guys to know that the way that I wrote this out it should be read stranger things and ever since then. things I love how things will just stick yeah yeah, in your brain. yeah. <laughs> so now that's that's the group so anyway Macy <laughs> what are you hoping the attendees will get from your classes I hope that for the yoga flow that people either, and depending on when it finally falls within the weekend, I think it will uh, kind of do a little bit of different things. Like if it starts in the, the earlier half of the, of the retreat, then it might help kind of get you opened up to receive in that space. And if it's in the latter half and you're already pretty open, I think that that would also be really great. And it can just really help you just open it all up you know like that yeah. you know like that thing that you can do like when you lean forward and that like that person can run their hands down your back and it pops your back like in like a thing mm. that's kind of what I feel you know so I think it has benefits either way but I just I really a good a feeling of emotional balance you know and and not everybody has like this experience of just like the tears or anything it's it's also equally normal to not and you know oftentimes I do not have these things happen but just the overall feeling when it's over is that I just want people to feel nice and balanced, maybe areas that they were deficient in feeling a little less so. So that's the, and also just feel good. There's some nice, just yummy poses in there. Everybody's going to feel nice and nice and open, nice and loose uh, walking out of there. <laughs> Can that be the tagline for your class? Just get loose. Just nice. Yeah. Get loose. Get loose. Um <laughs> And the, the rune class, I, I just I hope that that would be something not only that people could maybe gain an interest in if they don't 
work with runes already, but uh, maybe to see them in a different light uh, for a really long time. I just kind of thought that they were mainly only to be used kind of in divination, like to be thrown and ca like on casting mats, which is a tremendous use for them. And I'll still use mine for that. But as I've grown in my craft, I've changed that. And now it's all kind of pluck a few out and these are my ones that I want to kind of grid out on my altar as I'm doing a spell and draw them on my body or you know like do all of these different things with them and it really has just amplified my practice and so I hope that maybe it just adds another tool into everybody's chest if they're not using it already or if they are using runes but maybe not using them in this way that's just kind of what I hope for because they're an excellent tool and they're just super cool runes are just cool they're super cool yeah yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really cool how you use them in your spellcraft, because that's also how I have recently started working with the planets. And it really does just change everything once you have something to like tie your magic to, mm -hmm. I feel, you know, mm -hmm. like it's similar to like candle magic and like things of that nature. But like having that amplifier. Yeah, I really feel like it it speeds the uh, manifestation yeah. process, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And it's an amplifier of a general focused energy, just like your planet is going to have characteristics. It's going to have characteristic energies that are going to be targeted. It's the same thing with the runes. Like if you're using algae's, you know, this might be perhaps like a more protective kind of spell. So it gives you that targeted bit of like power and like yeah. earth power, you know, it's like that runic power. It's super awesome. But the planetary power is the same. It's just that great power, awesome yeah. power. And it's so good for spell work. I love it. So next question that we have here for you guys is, can you give me either a random fact that you know, or hit me with your favorite quote? Or it doesn't have to be your favorite quote, just whatever quote comes to mind. I, I have a quote that I like to uh, ruminate on. Sometimes it's actually from a, uh, a modest mouse song called Heart Cook's Brain. But um, it's the years go fast and the days go so slow. And I like this quote. I, I think about it quite a lot because I, I think that's true when you think about it. You know, uh, when we look back on our lives, it feels, you know, people say, oh, it's been just a blink since I was 19 or, you know, in a blink of time, your, your three-year-old kid is going to be, you know, a full-grown adult, you know, and things pass like that. But these days, they feel so long. And especially right now um, and for the past, you know, year, years. Um, yeah. Everything kind of can feel like like you're getting pulled down a little bit and the days can feel like, okay, how many of these do we've got? This this is this is a lot and it's too much. And it's nice to kind of remember sometimes that the years go fast. Um and to I don't know, it's almost a carpe diem of sorts. Um mm -hmm. but to but to realize that you only get this day once. And and I know people say that and this sounds maybe kind of cheesy, but I heard someone recently say like, there's never going to be another one. I mean, Teresa, it might've been you actually on Marco. I don't remember, but somebody said, you know, this is like the first and last time you ever get to experience this day. And, yeah. and I remember it just hit me, you know, and I was like, that's fucking true. Why is yeah. that something I've literally never thought about before that like that's these like days that, that you're Regina specter lyric today, you're younger than you're ever going to be. Every, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Which makes me think of the uh, Mitch Hedberg joke, every picture of you is a picture of you when you were younger. But mm -hmm. <laughs> that is true, besides the yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the years go fast and the days go so slow. I, I think it's nice to meditate on that sometimes. 
nice. and appreciate the times that you have. Yeah, for sure. And and God, speaking of just kind of getting on this train of thinking about quotes, uh, I'm going to be a millennial here and kind of cringe out a little bit. But in the office, Andy, in like, I think the last episode, he oh. has this line where he says, I wish there was a way of knowing you were in the good times before you yeah. left them. Yeah, you know, and and that's a similar sentiment that you know I think is nice to kind of hold on to and just be like, I've gone through periods of my life that I've looked back on and I get that nostalgic feeling, but in the moment I was I thought there was there was nothing special going on. It was just I was just living my life. So I think just doing your everyday whatever this is going to be a good memory at some point or a memory at some point, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But I don't absolutely, know. no, I love that, and I also <laughs> love The Office. So good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I only recently learned that that is a uh, that's the new millennial cringe is office and friends, yes. you yeah. know. So whatever <laughs> sounds about right. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so aside from the Samwise quote, which is like mm. the one, the, the creme de la creme. Of I thought you world, were going to go there. Yeah, I I, I don't want to take a minute and a half of everybody's time um, <laughs> because it's a long boy. But uh, I do. I mean, to me, that is one of the most beautiful things put do words it. Do, yeah i really wish you would do it just do it it's also impressive Art. that you just know all of it i'm not gonna do it with a whole lot of feeling because that's a lot of effort you'll cry but let's see if i can remember <laughs> it okay. yes honestly all right so it's like in the great stories mr frodo the ones that really matter full of darkness and danger they were and sometimes you didn't want to know the end because how could the end be happy how could the world go back to the way it was after so much bad happened? But in the end, it is only a passing thing, this shadow. A new day will dawn, and when the sun shines, it will shine out the clearer. Those are the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even though you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now that folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? I knew one of you would come through. That there's good <laughs> in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. I, I I fucked up part of it. But yeah, I used to write that all the time. I used to have a job that I like really, really had nothing to do all day long. And that makes for the <laughs> longest days, like really the most yes. longest miserable days. Mm-hmm. And I would just write that monologue in different fonts and colors, like in my handwriting, just like over and over and over again. It would just feel like fill an hour. But I, I so I that one that, is just yeah. like absolutely gorgeous. Uh, there was a, a record that came out when I was like 16. Was one of my, fa- my still to this day, my favorite band, The Deer Hunter. And it's like D-E-A-R Hunter. And uh, it was in their act three record. And it's just the, the, the poetry is very beautiful always. Like it's just very like delicious, especially with me who it kind of has like a taste for words, you know, like the, the, I, it's a very sensual record to like listen to his writing always because it's just delicious to listen to. But uh, there's a little verse that I just always thought was really pretty. And it's in this very just beautiful kind of dreamy song. Um, and it's like, leave, leave it behind. This truth is harming you. Leave, leave it behind. Set out and start anew. Your life hereafter will cure all your troubles and recast a history. And I just think that's so beautiful. Just like, yeah, it will. I love that line. Your life will hereafter will cure all your troubles. And I love recast a history, like mm. just rebuild mm-hmm. it. And I just always thought that was the most profound thing. And I was another one that I would write on things like I would include it in artwork. And it is mm-hmm. really, really stuck with me. That was like one of those first like, 
whoa kind of <laughs> yeah. you know, like when you hear something as like a teenager and it slaps so hard you know I love I when that it. happens uh-huh. mm-hmm. or like when you've listened to a song like a thousand times but like when you're just in that right mood at that mm-hmm. right moment oh and the gosh and just hit you completely you. differently yeah oh my yeah. goodness yes so absolutely. a funny song that that happened to is uh foolish by Ashanti I don't know if you guys know that song yes my day is a cold without you mm-hmm. yes I I don't know what it <laughs> was but <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like it there's like I don't remember what part it was but it just hit me so hard and I was just like we were just like listening to this song when I was like 13 like 14 years old and just like singing along to it but like it has such like a deeper yeah you, meaning yeah. and I, I oh, just yeah. love that I love those realizations yeah so. yeah I think you just yeah you, you've got to you, you like hop on the same wavelength or something. I was listening to the uh, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack one time and it was like three in the morning and I couldn't sleep and I had it on because I used to sleep with music and I was just staring at the seat, just bawling yes. like, to the Sometimes. soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed like, that just like <laughs> as I've gotten older, I am more easily moved by music mm-hmm. and like I've always loved music, but like when like I'm things are really like the, the Orville Peck record, Bronco. Like that, I was like, the reason I love that record so much, and it's rapidly become my one of my favorites of all time, is it's it's the notes. It's the organization of it itself. It's not even just the lyrics, it's the melody. And it hits yeah. me, it just unlocks my perfect little heart <laughs> formula, and it moves me to tears and it's so amazing you know how that can happen but it's i'm better at it now like i was to this morning at a class at the yoga studio and i couldn't leave my car because like it just so happened like i i was um the playlist that i I was listening through the playlist that i'd put together for that specific class and it ended and spotify will just kick to a radio like inspired by the playlist when the playlist ends and it started doing that. And I was just, my, the car was parked and I was about to get out and this song just came on. And I guess I was just right in the frame of mind to just really listen to something new. And I was sitting and this song came on and I was just like, oh my God, this is like fantastic. And I was just like leaning back and really feeling it. And it ended and I was like, okay. And I was getting my bag and then another one came on and I was like, holy shit, like this is really good too. And I, I, I was planted back again. <laughs> It happened like three, and I guess I was just right in the mood, but like I was sitting there just like feeling these songs like in my whole body, and I was like, Man, this is yeah. good. Yeah. I didn't do that as much when I was younger, but like as I'm getting older, I'll like have the time to really just or take the time to just be like, I want to feel this on a cellular level. It really <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I like to think that the person in the car next to you was just watching, like, what the fuck is this just what doing? Is, are they okay? They, yeah, yeah they're just like she keeps getting ready to go and then she's just like just oh, sings back. Yeah. <laughs> slight narcolepsy do i call do i call the fire i don't know what to do shameless plug what do you guys want to talk about anything exciting going on with waba and your personal lives hit me you with should it. you should listen to the witch bitch amateur hour podcast if yeah. you don't already yeah if you're not already it's pretty cool hate us by now if you if i you, guess if you, yeah if you like this for some reason i if you're like you know what i could do i could listen to two idiots waste about two hours of my day and yeah. learn nothing for hours on end i'll just let them oh no waste my life. <laughs> i would learn like- things but it's it, you know what it's like yes it is a witchcraft podcast yes it's a spiritual podcast but really underneath it all it is a comedy podcast and yeah that's what i love about it 
I appreciate you saying that. Um, I really do. That's, uh, you know, I would like to prom promote, whoa, plug, our uh, print that we have coming out because we just yeah. got uh, drafts of them today. And oh, if you're cute. unaware, this is a, a shame, shameless plug for a little thing we do over on the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We have our great friend, Lyra, who is a, a wizard at design and, and yeah. graphics in general. Uh, she creates four times a year. That's it. Just four times a year. She makes these little prints and they're beautiful and gorgeous. And uh, t can we talk about what this one is? I think we should unveil it. Yeah, we can go. Ahead. Let's give a little, like a little thing. Cause it's so cute. Oh my God. Oh, it's cool. so cute. Is it? Um, all right. So I can never, it, it's kind of like Hollywood squares. Brady uh, Bunch. I think, yeah. Is it Brady Bunch? Okay. Yeah, it's got like that look. It's like yeah. kind of the Brady Bunch look. Um, but it's it's Charlie and I and uh, the rest of the squares are cryptids. Yeah. Nice. And, and we're all looking at each other. And yeah. uh, it, it's it's also got a little bit of like a pop art feel. I feel like this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, really and we've colorful. had a couple of very, very fun and cheeky. And if you're into that kind of things, if you like cryptids, I know cryptids are so hot right now. They are so um, hot right now. Check it out because there's we've got Bigfoot and uh, Nessie. Chupa, um, yeah, Mothman. Chupa's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All and then our our, our our faces as well. With Macy's cool haircut and I have laser eyes. So, you know, check nice. out. Uh, that'll be Waba Print Shop. Uh, and it may or may not be up. Who knows? But that's my shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I really do. I cannot wait to get it. I have all of the prints except for the first one. Yeah. So, uh, that's so bummed. Print, man. Yeah. I'm so bummed that I don't I have it. I love it, it but... when people gently flex in the coven by posting the picture of all of them. You know, and they yeah. don't even like, <laughs> yeah. point it out, but it'll just like, you'll see that it's there. And it's like, oh, yeah, they have that one. That's the <laughs> one. That's the one. I think that's when, when people kind of figured out like, oh, they meant it when they said they were going to keep doing oh, yeah, like yeah, now it's a yeah. collection <laughs> yeah uh -huh. so yeah uh, i don't know it's a cool so little project cold. we got going so i love it. i love uh it. macy what are you plugging plug plug me uh oh <laughs> um i mean really we kind of have the same things that we plug so um we have Waba merch. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have all kinds of different things. That you can do. We have socials, I suppose. Uh, we have a Waba. Oh, we, yeah, use we should actually tell people to find us. Um, if we feel like making weird, surreal memes, that we'll, we'll post those on WBAH podcast or W. What is it? Which Pajamatra Hour on Instagram? Listen, that's where yeah. we went. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere. You'll find it. You'll find um, other stuff. <laughs> we have the Facebook Coven, which is a great time. Uh, you can search Which Pajamatra Hour on Facebook and then find the Coven page. You'll, you'll listen. You'll find it. Um, if you're <laughs> if you're meant to find it, you'll find it. You'll find it. It'll fall into your lap. Yeah. I wish we had something cooler. I wish we yeah. had like a. You know, like a commemorative blanket. Yeah, <laughs> right now or but something. I mean, we we're pretty we're pretty much a word of mouth institution, largely, yeah. and so um, yeah, we're not. I guess we have personals. I'm at Macy Anise. It looks like mayonnaise, but it's not. Um, <laughs> I'm at Char. Uh, y Charlie Y. Is that it? Am I Y Charlie? Yeah, I'm Y Charlie Y on Instagram. I. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget them underscores. Also, do Twitch sometimes, uh, and I haven't do that again. recently. Yeah, I know. I'm twitch.tv slash Charlie with a Y. You'll find it if you're meant to find it. But we play Sims and stuff. It's a lot of fun. I love I it when you go those. live. It is. A I lot love of it fun. when you show up. <laughs> I love it because I'm like, ah! <laughs> 
so my boyfriend is a streamer on Twitch, so I'm very I'm very seasoned in on how to be a a, a participant of a stream. So. Oh, good, and that is so much weight on me because I am so bad at streaming. I feel like you're just like, oh, she's oh god, Charlie. No, you're so funny. Like I said, comedy. You got to remember that you guys have this comedy flair about you, and it's just mm-hmm. natural. We're like really it's just it's- clowns. We are just natural comedians. It's what we were meant. To do. What it is is the talent. It's the <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, bukus, bundles of yeah, that shit, oozes yes. from our pores. That's your Leo rising talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we get in a in this like swirl of beefing ourselves up, I feel like it's just my Leo and her Leo just like oh, intertwining. Yeah, just, just yeah, absolutely. Moon. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you both so much for coming on to Two Geminis and Aaliyah. We really appreciate it. We love and appreciate you both so much. You were definitely an inspiration for us starting oh. our own podcast. So cool. it's an honor to uh, have interviewed you. I feel like, you know, like it's it's cool. Like I feel very special. There we go. I feel very yeah, I special. Feel special. I, yeah. Yeah, I know. It was a great time. I hope we didn't talk too much. It'll be interesting to listen to this episode yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm so glad that chunk went yeah, or whatever. No. <laughs> 15 no, people, minute chunk. People are going to love it, you know? And I'll also just, it's funny because I knew that our our segment was probably going to be the longest one. Oh, yeah. Like me, me, Tabitha and Rachel talked about it. And like my segment with Dr. Nick Atlas was like 13 minutes. My segment with Colleen was like 10 minutes. Like Here we are. <laughs> an hour and 13 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate you. And uh, can't wait to see you at Anahata's. I'll meet you at the bean can. Meet you at the bean can. Bean can. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. my god i love it i will i love it i love i, I can't hear because I, I can't hear shit i can't play the banjo i can play the guitar <laughs> it sounded good yeah i don't know what i'm doing can i do a regular no <laughs> no <laughs> I can only do the shark. It sounded pretty good. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. I liked it. You lie! (laughs) I promise I've been telling the truth about everything today. (laughs) Including my headphones. That's Rachel on the banjo, folks. Oh my god. Ooh, fancy fancy. Made out of a cord. I love it. That's cool. But there's no frets like on it. Just... mm. I'm not the banjo player in the house, if you can't tell. <laughs> but I'm between Johnny you and John, Boy. you could start a, uh, you guys can start a bluegrass band. I'm here for it. <laughs>
We can even start right. up the drums and get the jam right. <laughs> <laughs> All this Rachel's one man band over here is going <laughs> definitely going at the end of the episode as the blooper. <laughs> it's a one man like, band thing. <laughs> she got uh, <laughs> got like, all her dogs are like, all right, hold, hold on. <laughs> she's gonna get a harmonica and like just tape it to her face and like just gonna be playing the banjo and like kicking a drum. 